Painkiller Ready, episode 521, our guest drifter, Taylor. This episode of PK is brought to you by ExpressVPN and Goat.com. We'll talk about them a little later. But Drifter, it's been it's been a minute since you've about come on. A couple what, of years. Two, maybe. three years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've I was in an apartment last time I talked to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all sort of, I have dogs now. You know what? We're just I'm gonna spend four hours telling you what's changed. Let's catch me. up with Taylor. Let's catch yeah. up with me on, right now. All <laughs> so, ears, my dude. <laughs> so uh so you're you're still killing it on Twitch, doing YouTube a ton. Are you? I, I popped over to your channel. It seems like you're still overwhelmingly COD guy. Uh, yeah, I've kind of bounced around a little bit over the couple of years, but nothing has really stuck quite as permanently as COD. Apex was going hot for a minute, then it died. You know, PUBG, Overwatch, Fortnite for a while. Nothing really quite clicked. So still doing a lot of COD. I have shamelessly bounced streaming platforms more times than I can count from YouTube gaming to Twitch to uh, Mixer and then Mixer went kaplooey and now <laughs> back to Twitch. And uh, I basically I'm like starting over every two years because somebody's like, hey, Drifter, here's a little bit of money to come to my platform. And I'm like, take me <laughs> start over from scratch. So yeah, good problem to have. So what makes you yeah. change games? Are you change games based on what your audience wants to see or what you want to play? A mix of both. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, as I'm, as content creators, you know, there's a financial component that you need to provide for your family and stuff. So you need to make content uh, around what will sell, to get views. Yeah. Uh, but then there's some things I do just because I absolutely love it. Uh, for example, Cyberpunk is coming out. I'm sure everybody's hyped or overhyped for that. And uh, an, a role-playing RPG probably isn't going to go well on a shooting channel, but it's a genre that I love. So I'm just going to play it and just see how it goes you got to do those passion projects like those ones you know that won't really get great views but are just fun to make i have been trying to get into the hype around cyberpunk and i can see it i can see that people are excited i understand at a high level that who are they project red they've done other good things i don't Mm -hmm. even know what what red dead Uh, the witcher oh the witcher okay yes so people are have faith in the studio but every time i look at it I, i just have a I don't know. I'm not that into RPGs, I guess. I don't get why people are excited. Why Cyberpunk? Why is this so cool? Keanu is a flat, lifeless actor. Really sweet I was going to say, one of the things is that Woody hates Keanu Reeves. I do not hate Keanu Reeves. <laughs> you, I, oh, yeah. The acting or the person? Because they're quite different things. Okay, so I believe the person to be nice and kind-hearted. I want nothing but good things for him. I even enjoy a lot of his movies like i like the gung fu i'm sorry the gun fu in john wick like that's pretty mm-hmm. cool i liked him years and years ago all the way from bill and ted through matrix i liked matrix is 2 which is uncommon um i didn't like 3 i can't go that far but i liked more matrix <laughs> twice as many matrixes as most people <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> and uh uh so like i'm not anti keanu or anything but i do find him to be kind of like 90% myth and legend and 10% delivery. Like he'll just say something sweet on a talk show and everyone is like, oh my gosh, can you believe that there is a person out there that is sweet? But It will be like that. It'll be like a picture of him like helping an old woman across the street and it's like, oh, this makes me forget about his acting. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what a neat guy. Wow, he's really getting into the role though. He's, he's being John Wick right now with his okay. flat face. You know? I'll disagree slightly. I think flat Keanu does specialize that's a, that's in stoic characters. <laughs> he specializes better being in stoic. stoic characters you said more often than not though have you seen him in um always be my maybe where he plays himself but a super douchebag version of himself and just shits on everybody and acts like a like complete d-bag to everybody on the set 
And then the original John Wick, I thought was really good acting. And I think it's better than the others because it's a little character study about a man that's boiling and angry. And he's not killing these people for any particular reason. He's just like working through his own problems. I did see him in Always Be My Maybe. And it was, again, he was like 90% myth and legend and 10% actually delivering on that part. They had him up as like the most desirable super bachelor that could ever have exist. So handsome, so tall, so like beyond anybody's like comprehension and how wonderful he was. That was the role he played. And I'm just like, I mean, like, he's cool. I always felt like that was the common take or a very common one is that, like, oh, yeah, seems like a real nice dude. Not a very good actor, though. Like, that's that's not uncommon. I've seen lots of people. It's OK. It's totally OK to like a person and dislike their professional works as long as they're not working for something horrible like building super weapons or I don't know. I feel like all but he has to do, do it to the best of their ability to the glory of God. You know, then you got to give them credit. <laughs> building those nukes just as, as good yeah. as they can. <laughs> Keanu can just pet a dog and the internet will go wild about how wonderful he is and look people who pet dogs are nice but I've just heard so many stories about how wonderful he is and every one of them is just really impressive like like, you know he gave his salaries away on the Matrix movies right like a hundred million he gave like a hundred million dollars of his own money away to to the crew like he just didn't take any pay I remember that it was it was his royalties they paid a few years later and the crew didn't got like underpaid. So he just gave them all the royalties and just didn't care. Seeming seemingly. That's neat. Damn. Yeah, that's like, one of those things. That it's so one bad. thing after another like that. He, he seems like legitimately like what does he do in the shadows that he's having to make that's so dark and disturbing that he's like, <laughs> maybe if I gave one hundred million dollars to the cast and crew of The Matrix <laughs> that maybe that'll make up for the children. And and that'll, get me off, that'll get me off those flight logs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like pictures of him at Epstein's Island, you know? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Keanu. I agree. He's He can be kind of one note, but I'm okay with that. Sam Jackson's fucking one note. Like, like how yeah. Sam Jackson plays like two characters, angry and furious. And, 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 you know, that's it. But I love Sam Jackson. I want him in my movies. I and, never hear uh, about his charitable exploits. The, I never hear about Sam Jackson's charitable exploits. The Joker no, not was once. one note, and everyone but me loved the Joker. Who was? Yeah, one it note? was just you. I said you didn't like Phoenix. the Joker. Wait, Walking I thought Phoenix it was a little one note. I thought the guy just was. I don't know. I thought the storyline was weak. That it was just it took a long time to tell. Wait, are, are you meaning Joaquin Phoenix or the Joker? Sorry, I just I wouldn't. I guess the way that Joaquin Phoenix played the Joker, the most recent oh, Joaquin G- Phoenix performance, I thought was one note. I thought he just played a guy that didn't smile and laughed inappropriately for three hours. Was that movie? I forget. It felt like six. Oh, I, I, th- there was a lot more up and down. Like, like he I, he had a big range. Like all of his range was this. It was within being a crazy social reject. He went to five to five point five. No, where he was, he was happy and like. He was happy and thought he had his life together at points. And then there were these moments where he's recognizing his own sickness and he's just like smoking those cigarettes down to the down to the butt with his therapist and like realizing there's no help here and the absurdity of it all. And then there's just unbridled rage by the end. And then when he's in the bathroom talking to uh, uh, the Wayne, you know, thinking it's his father, you know, that. And then he gets the high level of jubilation when at the very end it's like he's on top of the burning car and he's like, I did make something. I and he like gives a a vibe of like, I'm not alone. I thought I was the only person feeling this way. There's a lot of clowns out here just like like I I thought. I think there'll be a sequel. Oh yeah. 
Probably. Uh, yeah, they made a bunch of money. This might just be in my head. I thought Joaquin Phoenix said he wasn't doing it. Did you hear that? I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I watched yeah. a terrible Joaquin Phoenix movie. Like, like, you ever look at a movie's cast and think, oh, shit. Him, 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 and him? Oh, was this would be wonderful. Her? It was That's the sisters. A, I love her. I like disaster. her. Too many good actors and actresses is going to be bad. I watched a movie called The Sisters Brothers. It has Jake Gyllenhaul, um, oh, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, and, um, oh, what's the guy from Step Brothers? John C. Riley. And I was like, oh, man, that's a great <laughs> cast because I, I, I like John C. Riley in serious roles. And it was not good. It was a Western, and it was not good. I love Westerns. I like all three of those actors a lot, and it was a bad movie. I looked up the cover of it to try and remember if I'd seen it, and I have, and I couldn't tell you what it was about, so I clearly wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Not a no good fun. sign. Can I interrupt? Not a good movie. Yeah, uh, go for it. Joker 2, it looks like it is going to happen. Joaquin Phoenix is yep. under an option to return. I don't know what that means exactly, but I think I was just wrong. I must have been thinking of something else. I don't know how they would do a second Joker without the Joker in it. It's all well, just flashbacks in the first movie. <laughs> Jared Leto or whatever that guy's name is. Oh God, they're not doing uh, that again. I'm just that was with him. I thought he was back as the Joker. I'd rather have and, Jack uh, Nicholson come back. No, Jared <laughs> Leto. They re- they refilmed him as the Joker for Justice League and a little bit for the new Suicide Squad movie, supposedly. Really? I, yeah. They're doubling down with another Suicide Squad. Yeah, but this one looks like dumb on purpose. Like it's <sighs> it's more like a parody. Uh, less oh. like the first film. It has John be Cena like, in it, as all I know. I, I was oh. being stupid on purpose the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Fool, you thought we tried to make a good movie. It's Just like Schrodinger's had great bad moments. movie, right? Like we wait until we open the box to see whether or not we were trying to be bad the whole time. Mm-hmm. So you think that's what cyberpunk is going to be? One of these things that looks good on the box and you open it up and it's not going to be what people are hoping for. I that's not what I was saying. I, I was saying I don't get it. And it, it might just be that like, I, like I didn't like Skyrim as much as everybody else did. Maybe that's just not my kind of game. I'm looking at it and I'm like, but like, why do I play this? Like, is there, there's a story. On it? Is, is it a movie? Do I like, I don't know. It's, it's not my kind. It's a playing movie. I guess that's what this yeah. is. Woody doesn't understand role playing games and that's okay. Because Woody loves shooters. <laughs> That's his genre. His genre is shooters. He loves them. I love them too. But when it comes to role-playing games, Woody, I've said this before, this Woody plays so the role. Woody plays the role of Matt Woodworth, who is <laughs> streaming a video game and disliking it thoroughly. And and he plays that role. He doesn't break character. Not even break instance. <laughs> he, he he's just like, all right, where's the next objective? Uh, Done. <laughs> All right, next objective. No, 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 not that side quest bullshit. We're we're, we're beelining for the end here, end game. Like he can beat Skyrim in forty five minutes. Like he'll he'll speed run that shit and be Smash Mouth Skyrim right up the middle. That's how we play. <laughs> Is the meandering of those games where it's like, you know what? I am gonna see what this random farmer needs my help with. Let's just let's go. There's no way that it has anything to do with the gray beards, but I might get a cool helmet or a magic yep. bucket. Or something. Really or maybe it'll open up a oh the the old man and reveals his cloak and he's the assassin king and he needs you to do a mission like that. When know. I play that game, I literally have like how I, I buy a house in every town and I decorate the house with the things that I have won on my quest. Because you'll win like some like you'll do some quest and help some farmer and you'll end up with like a, a magical golden fucking helmet. But like its tier is so low, like you'd never actually wear it on a in a battle. But it's cool to look at, and there's a there's a memory of that quest you went on. So I'll put it up on the mantle 
of my fake home in one of the fake cities. And like, I'll, I'll, I'll when I wake up there, I'll just kind of look around like, yep. But do you know how meticulous and how hard it is to, to put daggers in the display cases? They don't snap in place. You're like rotating you, it with that wobbly thing and yeah. <laughs> dropping it you're, over and over You're like again. a marionette who's <laughs> never performed before trying to fucking put on a show when you, when you place one of those daggers. Yeah, I remember that's the part where I quit Skyrim, not for good, saying I would never do it again. But when I realized, like, I remember sitting there, I had built an enormous house, like, for my guy, because I had already built a little house, and then it was like, oh, add more expansions. And it was like, there is not even a single person for me to talk to in this game anymore that I haven't spoken to three times. So, yeah, make it really big, fill the whole thing with my treasures. And as I was, like, walking around, and was like, you know what, that frame would look a little better over there. I moved it. And I was like, "That I'm. I finished Skyrim. That's it." <laughs> and I would like I, I, maybe like five or six times. I'd like walk out of my house and like see my 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 distractingly blue glowing stallion like right outside in the middle of the uh, the winter wonderland. And then like a few times, just walk back in, just be like, "Oh, cool." And then, <laughs> then that was it. So I spent hours organizing that house, just trying to squeeze the last little bit of blood out of the Skyrim stone. And I haven't logged back in since. So I'm sure my house is still as beautiful as it was in late 2011. I would go on what I called Skyrim Adventures. And that's when you get half an ounce of marijuana and <laughs> two pipes and uh, just as much Taco Bell and like hydration as you can handle. And I would just sit there and go into a realm of Skyrim that for six hours just just zoned the fuck out, just playing. And like Kitty would be downstairs like, like, hey, we take out the garbage, we do this or that. And I'm like, Skyrim Adventure! <laughs> you gotta stop, man. My heart can't take this. <laughs> There's no marijuana here. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I mean, Skyrim video game is just so fun. It packs and like, you know, like gaming events and stuff. And then I, I come back home and I'm like, well, it's a dry state. Lovely. Sucks to suck, man. Yeah. Nobody likes that. I can relate. Maybe maybe we'll get that federal legalization in a couple of months. There's I, a chance. I just wrote that down. It, it, I, so you know the house passed it. Mm-hmm. Kind of a symbolic measure, I imagine, right? Because it, what a lot of people might not know is when the house passes it, that bill is passed for that session, which ends every two years, or in this case, <clears throat> in about three weeks. So it will get unpassed. I don't know the exact date. Maybe January second. It's something close to that. So. Um, I don't anticipate the Senate taking it up and the president signing it in the next like three weeks. I totally agree. I won't the, I believe the, um, well, I know. So there's a runoff in, in Georgia right now with, uh, with the two senators. So they, if, if the Dems win both of those seats, they'll have a chance to vote on the bill. Oh, even if they put it now, if the Republican, it'll be a new one. I think this one was a test run. I think they wanted to see if it would go through the house and then if mm. they win those runoffs and Biden gets in, barring some sort of weird disaster, then relatively early in the administration, they can just put the same bill right back through the same process and pass it on up. Right, right. But the if when those two senators get their jobs, the bill will get unpassed and they'll have to start over. Yes. Interesting. I've been misled. Oh. You mean um, the House pass it again, though? Probably. I mean, assuming they consider it again, you know, like they might be more apt to pass it knowing that it doesn't mean anything than they will like, oh, well, shit, now that we have the Senate, did we really mean this? I hope, mm-hmm. I, but I hope that you're right. And I think that you might be. I bet it might go through even if the Republicans won 
the runoff. Like, and they got, like, they fully controlled the Senate. Like, there's there's a couple of Republicans. Like, isn't Rand Paul still in the mix? He's not voting against no. weed or anything. He'll vote in favor of that because he's all libertarian and shit. There's got to be a couple more in there. It's a big about, weed company hiring right. Republican advisors as well. It's about the Senate voting on it at all, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, maybe it would even pass. But Mitch McConnell has to allow it to be <laughs> voted on. And historically, that would be a, a thumbs down. How much longer yeah. is he hanging out? I think he's going to die this term. Yeah, that's just me talking. I don't know. But is uh, he at the beginning? Did he just get reelected for two more years? Did you just threaten just Mitch won. McConnell? No. Did but you I, see his did, hands? They're that's like what purple. I was basing it on. Yeah. Did you guys see him turn part zombie? He's got very old man hands. Like the, uh, the post uh, IV bruising mm-hmm. is what it kind of looks like. Someone said yeah. it had to do with blood thinner medication. Um, that's possible. My dad has to be on blood thinner. Oh, God. His hands and mouth. And He's he, got hoof and mouth disease. Hoof and mouth. So I'm uh, if you're watching this. I'll... Oh, God, that is that image just is just kind of scary to me. Like looking at it, I would say, oh, my God, did you just get back from like hiking on Mount Everest? Do you have uh, what's what, what's the name? <laughs> Frostbite. Frostbite. Like, do we need to do like an emergency skin transplant? Like when I would see old people at church or at the hospital or something with hands like that, I would say to myself, my God, they must be in trouble. Like we need to get some medical help for these people or or comfort them on their way out perhaps or like it would be funnier is if like right behind him there was a staffer with like a broken orbital bone and like swollen (laughs) (laughs) just like that would be a good look for him secret kink is beating up interns just beats the shit out of some when i I first saw it my natural assumption was that you know it was photoshopped i'm so skeptical of still images now even videos i'm a pretty skeptical of but still images in particular you can just crank up some contrast and such but it came from on the screen is the sun but it, it came from pretty reputable sources like his hands and his lip that's just what he looked like he looked bad i guess yeah, he's a little better now blood thinners you bruise like crazy on blood thinners like my my dad was playing goalie in my basement like a year ago or so when he first started taking his his blood thinner medication and I wasn't even shooting very hard at him to like hit him in like the, the quad area. And within like 20 minutes, it was, it looked like he got shot with like a bean bag and it was just a light puck. So like, yeah, I guarantee I bet my, I would bet $2 that that came from taking blood medication and then uh, taking an IV right in the hand and just. Well, it's both hands though. Yeah. Both of them. He was double. You need to be twice as healthy. Both hands okay. and his lips and his lips. I might take your two dollars. The HD photography and video on the internet has been revealing so much crazy stuff. It's mostly like politics and celebrities because they hyper focus on these people. But I'm sure you guys saw like Rudy Giuliani wiping boogers on his face. Oh yeah, man. We oh, I've talked about that a lot. Yeah, like it just, but that constantly goes when you're on camera. Like when when like this show here, you can't make mistakes. They're they're not things going on in the background that people won't notice because it's always recorded and being picked apart and analyzed did you see well, i'm trying not wipe to wipe boogers, any boogers on, his... on my face tonight <laughs> did you okay. see him wipe them on his uh girlfriend or whoever that woman no was? <laughs> he gave her booger bukkake <laughs> i don't know if it was boogers i think he was wiping the sweat off and then he like put it on his hand and then he, he it was like he was rubbing her and and through the kindest lens he was like showing her some affection or something but he anoint her and snot. But he had just like 
either I don't know if it was snot or he, I think he has like a really sweaty forehead. Like I guess that's a balding oh. thing. And, a high uh, stress situation. I mean, I, I know that we we're all political experts, of course, but sitting in front of a big panel answering hard questions cannot be easy. Yeah. yeah. No. Never had to do anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, giuliani i wonder how sick he is well i think <laughs> no hopefully very in the first five years of your life and the last five years of your life you should be allowed to wipe boogers on people without getting in too much trouble i hadn't thought about the first five but you're right you remember yeah. that uh remember that terrible tv show designated survivor yes where like uh yeah, you know that. all of congress and uh the president and everyone gets wiped out in one fell swoop very good the only one who episode. and they're, they're like oh no whatever will we do Am I the only one who thinks that, that if that actually happened, like there would just be parties in the streets and rejoicing everywhere? Dude, there would be like genuine parades all over the country. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, For a short the- period of time before the power vacuum totally collapsed. I yeah, think we just, we just elect new people. Theorists would go wild. They would. They, they would surely uh, believe it. it was that those other people that did it. Well, that was the case in the TV show. Spoiler alert for a terrible, terrible Fuck. show. <laughs> they even put that spoiler in the trailer for it. I remember watching that on like Fox back when I had old Square TVs. Just watch the pilot. It's a very good opening episode. Yeah, the first the episode first three is episodes so good. Yeah, those they, they'll get you to watch a whole season and wonder why. Oh, not just one for you. Lucky, <laughs> I lucky. Think I got it. <laughs> I was watching for years. There was this. I can't think of what else. She, I think she was in La Femme Nikita, maybe. There, that, that, I'll bring it up again. I've said it before, but I, I'll say it every time this comes up. There is a 120-pound Asian woman who is beating up six-foot-four men two at a time throughout that series. She's just like throwing those wo- woman punches and just sending Ming-Na them flying. perhaps? Huh? Is it Ming-Na Wen? Oh, I don't do well with those people's names. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's in uh she was a gangster in the mandalorian she was an agents of shield she's usually like the go-to asian lady maybe actually yeah if it, yeah when you now that you mentioned mandalorian yeah um re- really attractive very but very skinny and there's yeah. a scene where she's hitting a heavy bag and it's supposed to be like she's like trying to come to a difficult decision and she's she's working the heavy bag and her boss is over her shoulder like you just can't do this anymore. You're, you're pushing things too far. And she's just like, thunk, 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 thunk. And I'm thinking like, she could hit me as hard as she can in the teeth and it's just not going to knock me unconscious. It's going to hurt her hand, Break a but it's not going to, like, like, she's just, I mean, big, like, yeah, big mercenary dudes in the jungle. She's if just women are going to beat up multiple Navy SEALs. I need them to be superheroes. Wonder Woman can do it. I'm on board yeah, with that. Absolutely. What she's about got- Atomic Blonde? Like uh, that was also that was also kind of bullshit. At least they filmed it well, though, because it, it looked like she was having a hard time. Or what about the uh, the lady in uh, the Mandalorian who is a professional MMO MMA fighter? Would you buy that? Ooh, no, I Have would be her, her arm, destroying like my head, man. several cakes, an apple pie at one time. I would I would bet on her in a blueberry pie eating contest with no <laughs> utensils. Like you put her on Coney Island, <laughs> those hot dogs stand no chance. Yeah, that woman will wreck a buffet. But people, I don't know, not anymore. Only woman Kobayashi fears. <laughs> I was hoping she'd be so busy with the Mandalorian, she wouldn't come. <laughs> you guys have different opinions to me. I see these women martial artists that have said, I'm not going to fuck with them because a little bit of technique can go a long way against somebody oh, like no, we I agree. assume most of us are not expert fighters. Now, how no, do you do against KGB operatives? 
probably quite differently. I lost I mean, to a girl sure. expert fighter once before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tara La Rosa. You can Google her. I think that's her name. You anyway. Yeah. No, we have we some respect roll. for female, actual female fighters. It's just, you know, Charlize Theron isn't one of them. No, it's, it's, it's acting. Good acting, mind yeah, you, that's her but name. acting. It's a sport to it. Yeah. She didn't look like a fighter, though. She just looked like Charlize Theron really struggling with a cut with three guys in a hallway. I, I don't know. It, and I feel the same way about dudes, like like in movies too. Like like anybody who's beating up more than two people at a time, it's just like really though. Like like so, he's, what kind of superpowers does he have? Did they eject him with a serum? Like yeah. that's all I need to, to to like suspend my disbelief. Just show me that one scene where they inject him with a serum, <laughs> or you don't even have to tell me what's in it. Or don't convince me that this is supposed to be real. Like I'm totally okay with mm. Jackie Chan beating up nine guys. By, oh yeah, you know that's fun. Making it's himself hilarious. into a human torpedo and diving through ladders or <laughs> something like that. Like you know, like it's fun. I like it. I enjoyed your film. Uh, but if you try to tell me he's actually beating up all these guys at once, then they could fix this problem by adding a little bit of dialogue of the henchmen who got to get beat up before the fight. Where it's just like her waiting around the corner, and then you see them like an added scene where he's just like, "God, I'm so fucking hungover," and then <laughs> and that's the only scene. And then it's like, okay, it's a little more believable. There, or oh, I have the flu. I can't believe henchman number six made me come in today. And then they get beat up. My old shoulders hurting. Yes, you yeah. guys, you guys uh, <laughs> subscribe to our public freakout on Reddit. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, if results. you want to see the real version of any of these fights, you can watch it there. And I'm sure that as all of you who are watching it know. Like very few people win two and three V1s. And if they do, there's a huge skill or size difference or maybe a weapon. Like you see all these fights, like one guy wanting to take on three and he might fight two of them surprisingly well. And the third one's going to sucker punch him from out of nowhere. And even if that third guy is the scrawniest little dude, if you're not paying attention, you just get popped from the side. It is lights out. Yeah. Did you ever see the video? Where Why the one I, guy beats up like five women in a pizza parlor. <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw Am that. Am I bad for liking that one as much? No, as I they, do? they they needed it. I don't remember exactly what they were doing, but they were the ones in I the think wrong. They were picking on one girl. I yeah, I think five girls oh, were, were you like talking about the big the big dude. He was like six foot five, and all the all the little women were kind of like surrounding him. He just started knocking them out one after oh, the other. That had a racial component, and we're not allowed to like That's that. That's why I was very particular about my words. Yes, <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, that, that that's a different video, and we're not allowed to like. This is the video. <laughs> well, I gotta see the, Taylor, oh, the Taylor video is age it. restricted. Sure this is what? copyright claimed and age. The days of watching videos kind of passed. Oh yeah, um, I suppose so. By, by this channel, uh, right. well, he comes in and he's just like one knockout, two knockouts, three. And at first, the lady's like, "Really, you're gonna try to fight us?" Oh no, he is. He's he's gonna. Yep, he just beats the shit out of all of them, and he's not oh. holding back even a little. If you, if you guys. This if you guys want to watch, it's called Girl Girl is Getting Beat Up by Five Girls and Guy Saves the Day. That all you get it. Uh, oh, wow. He just took the, her down. Oh, I yeah. have seen it played to... This is like uh, Whack-A-Mole, dude. This is insane. Fucks <laughs> <laughs> him up. I've seen this put to I Need a Hero, which is a great yeah. song. <laughs> just, this guy is a hero. He's, he's saving innocent people. They have person. like really low <laughs> HP or something. They're taking one shot. And <laughs> <laughs> Insta kills on. He caught them all right after a raid. They're they're all low. They were trying to bandage up. Yeah, I love that they're still like they're all enthusiastic participants, right? If one guy was beating up five women and they were holding their heads and dodging oh. and just like scared, please stop. That's but terrible. No. 
He'll throw one down. They'll get up and come back for more. Oh. Yeah. You're in luck. I've got so much more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an all-you-can-eat uh, ass kick. Taylor, how many girls can you beat up? All right. So, oh, all right, so, so we're Single talking pack? about high school age. Let's just say semi-athletic. Let's say they're cheerleaders. All right. So that, that, that's, that's a good one. It's pretty, mus- pretty muscular density there. Kind of yeah. Strong. Cheerleader. So they're like adult-sized. So they're they're still girls. They're going to be mm-hmm. kind of in shape. So good cardio and such. Are there any weapons about? No weapons at all. This is on the football field. You have charged down from the stands to protect. I have the yep. high ground. You do have the high ground. You are barreling <laughs> downhill toward them. And I heely down. <laughs> Taylor, this is serious. Okay, all right. That kind of- <laughs> yes. All right. This is not a laughing matter. <laughs> Taylor. I have my Heelys in the other room right now. <clears throat> we should compare Heelys on the show. <laughs> on this show, we should compare Heelys. Compare Heelys, yeah. You're the odd one out, man. Yeah, you yeah. have- <laughs> Kyle, you're acting like you're hot shit over there with no Heelys at all. Okay, yeah, so we're I'm, I'm good. <laughs> on the ground, we're on the football field. How many of them are there? Oh, it's a whole squad. All right, there's squad. 14. Like 14. But the other team's squad is over there, and they... They don't play favorites. There's no team rivalry when it comes to a man charging down from the, the you know the stands. So if need be, if you think you can take all 14, there's 14 more across the field. I think that all right. Are, are they just normal girls? They don't want to be in the fight. I assume. Oh, right? they're down. They're down. <laughs> so there's yeah. no chance of me just brutalizing the first one with like an overhand really telegraphed right and like as her eyes leaking out like the rest of them get scared and like an attack from behind they're gonna no, run. there will be they're no gonna get the, more and come for you the, okay psych, psychology will play no role in this in this and i'm gonna say i can get like four four that guy four, beat five no, there, there's, there's a t- well but if they're all motivated like you can only take it they were way skinnier and weaker than your average cheerleader in that video all right, I can take 10. I can take 10, no problem, because here's the thing. The, the only thing that would slow me down, down, the only thing that's going to slow me down is if they're, like, grabbing my forearms, right? But but girls have no grip strength or upper body strength, so you can just pull your arm away from them and hit that one and just keep going. And you don't but have to hit them very matter. hard. You just if have to hit them. If they're tackling you, all you have to do is be on the ground for any instance. How are they going to get you on the ground? What do you squat? Can you carry 14 <laughs> cheerleaders, bro? Like, how yeah, big are your quads? You yeah. think they're gonna form that pyramid on top of me? You just said no, how motivated they were. They're gonna mob you like a bunch of goblins and squeeze <laughs> you and this drag isn't you. Isn't Matrix? The they're gonna approach you in pyramid, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think no. like mecha anime. It's like form ultimate formation, and they just fuse together. It would take so many cheerleaders to frighten me in a physical confrontation. Like, like it would literally take. I don't 25 for me to be worried about my safety. They don't have to take you out, though. The point is, let's say you knock out four, and then 10 of them are laying on top of you. You're immobilized. That's thousands of pounds on top of you. You mm-hmm. Even if you're not getting beat up, that's the end of your you road. You think 10 women can hold you down, Taylor? Because I don't think 10 women can hold you down. No. Either of you. But you only need one to scrab your balls and just twist. Oh, my God. That's, oh, that's, that's, oh, that's my kink. <laughs> like, first of all, yeah. you guys are making, you guys are making, making it sound mouth. like you guys are making it sound like being at the bottom of a pile of 10 cheerleaders is a bad thing. At no point will I be uncomfortable, no matter who's in control. Oh, no, I beat up none of them again. 
about that. As you were oh, describing pants, this scenario, I can just imagine off. one one viewer saying, "Oh my god, this is my fantasy." <gasps> Please keep going. This is <laughs> yeah. in, in my head though. A little bit. Of, I don't respect their offense, right? Like like Taylor's like, "What if they get you down? It's over." If they get me down, then what? They're going to hit me with their pillow fists. Like it's not a giant. It's just like grappling. You can grapple someone much stronger than you, but if they don't have any offense, if they don't know any arm bars or strangles, then you just sort of keep grappling until your opportunity comes, and then you do have an offense. I think that's I've what done it. this with Woody. Oh. <laughs> I was bigger and stronger, and it One made of, no. no difference. One we Woody. would get to the ground and like, like I would, I would hold him, and I'd be like, I would literally think, and I think once I said out loud, "Now what do I do?" Because <laughs> I, I, I no can't tips. hit him. Like anybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. knows to hit. Like, if, like, like that's simple. If it's but grappling, like, then they need to have offense to win. Otherwise, they're just temporarily ahead. Back to the girls with their <laughs> pillow hands. I, I, I'm just not sure what they're gonna do to me. What's the fewest amount of views you think it would take to take 15 cheerleaders? One. No, Oops. you couldn't take fifteen by yourself. There's, there's too much mass there, too much weight. You I, get I tackled. Totally agree. I they am challenging more than cheerleading squads across the no, the <laughs> planet today, nay, the galaxy. <laughs> we know fifteen v one, bare knuckles, no holds barred. Let's go. I'll put a hundred thousand dollars on the line. You're all going down. You're yeah, all going yourself. down. There's going to be like an MMA or like wrestling cheerleader squad of like these that doesn't count. Jack chicks. <laughs> 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 All that it takes is one big fat bitch like that holds the pyramid together. You know, Bertha comes in mm-hmm. barreling towards you. She absorbs the first go, and she's down, of course, for the count because you have your, a man fist. But then the other, the other fourteen dog. My pile arms you. are forty inches long. Like they're not going <laughs> to get close to me, dude. I, I think you're so wrong. You can't. The combined weight is more than a couple of cars. The combined strength is like that of an elephant. You're thinking, yeah, I'll just sock them. How fast can you knock? Can you knock out like eight people at a time? Because even if you knocked out eight, you still have literally six people, six pair of hands on your back, hooking your eyes, pulling your nose. I can knock out like, five in thirty seconds. You're dead yeah. in thirty seconds, dude. Yeah, you're there's dead only in five of them unconscious. Thirty-year-old cheerleaders. You couldn't if, take on fifteen dogs. Honestly, I hope that they all people. pile on top of me because now they're really close, and now I can actually hurt them. No, now they're not all be like, spread out. I can't out. breathe because there's eight thousand pounds on my chest. Please yeah. get off! I'm going to die. I want to stack one on top of each other. That would never happen. They're this gonna be food. rolling off. I'm gonna be flailing around. I'm gonna be fucking fingering. I'm gonna be doing all kinds of crazy shit. They're not gonna like what I do. You're not going to be able to finger because it's a bunch of motivated cheerleaders who fight like girls. They're going to one of them is going to core your eyes out the second that you're yeah. not able to. to I, have I'm wearing my goggles. Did no, you play high school football. No, no. Okay, no. Everybody's you know what it's like to be at the bottom of a like, dog pile. I do want to point out who. that Kyle thinks 14 cheerleaders are less dangerous than one eagle. Oh, well, the eagle. <laughs> see, it depends on the rules, right? Because I'm describing a scenario oh. where I. I, I attack 14 cheerleaders mm-hmm. and you're describing a scenario that I once described where an eagle has this has the smarts of a man and he's coming down from above at you high speed and, it's a, and he's got those talons like talon first into your eyes. He's going to core you out right away. Come at me. Oh, yeah. You, you're always watching the skies. Huh? <laughs> what I'm hearing is that you see yourself you're like as Will a Smith cannon. in Independence Day too. We always watch the skies. <laughs> like, no, no, they're coming for you. What was that drifter? I think you see yourself as a glass cannon. You think you can just one, two, three KO anybody, but you, you're not tanky enough. No, so not anybody at all. You. I definitely can't well, do that. 
to, to cheerleaders I, at least. I couldn't fight two average men. Wouldn't happen. But so you 14 think high it school cheerleaders. seven cheerleaders to equal one average man? No, not even close. No, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. It doesn't work like that. No, it, that's like saying that's like saying a hundred mice equal one cat. It's a, it's a whole different fucking scenario. That is they don't have the thing. tools. They don't have the talent. I tell you this: if if you make Apollo Creed. If you make the rules that none of them like that they're in the middle of a cheerleading practice and I come in like a bat out of hell, like a maniac and and they don't want to fight, pump it up to 100. It, that'll just be an issue of oh. my cardio being the limiting factor. <laughs> how much or how fast I if can run. Single file. You know, it's, <laughs> what if that's like the worst possible thing? I'm like, glad that we we're on this topic because, because I have. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gl- completely incidental, accidental that, that we were talking about beating up women. Um, I know we do it every show, but but not quite a woman, but a small man has challenged Woody to fisticuffs. One of our, did you see his message he wrote last night? I I did. I did him about him starting training this month or next month or something. So one of our, uh, go ahead, set it up, set it up. One of our $50 patrons, uh, dirty, uh, has challenged Woody to a boxing match. And uh, I'm going to try to find uh, exactly what he said because it was pretty ruthless what he dropped in the chat last night because I think Woody was like, hey, is he serious? Does he really mean what he's even saying? I, I, I can't, I'm struggling to find it because i got to scroll up so far, but he basically said, Woody, I'm not kidding. I am 100% serious. I will do this anytime, anywhere, headgear, no headgear, whatever kind of gloves you want, whatever kind of rule set you want with a ref, without a ref, at your house, at my house, in a ring, anywhere, anytime, any day, you're mine. Bring it. it, So I read it, and I was grumpy to start with, and I thought it over, and I was like, you know what? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Fucking yes. I am tired of this fucking manlet. This guy is like 135 pounds, and Mm. he is picking on me at this point he won't let like i would like to let it drop it seemed for a while it was much like an aggressive girl where maybe you're like it just seems inappropriate to make you pay (laughs) for what you're doing and at but at some point dirty is just gonna have to meet his maker right at some point (laughs) dirty yes Fucking yes, officially. I will let you know next time in Hartwell. Apparently, that's where you want to fight. I'll let you know when I'm coming around. You can show up. Uh, You should be aware that inside the first 15 seconds ago, you'll be on your back, and I will do... I will keep going until I feel like you've learned a lesson. It might involve a broken (laughs) nose, a broken orbital bone. I don't know. But you asked for this, and you are still... I will drop it if you want. But if you show up, you will learn a lesson. And this was all your idea. I just want you to remember this was entirely <laughs> your idea. It's like and, it's like two different badass movie quotes combined into one. He just combined did I? <laughs> he just combined Kurt Russell from Tombstone when he said, You called down the thunder. Well, here it is, with Tom Cruise from uh what's the movie uh, from uh, what's the movie Reacher. where he's like the 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 military police jack reach or something like that jack reach yeah yeah where he's like just remember you wanted this (laughs) (laughs) 
Now we have to get this organized. You know, I, I you, just your like it's gonna be the next pay per view event. I had no just like Jake and Logan I played Paul no role people. in the origin of this. He just kept coming at me, coming at me. Uh, if he's gonna come back and say no, Woody Queensberry boxing rules, dirty. This is the part where I lied to you. Okay boxing rules right but come and get it and then see what happens because you're going to be on your back and i'm going to rain down elbows on your orbital bone until i think <laughs> until i no longer want to that's how this ends the joke's on you he's going to enjoy it this is his thing getting dominated <laughs> by content cake. creators <laughs> yeah i i just i i'm kind of fed up i'm kind of like he just fucking poked at the bear too many times if you want an ass kicking that's a service i provide to little manlets <laughs> come and get it so, if he did want to do boxing, you wouldn't agree to boxing? I'm not interested. No, no, no. I, 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 Queensberry boxing rules? This is fucking 1985. That That's like the normal stand-up, eight-count bullshit that he... No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I, I, I may do a little stand-up, but I will quickly go... For, I'll tell you, Dirty, just so you know in advance. I'll probably be going for a double leg. If that doesn't work, I'll transition to a single run the pipe. Put you on your back and then do whatever strikes my fancy that's how this goes he's gonna spit on you oh no oh no no like, i'm saying oh, you're gonna hold the worst down. possible <laughs> thing he could ever do <laughs> I, I was meaning that Woody's gonna like a, like a schoolyard bully hold him down oh like, uh, loogie out of his mouth like it's gonna you gotta oh, turn his head sideways to go straight into his ear <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> just bleed wet on at worst i i just like and dirty like i said you can still get out of this if you want to I, I that's no trouble. No, the die is cast. Oh, you know he wants it, man. He wants it. The he can come get it. it. You know, like I'm just like I that thing that he wrote where he called me out and said he was all serious. That was in response to nothing. Like I didn't was, say anything. It was out of the blue. Out of, like, <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't even. I think I was online that day. Like I, it was just <laughs> I, so. I fucking if you want it, here it is. Come and get it. These are the kind, this is the kind of fun you get in on when you're one of our $50 patrons, all right? You get to yeah. fight Woody, all right? <laughs> Not only do you get apparently a monthly fuck show, but you get to fight Woody. Yeah. Every, that's a gear. Every one of them get to fight Woody. I'm sure uh, you guys know Vavity, right? I'm sure he'd like to fight. Yeah, Vavity yeah, absolutely. Win, Vavity would love to take on you. Could you could go to Japan to catch up with him? Oh, it would he's be in like Japan. a little vacation. I'm much tougher while he's in yeah. Japan. I'm very tough <laughs> while he's in Japan. Yeah, yeah, he can come and get it too, provided he's not here. <laughs> I'll steal valor right in front of his face as long as he's still in Japan. <laughs> I'll stay. I'll say I won't go that far. I won't even do that. <laughs> I was going to say something. I won't say that. No. Well, you can probably steal American Valor in Japan. You probably don't have a law against that there. Yeah, no, I, I think Bobby's Wait, having a, a very good time that? over there. Wait, 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 stop yeah. the presses. Is He's there a law against stealing Valor? You can't do that. What's that? I'm, I'm sorry. You can't steal Valor. No, I I, I don't think I want to steal any Valor um, or, or say anything about the Navy. Well, then you pay full price at AutoZone, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll continue to pay full price at AutoZone. <laughs> Well, this is great. I hope that he doesn't back down, and I hope that for once one of these internet fights actually happens. Well, of course he's going to back down. Woody has said, "No, I will not fight by your rules. I'm I I want a street fight where I beat the shit out of you." And he's like, <laughs> yeah. "But but but I thought we do that thing that like everybody's doing these days where we box." And he's like, "False." Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Fall. I'm going to permanently disfigure your face. You're going to have I'm tired of being bullied by a 135-pound manlet. Like, enough. A fucking enough. You Is this guy it? like the bagel boss? Do you remember him from Public Fit? <laughs> we had him on the show. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. had him on the show. I think he died. Oh, God. Wouldn't be surprised. Did he die? I hope so. He was a really awful short person. people and really tall people oh, no. can just go sometimes. Let me see if the bagel boss is dead. That's always sad when you catch somebody like on the internet and you think, oh, that's them at their lowest moment. They must have been having a bad day. And then you meet them in real life and it's like, no, every day is probably their bad day. This is their normal. <laughs> yes. I mean, he, well, he came on like he was talking about how he, maybe Kyle or what he remembers better, but like, I'm going to. In the next year, I'm going to have a yacht out in the bay and I'm going to be partying with all my friends and all my famous friends on my yacht. And you're nobody, none of these bullies are going to be invited. None of these bullies can come on my yacht. It's like that. Looks like, like he had a stroke um, and he's been recovering from that. I'm having a hard time finding out if he's dead or not. But uh, someone did tell me recently that he was dead. They could be wrong, though. But, you know, fingers crossed he will die if he's not dead yet. <laughs> you know, because. Horrible person, you know. Um, Actually, he is. I think that's like the third person tonight that you wish to have died. Well, we're just getting started. (laughs) It's the third person that I wish to have died out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, none of his uh, big plans came to fruition. Whoops. (laughs) Big plans. Go figure. So you should have said little plans. I wonder what. He like an alternative universe version of him would be because he really did have like this short man syndrome. He was being tougher than the situation called for. He had a problem with women because he he didn't have any success with them. Uh, And and he had this like blanket dislike is a misogynist in large part as like a defensive reaction to his, his lack of success with girls. What if he just didn't have this near disability? That, that you know dirty and, and bagel boss have like what if, <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if uh, you know what if he was born into like a, a full-size body then he probably would have been a pretty normal guy i would guess like right? can you yeah. imagine like can you imagine how enraging it must be to be how how tall is he? like five feet even like that, like that right like, like he's like five feet tall and he has to go around as an adult man at five feet tall every single day just probably getting looks being roasted He's like, like when he was like, oh, these women are giggling at me. Like that was the billionth time in his life that that had happened. And he's just like, and of course, now we know that he had exploded many times leading up to that. But like, I, I can't imagine that would, I would put yourself in those shoes, those little shoes for a second. That would fucking <laughs> Put yourself in those little Oshkosh begotten. in his baby shoes. Yeah. Like, well, well, That'd be yeah. a hard one to come Put yourself in those light out. up Velcro stompers <laughs> and see how tough you are. <laughs> yeah, I would kill myself. Mm. Yeah. See, now he's wishing death on himself. Four. Ooh. Well, <laughs> well I'm. I'm wow. I wouldn't wish. I would just fucking Actually, kill myself. I if I would. Here. I'm going to keep up with the death tally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's going to be high. It's going to be high. Like, like Let's you know. See. Any sort of disfigurement or maiming Ooh. is that's a suicide. Kyle, what's the shortest you can be before you just put an end to it? Because you've said so five feet tall at, at Bagel Boss. No, I have. now are we describing a scenario in which a witch curses me and I start shrinking? No, it's like just <laughs> your natural. Or sure, sure, fuck it, yeah. Because they're different answers. Because I think if you if you've always been five foot nine, that's no big deal at all. Like like who cares? All right, now you. 
you know, you, you find a shorter girl, right? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, Kitty's cousin is a little fella. Yeah, I think he's like five foot six. And uh, I think he found um, a really tiny woman who's very beautiful. And it works because there's a nice height disparity between them. Mm -hmm. And it, it just works. She probably doesn't want some fucking six foot two tall dude, like towering, like two feet over her it probably wouldn't make any sense to her mm -hmm. so like a five foot six guy is like proportional so five foot nine if you're you know if you've always been five foot nine it's no big deal but if you magic wand shrink me down to five foot nine i'm gonna start thinking really okay how about this what? five foot eight i kill myself kyle what so that's, the cut -off. that's the cutoff let me do this <laughs> what if you went down to five ten Right, not so bad, but yeah, you I get the lift. All your muscle, so now you're like a tanky five ten. Uh, Bruce Lee, no, uh, not, not Bruce Lee's not tanky to me. You That's can't. not going to satisfy me. I will get I the mean, lifts. Uh, John Cena at five ten. I've yeah. got it. I know what will satisfy you and your partner. Every inch of height you lose, you gain one inch of penis. Well, th that's going to be murderous at some point. Like, <laughs> like, but still impressive nonetheless. Mm. You're just you get like a totally different career than the one you have now in a very similar yet also different entertainment industry. Poker in the yeah, I'll still be streaming. Poker in the throat, <laughs> even though you entered through the bottom. <laughs> You're just three foot six walking around the jump rope. He leaves the room and then his dick does three seconds later. I have a related topic, and I don't know if this is uh, okay. suicide causing for Kyle, but check this out. One of the symptoms of COVID is erectile dysfunction. I saw that. My wife is a nurse, so she saw this pretty early on, and she's like, why didn't we talk about this earlier? Like, if you if you told all the mouth breathers that it would give them erectile dysfunction, they'd be lining up for vaccines. Like... Or just just lie and say the vaccine will make your penis longer or something. Just it'd be I all take ten over. grams of Cialis every day. I don't think it'll be an issue. Yeah, I think there's nothing good. holding that erection back. I think all of us are going to be fine. We're all young yeah. men. But I think that should be abused. I think the government <laughs> should shamelessly abuse this information and pump it out to people that would uh, take it seriously. Just to get they should just rename COVID, COVID to limp dick syndrome. Yes. Oh, oh man. Imagine yeah. that if it was limp dick syndrome with a little bit of respiratory distress. Yeah. Did you guys see the COVID MAGA study? It was sort of like, I guess a study is poking fun at right wing people, but the they tried to see why that particular far right group didn't care about it. And they were able to have success by repitching the disease as like a foreign invader and like an enemy that needed to be destroyed. And the more you ham it up like Starship Trooper style, the more they would start to see COVID as an actual problem. <sighs> well, Trump was trying to call it the Chinese virus and they got on his ass about it. I remember that. The Wuhan flu. The, the, the Wuhan flu. flu. <laughs> the Kung the flu. flu. Dude, I loved bit. Kung flu. I, 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 you know, like, like a little bit of racism mixed in. If it saves, if it saves just one life. If it saves I, just one life. On that totally related note. Opinion, 
my, my wife's Asian, right? So mm-hmm. when that first started happening, everything went from perfectly normal to her being afraid to go out here. Like, oh no, really? Huge circles around her. They would fucking glare at her and make dirty faces and whisper and stuff. All right, I, I hate that. We would only go to Asian stores, which coincidentally are the cleanest, all mask and everything. Like again, it's not that it's not that way now, but like in that first couple of month or two where everybody was blaming China, she didn't go out because anywhere you go, like she would walk and everybody <gasps> just kind of look at her. With see, regret. I hate that because that's like paramount ignorance, right? As if like she has anything to do with what happened in like a Wuhan <laughs> wet market, right? Like lab, you mean? It was a virology lab, you fucking yeah. sheep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, boys. It was created right. by Pfizer, which is owned by Glaxo. I, I read that on Facebook today. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. What's Facebook is scary as fuck. Are you on that InfoWars timeline? No, I, it's I, his, like, friends. Yeah, I something. So I go to Facebook, and for it's like a paramotor website for me. But I guess that sport is filled with, like, mouth-breathing Trump supporters. And, I mean, like shit i i know some people don't like this topic but i can find a post from today that you just hold on what it's all said and done this is today three hours ago other than black lives matters burning down all kinds of buildings and cars as trump will be reelected, the gop will keep the senate and the huge pickup of seats in the house will remain and take the gavel in 2022 these are results i'm very confident will happen just wait and see you nice sayers spelling however it's, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's going wait, to be wait did he say n-e-i-g-h like the way a horse name n-y-e Is it... oh oh my god he didn't get it <laughs> <laughs> however it's going to be very ugly this country's going to be divided beyond repair that's uh so he's predicting that uh the, you know, the, the, basically the senate uh they'll win both in georgia which maybe i agree with but that part is legit the House gains, that part is legit. But the illegitimate, illegitimate part, of course, was the Trump part of the votes. And he will be reelected and he'll be our president for the next four years. You're just a Nisayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking You're just a, their opinions. a stick in the mud Nisayer. Uh, but I, I, I thought this. If we named it the Trump vaccine, which Trump wants to do, he kind of wants some credit for this. And in some ways, maybe deserves some of this credit, right? With the whole Operation Warp Speed thing. Maybe Trump supporters will be more inclined to take the Trump vaccine. Right. And what what do you lose? Trump gets credit for something like there's more important issues. That'll be that'll be good for right. Because then people will be like, if they're pro Trump, they'll be like, oh, the Trump vaccine. And if they hate Trump, they're like, finally, the Trump vaccine. Like, <laughs> oh, <I laughs> so, see. This prevents yeah, there you go. You're getting everybody on with that <laughs> marketing. That's a good idea. <laughs> vaccine, man. Uh, but I don't know if the people in that group really care about things like vaccines or science in general. So I don't know how the branding of it would make a difference. I Just like- to be fair. Both sides have people who don't believe in vaccines. Yes. Let me heal you with my energy crystals and align your chakras that'll change your vibrational frequency so the viruses just melt off of you. Yeah, that exactly. is not a Republican speaking. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, the Bay Area. It appears to me that the guys who are really, really pro-Trump, right? There's a lot of great Republicans. I, I, I probably will come off as a Republican before, too. Maybe once Biden starts pissing me off, they'll be like, remember when Woody was a liberal? Now he's all pro-gun. And, you know, I'll be like, that was always me. But anyway, um, uh, shit, shit. The, it feels like the guys who support Trump, right, are inclined to just sort of line up with any Trump position. 
They were all family values before. Now that's not important. They were anti-Russia before. Now that's not important. They were open markets before. Now they're protectionism. They are just in line with what Trump likes more so than what Republicans like. And if Trump were to be pro-vaccine, this is my vaccine, this is the Trump vaccine, I think they might line up with that. That's the hope. I think he probably will Maybe. do that because now you, that you've seen it. he doesn't like passing up opportunities to take credit for things. I don't think Trump is uh, – I think he's checked out. I don't think he's doing any work. I think uh, I don't think he's really doing anything at all. I think he knows he's lost. I think he's just uh, trying to figure out how to make the next month as um, non-embarrassing as possible, mitigate his losses, and poten- potentially putting his ducks in the row to protect his friends and family legally and financially. And getting the I'm apprentice. A little, I'm, I'm, I'm adjacent to that. I think Trump is in business mode again. You know, he's raised $200 million for his legal defense fund, and he's spent $8 million, eight point something. He mm-hmm. is making money, and he is going to make money for the next four years. You can call it a re-election campaign if you like, but he is going to make money. I don't even know if he runs, but he will make money for the next Not four only will years. he run, he will win. He might. You know, like... Uh, uh, Want to bet? No. Little little four-year bet here? I choose bets that I might win. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I want to back up a little bit. Woody, you said something that really uh, struck a point with me that people that are not Republicans, not conservatives, there's good reasons to have those beliefs. I live in Texas. I'm in some capacity part of that. Uh, But the hardcore Trumpers have replaced all of their personal values, all of their philosophical beliefs with loyalty. You are your value and your goodness or righteousness is on the spectrum of loyalty to the president. I've got a personal story about this. We're going to get a little bit dark. So hold on. Uh, It was something uh, we mentioned a little bit beforehand. I was on the receiving end of a really, really bad and kind of violent harassment campaign this year. Uh, I had to do a fan meetup and it was a big public event that I I guess I could have canceled, but I didn't want to because it felt like that's like letting the bad guys win. I'm going to do it anyway. I had uh, off duty police. I had bodyguards. I had plainclothes bodyguards. It was bad. There were like serious threats coming in. And I didn't feel super comfortable, so I wanted to call some members of my family and tell them what I was going to do. And I was going to tell them goodbye just in case things went really tits up. Like, imagine calling your parents and say, hey, what I'm doing is important to me, but I might get hurt really bad, right? And my parents, they're older, some other relatives too. They're boomery. They don't quite get this internet speak. And I'm like, how do I phrase this in a way that they will understand it? Like, how, like the threat of, you know, anonymous people online. And a little bit of it was political, because in my situation, when I would shit talk the president, my particular harassment would get worse because the people were loosely associated with that group. And I thought, aha, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, well, uh, it's it's just like that thing you see on TV about getting brigaded on the Internet by angry Trumpers, right? Because it's just something their brain can latch on to. After I said how dangerous and goodbye and I explained it a little bit, it was a complete breakdown in the conversation, like immediate stop. No. No, my people would not do this. Trumpers would never do this. It has to be Democrats in disguise. You have to apologize to the president right now. And I'm like on the phone, like I could be dead in 12 hours. And they're like, I'm not going to talk to you if you don't apologize to the president. Like, is he listening? (laughs) They think they have have a line to him. I I don't know. But it was a total it was for me, it was like a serious deal. And to be fair, it really wasn't like Trumpers making the threat, but it was the best analogy I could make. And the very moment I said that, uh, some of my closest family just turned on me in a fucking instant. It did the, like the, the loyalty is that deep. It was one of the scariest things that I have seen or experienced in a long time to see somebody just 
on a dime, like turn over their own children. Are you doing uh, better with family members now? With what? With family, family members now. <sighs> I've learned to be patient. Yeah, it's, I... It's hard to have a normal conversation, though, sometimes. I used to talk Just politics with my parents, you know, like on a lot of our calls. Now, mm-hmm. I, I think both sides actively dodge it. You know, like it... it Things come up that are like politics adjacent and I, it's just don't touch the third rail, man, you know, because we're not going to line up. We're, like it, yeah. It, it's like it's not it's worth the grief. Let's keep the relationship up. better. It's not a cute disagreement anymore, is it? Uh, we still love each other. Like that. that's not I, I think we lo- we've, we're more loyal to each other than we are our, our political beliefs. But it's well, my father, for example, said that um, Trump is a born again Christian. Who perhaps was bad in his earlier days, but now he has accepted God into his soul, and he's a new person compared to the one that he was back way back. It doesn't make any sense at all. His all of his kids like, or like Ivanka converted to Judaism. Like his grandkids are Jewish. Like he's a born again Christian. This is a level of uh, Christianity that I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm ignorant here. But uh, but that's what he says. He says, you know, like he knows that he understands it, maybe even on a personal level, has like some feelings of, of you know, accepting God later into your life. And that's what Trump did. And uh, I'm just like, man, you are projecting like your favorite attributes of a person onto him. But oh, that's yeah. not what coming from inside him. That's coming from inside my father. Dude, I bet you could count like genuinely religious, like truly heart of heart. I believe this politicians on two hands like. Like, Rick Santorum? Really? like how many of them do you really think believe like Mike Pence gives off that he really believes that shit I would believe that Mike Pence like when he goes home he really is praying before dinner but like Lindsey Graham these guys you think they're really no you think they believe any of that no like the dude in Hungary that got arrested does. in the 25 man orgy I had that written that down. Yeah, great. <laughs> dude, a twenty-five man orgy. You don't kick off your gay career with a twenty-five man orgy. You don't tell me no. what to do. I'm, I'm saying that this was no, this was like his, this was his sugar bowl. You know, this was, <laughs> this was a big thing for the, for the month, and it just gets ruined. Poor guy. He just wanted to have some gay sex. I feel like in the '80s. A gay person was, you know, like had a lisp, really effeminate, limp-wristed, uh, maybe clothes, earring in the wrong ear. Now. A gay guy is someone who passes anti-gay legislation. Someone who is really against gay people. That's how I. That's that's the new gay vibe to me. That's well, it's kind of always been that way, though. It's just now with social media and stuff, it floats more to the surface. I guess so. But Woody, can I? Uh, so I told Dirty um, that you know he's going to call out time. on the show. He better be ready for this. And uh, he said, uh, "Good." I still bet he backs out, though. I said, you realize he won't box you right. He's going to fuck you up, man. He says, laugh my ass off. I'm going to pack on 15 pounds of muscle in the next three months. If he packs on 15 pounds pounds of muscle, he will be 60 pounds shy of me. (laughs) He says, I'm going to pack on 15 pounds of muscle in the next three months. Impossible. With two months of classes, unless Woody starts prepping, he doesn't stand a chance. I reply... He will not stand with you. He will take you down and he will break you. (laughs) Dirty says, 155 pounds of pure muscle in my frame. (laughs) Good luck to anyone against this physique. (laughs) I said, said, laugh out loud. Now I know you're trolling. He says, okay, man, everyone is doubting this, 
but I'm giving up my Diet Pepsi, man. This is for real. <laughs> Woody, bring a waiver. You're gonna need a, you're gonna need a nice little waiver for this this guy to sign. <laughs> Dirty's We're not showing lose, up. He'll lose fifty dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. his, it'll keep debiting his That's card. <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. Get all these fifty dollar patrons, beat them into a coma, and you just farm them. You just it's like Matrix. Money. Like yeah. a very inefficient matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess he's trolling. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'm whatever. Like it, so if people don't know, I was like, all right, Dirty, you can come to my front yard. And he said, no. He turned that offer down. I, if you, my, I have a really big front yard. And um, I, he didn't want to do that. He said it was too far to drive. He wants to fight me at Lake Hartwell, which is a place where I go. I do this paragliding training, acro stuff, which yeah. I guess is closer to him. Really close. So uh, that implies to me it might be a troll because if it was the front yard thing, then it would just happen, right? At the, I could just be like, where were you last weekend? Like, I think that might continue on. I don't know. I don't know. God, I, I hope happen. it happens and you beat him up. That'd be pretty funny. I want to see that too. I want to see because <laughs> I'll be just like scrolling through my timeline and see some tweet with like 8,000 retweets of you just elbowing this random person in the face. And then all these people oh, like, yeah. I can't believe content creators are doing this. They're just <laughs> This is the new 2021. <laughs> this is the thing that gets the show ruined. Just beating up dirty. <laughs> That's how the show ends. How old is this dude? He's young-ish. I mean, uh, 21. Old enough to consent to a beating? Perfect. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely like a full-fledged adult. Uh, yeah, well... We're, we're talking to a 12, mm. about a 12-year-old this whole time. Just to, <laughs> no, you know, that, I, just I don't know, 12, 13, little punk? Granted, he's a big 12-year-old. <laughs> old enough to talk shit. YouTubers. <laughs> he's uh, big for his age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fight off to next year so we can get a few more inches height. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He must have put it on 13-year-old. He will hit soon. Really early. Uh, like, oh no, no, Woody's like, this was a pre-puberty fight. We all agreed. This is <laughs> absolute bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. He just keeps poking at me. I don't know. It's up to him. It would be a. It would be a grave error. Uh, no, it'll be what it'll be. <laughs> so, I hope it happens. That'd be that'd be really fun. Hey, maybe we could video it and uh, make it some sort of a patron exclusive, <laughs> like video content. <laughs> pay per view. Um, I watch the pay per view when you can watch the GIF. Oh damn! Yeah, that's about right. We're gonna get gift. I saw go. that in uh, minutes. In minutes. So I keep talking about all the um, stuff Disney is doing on Disney Plus and all the series mm. that are to come. Uh, I know that Luke Skywalker is going to be in next uh, season of The Mandalorian. Played um, by somebody new. The guy, uh, yeah, a young guy, because he's supposed to be like just post-episode six Luke Skywalker. So young Luke Skywalker, so is, right after he kills Darth Vader. Or he doesn't kill yeah. right after Darth Vader dies. Um, I'm waiting on you to process. I am. So Obi-Wan kills Darth... No, Obi-Wan kills... Anakin, Darth Maul, I guess, and then Anakin no, becomes did not Darth die. Vader. No, that is a, all right. You're a little mixed up. Help okay, me. so Luke Skywalker faces off with Darth Vader at the end of Episode Six. Are you sure and, it's not uh, three? 
Help me. Episode I, one is when we we have little Anakin, the little tiny boy, who's oh, going to be Darth Vader. It's the third yes. movie, which is episode six. Okay, it's ta- uh, this is tricky. Carry on. Yeah, I know it is. I know it is. I had to think a little before I, I, I phrased this. But anyway, young Luke Skywalker, thir- 25-year-old Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian's next season. The guy that got to play him um, looks a lot like him. Um, Sounds great to me. All on board. It's uh, um, trying to find what his I name is. I haven't quite caught up to where you guys are, but my understanding is they're pulling in a lot of stuff from the Rebels animated series. Yeah, yeah, they they are. I don't want to give anything away because I know you're not not quite there yet. So yeah, they'll have Luke Skywalker next uh, next uh, season. They're gonna do a Mace Windu uh, uh, whole TV show on uh, on Disney Plus. Well, where they're gonna Jackson. They're going to film it like The Godfather, where they go back and forth in time. Uh, okay. And so you're going to have actual Sam Jackson um, playing like the old version, and you're going to have Michael B. Jordan playing the, the young version of, of Mace Windu, right? And it's going to focus on, uh, I guess he survived that fight that he had with the Emperor, and he like, you know, when, when he got his hand cut off by Anakin Skywalker. And uh, I guess he's going to go on to... Um, uh, like, like get the fallen Jedi together and kind of hide out while Darth Vader is kind of roaming the galaxy searching for them. So that's going to be its own TV show. And uh, I won't spoil what the other TV shows are because they kind of have something to do with the episodes you haven't watched yet. But yeah, lots of projects going on over there. Oh, and then I, somehow I missed this. It came out October 31st. But the uh, the the teaser for the uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show with, uh, with Ewan McGregor looked great. Sebastian Stan looks to That's be the it. next Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, and I saw, oh, maybe I'll show everyone a picture of him. He, uh, oh he looked good to me. Yeah, it looks a lot like him. Uh, <laughs> here. More handsome, for sure. He doesn't have that mole. They kind of did him right there. Yeah, right? Oh, wow, that is really close. Dang. Yeah, plenty close enough. Yeah, it's believable. That was really good casting. Holy crap. I am impressed. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just a filter change at first. I like this picture a little better. It kind of shows the whole thing. But yeah. Okay. Nails it. Right? Oh, and guess who's going to... And they're going to bring Hayden Christensen back to play Darth Vader. No. Yeah. Yeah. And all the properties. Acting. Well, they need someone to play Darth Vader. And Hayden Christensen is out. alive. They should so, do it like before where money. he's just the guy in the costume and someone else does the voice. <laughs> I, I think it'll be the op. Oh, that would be funny. That would be funny. If he, he's just like, I'm here, boys. Where do we do the uh, the voiceover and stuff? Um, so you're going to be in the suit. Uh, Hayden, <laughs> we, we got James Earl Jones back. He's going to he's uh, going to do the voice. Um, yikes, that'd be embarrassing. But yeah, I don't know. Who- sound better than the movies. I was talking to my wife just today saying that. I kind of in my head want to pretend that the newer sequels didn't happen and just the Mandalorian is the real sequel. Because one thing that's depressing is knowing in the canonical timeline, pretty much everything that we're seeing with the Mandalorian and these other shows has to totally wrap up and then morph into whatever the movies were. Yep. I hated those movies. I, I, I hated them. So I hated I, I like The Force Awakens. I was on board with that one. The rest of them was like a 
just a downhill train wreck. I I <sighs> agree, and and but I feel like you you phrase it so well. I liked the Force Awakens. I didn't love it. It wasn't the cultural icon everyone wanted it to be. It's not going to like define Western civilization like Star Wars no. did, but it was good. I thought it was a good movie. The next one, not quite as good. The third one, I forget the name of it, but it took me a couple times to stay awake through it and to see it until the end. Revenge of the Sith? Jedi? That's not a good The fact fight. that none of us know the title is very telling. Yeah. I didn't you watch were... it. I refused. There you, was... you didn't miss much, man. You really you did. did too. There was one, one scene um, in there at... Without spoiling it, it's a sky fight in space where the spaceships shoot each other that I liked a lot. But yeah. um, but by and large, it wasn't a good movie. I don't understand, Taylor, how you draw this, not even thin line, you just paint this big broad line between <laughs> fantasy and science fiction and one is nerdy shit and the other you're like a philosopher over there with a fucking <laughs> pipe fucking sitting in a, in a room that smells of leather-bound books just, <laughs> yes, yes, you see... <laughs> the dwarves had to go to Minas Morgul. Yes, yes, I know it's... Well, the dwarves wouldn't have gone to Minas Morgul. But out of their way, but <laughs> they had to retrieve a sword, an elven blade, and though they hated to touch it, <laughs> it was required for the task at hand. Meanwhile, we're over here like, yeah, so Luke Skywalker's coming back, and you're like, nerds. <laughs> What's he got, like a laser sword or something? Everybody knows the cool guys like fantasy. They like the <laughs> They like they the like cool the guys. futuristic world where they still have regular swords. You guys like your crazy future or past worlds where you have special swords, and that's what it really comes down to: is the kind of sword being used, right? Ah, yeah. Not well, really. It's not, that I, it's not that I fucking hate Star Wars or anything. It's just it it does it never sucked me in when I was little. I did like the original, the first three, not the like not the two thousand ones, the ones that like in the late seventies that came out. I liked those a lot. And you know, then as those other ones, like the pod racing one I liked, cause I was young enough at the time to have liked that. And then ever since then, like when these new ones came out, it was like, huh, I haven't given star Wars any thought in so many years. I just, I don't really care what's going on with these characters anymore. Yeah. But you I'm like not talking about star Wars. You sci-fi in general, not fantasy, but like cyberpunky, futury, spacey. I've been trying to find more, sci-fi stuff to watch to broaden that horizon a little bit like mostly movies but um like terminator 2 i did watch that finally kyle it was very good that's sci-fi-ish i saw the (laughs) long gap between terminator 1 and terminator 2 sightings for me or viewings but um yeah i'll I'll watch more science fiction stuff i'll give it a go i'll try have you seen alien ever have you ever seen alien and aliens. Yeah, we talked about okay. that. Okay. All right. Nailed yeah. it. Okay. Blade Runner, maybe. Blade Runner's a big one. You know He's not going to like Blade Runner. I it's haven't too, seen it's Blade too slow. I like um, Oh, does he not like Riddick big brain stuff? We need to be stone fed as pot. <laughs> no, I like, I like any kind of. Oh, he won't okay. Like. Uh, got, I don't know how many of you are into this. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, the anime. That is just amazing sci fi, beautiful, smart brain plot stuff. A little bit slow and a little bit philosophical, but amazing all the same. I don't. I, I never give an anime a Taylor, try. I'm right. You better be careful with that. Ninety nine percent of anime is garbage, and about one percent is is really good. Oh, so it's like regular TV. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But you, but you know, with with anime, you have the people that just love every anime arbitrarily because they're infatuated with it for some reason. It's that's not really the case. I, look, I've been in quarantine. I've been in strict quarantine for eleven months. I've torn through some country crunchy roll. Not all anime is good. Dude, not by a long shot. I, I have seen this, Woody. I've seen Riddick. Oh, did you like it? Would it? Would my suggestion have been good? 
Uh, I don't remember a lot about it, but I also don't remember disliking it. So it must have been one that just fell into the the chasm of things I've seen. You know, Pitch Black Man. I liked it. Pitch Black. So it came before Riddick. It was the original. Yeah. Oh, ah, so Pitch Black might be the one I wanted him to see. Man. Did, I thought it was good. I like it too. Well, I like I'll try this one. Sure. I, look, it, it's 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 uh, what's his fucking name? What's Vin that Diesel. awful actor's name? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> what what his real name is? That I, fucking Peter Somerset or some shit. <laughs> no that can't Peter's be his real name. Vin. Like, what's your name? Vin. Mark Sinclair. Vin. Mark, Mark Sinclair. Sinclair. I was so close. Dude, I just, I'm not, he's supposed to be this like super tough guy, maybe even like so masculine, a bit of a sex, sex symbol. I don't see it. I, I've never looked at him and thought like, man, I, I wish I looked like that. All the chicks would dig me. Looks like Earthworm Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, this isn't his best picture. All right, let's let us let us just okay, be okay. Uh, let, let's go to like this. Go to Fast I, and the Furious one. Let, let's show us like that, that version Vin of Vin Diesel. Diesel's pretty good looking. He's pretty jacked there. Or from Knock Around Guys. Now, Knock Around Guys is great. Knock Around Guys. I think I remember him wearing a lot in that. Like, but I did like his character. That five hundred speech. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's. It's great. It's re- it might be one of the best tough guy speeches I can recall. It's really good. I show that to people all the time. It, it, it that is a great tough. And you know who else? I like the anti tough guy speeches. That um, who's the good looking blonde from t- uh, Top Gun who was in uh, Val, Kilmer. Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer gave these like anti tough guy speeches. You know, like you ain't no Daisy or I'll be your Huckleberry. And uh, it's like I don't know something about that just seems tough too. And it opposite way okay here we go here we go how about this this is a much younger vin diesel according okay. to google let's trying to find this particular image okay, wow. vin diesel like, before he had any big acting roles look at that bulge <laughs> God, there, you're right. maybe that's the key to his success his face doesn't look like it belong doesn't that look like somebody dragged and dropped his face on there Actually, no it looks no. like somebody's to drag and drop that you hair can, off you can of see him. the transition because um like you can here, I'll find another picture. So this person doesn't even look like Vin Diesel to me. I don't see his face in it. I, I it, but that guy's body is good. Ooh, all right. Is that an animated version of Vin Diesel? In the- <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel, the animated series. What would Vin Diesel look like if his parents were different? Uh, <laughs> um, the Jean Claude series on Amazon, where he plays a secret agent, and it's like. He plays Jean-Claude Van Damme and Jean-Claude Van Damme has been a special agent his whole life. And they funded and helped like disguise his trips around the world as filming. And they would spend no money on the movies, So his movies were always shitty, but he would always manage to save the world, but not get credit for it. I haven't watched this, but it's tempting and I'm stuck at home. So why are you so stuck at home? Can you say Hmm? Uh, you said Um, you've been in strict quarantine for 11 months? Because I'm in I'm in the big city in Texas and people are fucking wilding out here with no mask and stuff and Corona and I'm not about to get that. I no, number one I don't want to get it. I don't want to spread it to other people. Um, there are places that I in my city and I'm I'm in Dallas, right? I'm in North Dallas, a suburb which is a probably more liberal, nicer, wealthier area. And there are businesses that you probably shouldn't visit if you wear to wear a mask. You'll at the very least get dirty looks if not refuse service. Like there are. And as you get you get outside the city like a fucking so little bit. They refuse service for wearing a mask. No, for yeah. not wearing, for not like, wearing a mask. I've been made very unwelcome for wearing way. mask at a few 
places. They did not oh. officially turn me away, but they made it very clear that I probably just shouldn't be coming back. They just what? like even like I would like walk in. It's like the Western scene, and all the customers just stare at you. So I mean, te- Texas is not in a great spot for for the Rona at all. So uh, Georgia is not like that. What kind of businesses no. are you walking into? Like like a Burger Trump, King? Everybody's mad. And stuff. Yeah. But no, the business, like some businesses here are very professional. For example, there's a taco shop that I love. As soon as Corona hit, it shut down completely for three or four days, maybe a week, and then reopened with a fake front that's like a distribution center. And it's basically online or call-in orders only. And you just walk by and pick up your tacos in like 10 seconds and they're cranking them out, making money. And then other places have tried everything you can imagine to avoid the mass guidelines and just still seat people and cut every corner and hope nobody notices. And I don't know, it's bad. So I've, I've been sitting in my house to hold, I've been out uh, like twice the whole time. Uh, well, I have to, you have to go out to live in the world, but I mean, go out for my own amusement, someplace I want to go twice in the last 11 months. Huh. Uh, this is going to be just bad, especially for young kids and stuff. Yeah. Like not being able to socialize like that's, that's really bad news. We're not meant to live like this. Like we're. How are, you, how are you guys? Are you guys doing the same? Or are you just back to normal living? Or no, I don't. Everybody's I, back to normal here. Is that me? I wear a mask. Yeah. I wear a mask if I go uh, if I go somewhere, and I try to go as few places as possible. I really only go places that I absolutely have to go. Same. Yeah, I just follow the mask guidelines when I'm out. Which follow- it seems like like when I hear the stories of like of, of that what you said like that's so distant from the way it, I'm in I'm in Missouri, so it's not like you know it's not a big city living. <laughs> yeah, big shady living, and like everybody's wearing a mask. Like my my deep South grandparents wear the mask. Like when we go around out there, like we went to dinner with them. Like it was like seven months ago at the time or something. Like some little tiny place near them. The the other old people in there had their mask on or whatever. Like they, I, I it is rare to see somebody without a mask. So, for example, not where I'm at now, but in my hometown, a lot of the businesses have kind of reopened and not the normal ones, but we're talking like strip clubs and bars and little like cheapo underground casinos. And I'm not going to go naming names because I'll get in some shit here, but basically they worked out some kind of deal with the sheriffs. And I think the deal is a little cut of the profits where they operate business as normal and it's never enforced. And some of the people that I know still live there just love it. And they're like, it feels like freedom to me. And I'm like, y'all about to get sick. So... Maybe because that's where the politicians like to hang out, the strip club. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, I got to keep that Imagine up. socially distant stripping. <laughs> I'm uh, following the mask <laughs> guidelines. I don't go many places. I am go- My friend rented a beach house, and uh, it's just he and his wife, and he has extra space. This is uh, – it might be the nicest home I've ever been in in my life. It is next level. I think the guest house on this place is better than my house. Yeah. It, wow. Yeah, it's like crazy. I uh, I don't want to dox us for this weekend, but um, I was it, it, the real estate listing had like twenty a hundred pictures or something like that, and uh, I'm kind of excited to go there. This is it'll be fun. Uh, it's outrageous. No. Well, anyway, so I'm going there, but I we probably socially distance inside this place. What's your guys' prediction <laughs> to when? Yeah, you probably could if it's that big. <laughs> What's your guys' you get it for, when, for when they say no more masks? As soon as I get the vaccine, nobody can tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm um, in the same boat as you are. If I've got the vaccine, I shouldn't even be contagious, really, right? Hopefully, I'm right. I'm the, all the all the Reddit scientists are going to tear me a new asshole for that. But I, I don't care if I'm, I'm contagious or not, as long as I'm not going to get it. I don't care if all of you get it, and I literally mean you three. 
If you okay. <laughs> if you're vaccinated, then Dick. you are not a danger to us. I think. I think. I'm not sure. Unless they give you a hot dose and then you're hyped. Keep thinking that. I'm happy as long as you're happy. Mm -hmm. but I just want the vaccine as soon as possible. Taylor has said he is completely anti-vax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Drifter, the other house is the guest house. Totally. That guest house doesn't, it looks like a primary house. So wait, Did you Taylor, change your mind, Taylor? I don't know. Broadly, are you really like anti-vax? Like you're just, you, you, you believe viruses no. aren't real and stuff? No. No, Kyle was fucking around. I was saying you said that. You said you said you wouldn't take the vaccine. When I said I will not take the vaccine over my dead body. That was a lot of context there. You know about what? Well, uh, I mean, to be fair, I would be backpedaling now. I see. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We remember the conversation exactly the same. You fucking liar. Someone else has had a conversation with you in private. It would seem. Um, okay. uh, yeah, it was Kyle. No, I was. Uh, they were. I think the conversation was like, "Are you going to quickly get the vaccine or not?" And Kyle and Woody were like, "I'm going to be first in line. I want to get it." And I was like, "Hell no! Like, I'm going to let some some other people go. They can get it." Like, and I'm not one of those people who are like, "Oh, it's in, there's nefarious or anything behind it." It's just. And I'm vaccinated for other stuff. It's just like they're ha they haven't done any long term testing on things like fertility. And just it, it's so I saw that, that old lady in the UK already got it, so it's tested. Oh, totally. okay. one old lady. <laughs> now, Taylor, oh, I, I hope that it sterilizes you. Exactly. It works perfectly, and everything's I'm, fine, and we can go back to fucking normal. If it, Dude, we're not going back to normal, there's going to be a huge chunk of Americans that will never take the COVID vaccine because they're afraid of some various thing about it, and. What Corona has done has completely buttfucked the entire American psyche for I have no idea how, how long. I don't even think when the vaccine rolled this time next year, we're not going to be back to normal, normal. Things are still going to be weird. But when you're vaccinated, your life goes to normal. I like that it's an opt in. Would you like to be immune from this problem? You can be. Well, you're immune to your getting sick. You're not immune to economic problems. You're not immune yeah. to other people hogging hospital beds. You're not immune to weird anti-science stuff that they try to legislate sometimes. Like you saw in Florida, uh, they fired the lady because she wouldn't put in fake numbers in the database. And then when she made her own database, that federal aid or no, it's like state agents raid her house. Like, yes, I, I mean, they're basically trying to legislate truth there or enforce it like very Orwellian in a lot of ways. Like we're not going back to normal real quick. And then nobody well, wants to take responsibility right. either. Yeah, no, I don't care. Though. I just want the shot. I don't care what you what y'all do. I don't care about any uh, any legislation or, <laughs> or what. You'll get a shot. It will be like fifty dollar mm -hmm. flights anywhere in the world. There'll oh. be nobody there. We go to Dubai for like twenty three dollars and tip them in pennies because their economy's crashing without tourism. All right, all right, all right. Oh, There's some good things. Yeah. God, if I could just <laughs> if, if I could get off of probation at the exact same time I get my injection, I'm gonna be so happy. Twenty twenty one might be a great so. year. Well, I know you happen? love this What's question. Update? Any updates on that? No, no, no updates. So, um, Drifter, the the situation is uh, uh, I got two years of probation, so it technically ends uh, next October. But after you've done fifty percent, you can kind of apply to like get out of it for like good behavior. Uh -huh. And so I've been working on that since October. Um, and when, when I say I, I've been paying a lawyer to work on that since October. So <laughs> when I know something, y'all will know something. You've swept under the rug. You need the lawyer to help hide. What? <laughs> <laughs> he said criminal master plans you have. No, 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 no <laughs> criminal, no, no criminal plans of any kind. Master, master or 
Otherwise, no. We're calling it Operation Insult to Injury. I flee <laughs> on my last day to Colorado. Imagine <laughs> you, like, uh, you jaywalk and like a fan recognizes you and takes a picture and like tries to send it to your parole officer or something. I stay out of trouble. I don't do anything like like someone was offering me um, some like uh, some torrented movies uh, yesterday, and I was like. Nah, dude, I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. You just log into this account. You got. I, I got. I got everything. You want. You want this? I already got it. And I was, was it like, by chance my guy or a whole new guy? Did he say he was my guy? No, whole new guy. Whole okay. new guy. Um, I mean, there's just um, a couple of fifty dollar patron feds trying to catch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, nah, man. Your- I'm, uh, I'm I'm watching my P's and Q's over here. I'm you know no 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 infringement whatsoever. I was no, like no legal movies. I wanted to watch the latest Mandalorian. I'm like, oh, I'll tap up my guy. And I'm like, wait a minute, I paid for this. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it on Disney Plus. So. Apparently, HBO Max only has eight and a half million subscribers worldwide. Yeah. That That's might- it. Do you want to talk about their whole like new theatrical plan for next year to pump up their sub numbers? They pissed everyone is pissed uh everyone involved with those movies because of the compensation that they're going to get for you know their movies going there are pissed like like everybody from christopher Nolan. christopher nolan's quote was vicious it was like it was he was talking about like how all these people had no idea that their their all their hard work was going to end up on the worst streaming service in the world (laughs) like it's i but but as a consumer fuck them I like, see like I don't care. I've got it. I said I, some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. Warner Brothers had an incredible machine for getting a filmmaker's work out everywhere, both in theaters and in the home, and they are dismantling it as we speak. They don't even understand what they're losing. Their decision makes no economic sense, and even the most casual Wall Street investor can see the difference between disruption and dysfunction. So yeah, yeah he's pretty much to not be happy with it. So it's corporate that, group, thing. they invested so much in HBO Max. It has a fraction of the amount of subscribers as all these servers, other services that it's supposed to compete with, right? So they're like, hmm, how do we pump our numbers here? And they they thought that they could just put their big movies on there and people would sub, but they're shafting all their filmmakers. So I, I don't. Some of the filmmakers probably would have been okay making a streaming movie on a lower budget, but like, was it Aronofsky, his name, made Dune for this big theatrical art film release? And it's going to be people watch, and they're just going to straight to streaming. There'll be no hype, no critical yeah. reviews. Let me be devil's they- advocate here, right? It used to be people bought CDs, right? You know, old school CDs, they put them in their car, whatever. And people would spend probably $60, $40 to $60 a year on cds and then that became an old thing that got replaced by itunes and eventually spotify now people have 120 dollars music budgets you know people spend ten dollars a month on uh, a spotify or in my case 20 for a family plan people spend more on music because of a streaming service than they did back in the cd realm flipping back to the movies Christopher Nolan's all upset that people aren't going to buy his movie individually by going to the theater, but he might find that the entire movie industry is buoyed by this, is raised as people jump into streaming services like HBO Max, and now people who previously spent $40 a year on CDs or movies now spend $120 or $240 a year on the streaming version of it instead. It could 
fix I agree with you in that sense, but it's still unfair to the artist. If Christopher Nolan knew he was making an HBO Max movie, he'd probably be fine with that, but he had very different expectations for his film. He also wouldn't make an HBO Max movie. Yeah, well, we know that, but, you know, fantasy land here. They, yeah. <laughs> if it were up to him, his movies would only be shown in 70 millimeter. <laughs> or well, or maybe head. he'd make it and he'd just redo the, do the contract in a different way, right? Looping back to the beginning, uh, I know you hate Keanu and think he's a terrible person, uh, but <laughs> Bill and Excellent Adventure was one of the first big profitable movies that came out on streaming. They financed it primarily independently, so it was pretty cheap. They released it. It made like $40 million in streaming revenue, so Keanu and Alex Winter were super happy with that. That sounds great, but they... No they, one was as happy as Alex Winter. Let's no. be real. Like, <laughs> Keanu was... Keanu went, cool. And Alex, went, Alex Winter threw a fucking party, all right? Everybody was invited. Like, like So Alex like Winter, I guess, is the other one? <laughs> He's yeah, which illustrates yeah. your point. I get it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. If uh, this guy aged, I don't, know, I don't know what his share. Of, well, I mean, shit. Keanu didn't age that well either. Everybody's like, "Oh, look at Keanu. He's immortal." And it's like, is he though? Right. Right. We watched him for a watch party on Johnny Mnemonic, and the aging is pretty noticeable from that film. Yeah. Am I the only one that thinks Keanu's hair does not flatter him? His hair and that beard he's trying to grow. Yeah, you're alone there. Really? I like the beard and the hair. Yeah, I think both look great. Definitely look, it's not alone. it's it's not a traditional beard, but it looks good on him. Why don't you box Keanu? That'd be amazing. <laughs> He'd probably lose though. Like, that guy's trained. I certainly don't want to shoot against him. Jesus, Keanu, I'm gonna break your orbital bones. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm look, gonna put you, and then I'm gonna do whatever I want to you. You Keanu. box him. <laughs> why has it got to be me all the time? Drifter versus Keanu, deathmatch. Let's go. You're the tough guy here. You're the one always calling out fans. I mean, I, poor Dirty was just over there drinking Diet Pepsi, mind his own business. And what is the opposite of true? I don't like shoes and stuff. And you just like started Dirty. What he's been picking on Dirty for weeks. That Dirty message. Dirty didn't even say anything. That is that's so not. I'm like it's sort of the opposite. That's yeah, why I'm saying. I know. Like the I, I I like the message you couldn't find to scroll up for or whatever. How like I'm dead serious. I'm. Dead doing this i'm doing that like i'm like where is this coming from i haven't spoken to the guy in quite some time like since the hangout a week ago you instigated most of this yeah. a long time a week ago hmm. and kyle has not been all night giving drifter false information about it. <laughs> <laughs> only as much as possible yeah, only as much as i possibly can yeah wait uh, kyle, I, have I, you been provoking him provoking who dirty dirty no, no, he's doing this of his own volition. I like, like I'm being 100% straight, straight up and honest here. Like, like I just like peeped onto Discord last night to see what the boys have been up to, and it's just like him calling you out. And I'm just like, what is he doing? Yeah. What is he? I wish I could find exactly what he said. I, and no matter how much every other person in the call will be like, Woody is gonna beat the shit out of you, you fucking retard. He's just no. I'm going to kick his ass. And and we were talking, I was playing, he was in the same call last night. I was playing someone else in uh, magic, the gathering. And he was talking about how serious he is. I'm like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm a hundred percent serious. I start training next week. And it was like, wait, you, you, you're a hundred percent serious. And like, this will be the first time you've ever picked up or put on a glove or done any kind of fighting. It's like, you give yourself a year and you're still not going to win. I remember when I started, uh, no one knew joined after me, right? So, like, I joined this gym. We, it was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu I'm talking about. And uh, 
I didn't win a role for like nine months. Everybody kicked my ass nonstop because there was no one newer. Like I was just, I joined and then I was the last guy to join for a while. And, uh, Dirty, welcome to the show, baby. You were about to get your ass kicked. You will have entered like the the field with me, having never won. I have his I have his full quote here of what he okay. said last night. This is this is twelve thirty eight in the morning, late last night at Woody's Gamer Tag. Right. This is dirty, all caps. <laughs> Everyone is having doubt about me being serious about us boxing, and I want to make it clear for the record that I am being dead serious. I have already started weight training, more of the same, and started boxing classes. I am ordering 12-ounce gloves and some more training equipment. Also, to show you how serious I am, I wanted to let you know I am putting a pause on my Diet Pepsi consumption <laughs> and going water only until the fight. <laughs> Me too, I That's guess. That's pretty serious for him because he drinks... Yeah, to keep in mind, Diet Pepsi is a big part of his identity. <laughs> Giving up his core identity for you. This is dirty, right? This is a picture. That's a picture of dirty. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's a lean, mean (laughs) fighting machine. Yeah. (laughs) He looks like he's he's tooling up to go make toys for the big man. (laughs) (laughs) He's ours. The muskrat from Ice Age. Very stoned in this picture. Those aren't Christmas uh, trees down there. Those are some other leaves. Look at those eyes. He's barely able to focus on the camera. Why is he calling me out constantly? Like what? Because he thinks he can fuck you up. I think he thinks that you're going to fight him and like beat him a little bit. And it's going to be cute and funny. And he's going to be the center of attention for a few minutes. And there'll be like videos. But what's going to happen is he's going to fight you and start losing. Like, yes, he's going according to plan. Woody's beating me up. This is going to be a great video. And then it's just going to go blank. And he's going to wake up like three weeks later in a hospital with some teeth missing. Doctors saying, hey, man, we have some bad news. Uh, We don't know if you'll ever be continent again. (laughs) He's doing it wrong, right? Like if he wanted to fight and not get hurt, he could ask for that. I'd do it. Like, it's fine. But he's like attempted bullying me. What if it's a suicide attempt then? What if he doesn't have any reason to keep living and he wants to go out with a fucking bang? He wants you to put him down. If he's counting on my kindness, then he's just approaching it incorrectly. Uh, it, he, dude, what what are you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. But this is my tormentor. I'm showing his picture on the thing. And uh, this is the man that's been picking on Woody guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I don't think he grow a beard. Looking at this picture, I th- I see like a hint of peach fuzz on his upper lip. What did you say, Drifter? The people that can't grow beards. Okay. I'm on a week of no shave over here. Are you? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I... Can't grow beards. I found out. Oh God! Since the last time on the show, I found out I don't have any testosterone. Oh, oh no! None. Like Zero? okay, so it was actually not that long after the last appearance on the show, I started going crazy, like cuckoo bananas crazy. Okay. I would go a week without sleeping. I would be hyper aggressive, paranoid. Uh, I had all sorts of weird behavioral problems that I barely just kept my shit together good enough to make a stream every day and make everybody think I was normal. I decided something's wrong. So I went to the doctor and we did the diagnosis and stuff. And I thought that they were going to tell me that I had bipolar disorder, you know, manic and uh, depressive or whatever, because I had all the symptoms were there. 
And uh, a friend of mine, J-Hub, told me, hey, man, check your testosterone just in case. And I told the doctor and I wanted some lab work. I wanted to make sure I didn't have like a brain tumor or something that's driving me crazy. And the testosterone, the doctor's like, well, that's really weird because the low test usually results in, uh, for the brevity of this show, beta male type symptoms, uh, you, you, you know, lower muscle mass, smaller body, really passive, low sex drive. I was the opposite. I was like, Mr. Energy, go all the time. Couldn't keep my dick in my pants, want to fight constantly. And uh, I did it and I found out that I had the testosterone of a 90 year old man. Like I had like wow. single digit testosterone numbers and my entire system was totally out of balance. You know what they were? Your it was like it's like somewhere between nine and like eleven or twelve. It was just are you talking about free testosterone or total? Uh, it was like measured in nanoliters or something. I know that the average was like what seven hundred for men, if I'm not mistaken. But mine no. was like it was like way down there, okay. like all comical land. So I had to start taking Clomid, which is a fertility drug for women, mm-hmm. but it has a side effect of boosting testosterone in men. So now I'm back to normal. And all of the weird behavioral problems went away and I can think more clearly and I don't really weird thing. And, but I still can't grow a fucking beard. I think I'm just too old for that. It's like, it might not ever put have... you on actual testosterone. I didn't want it. Oh, why didn't, why would, what was the thought process there? Uh, it can cause cancer. It's bad for your health in the long run. And there was an alternative method that might've worked. The pills don't have the same side effects that the injections do. And thankfully they worked for me. Okay. But like really low T bad for cancer risks and shit. It also. can be, but it was really weird because usually you think like low muscle mass, like really like small, skinny guys. I didn't really have that problem, but I still had like basically no testosterone. And you have no idea how much it pissed me the fuck off because my whole gaming career, I've been told that I look like a woman, very feminine, <laughs> no beard. And, you know, after so many years of that, it got really annoying, you right? You just have soft kissable lips. The I know. Soft kissable lips. Is, yeah, that one, even with the Clomid, I'm still seeing it. In the dark, we so, can both. When I, when I <laughs> doctor, low testosterone in my in my head, I just hear all of those comments, and I'm like, these, these fucking trolls were right. God damn it! <laughs> they were right the whole time. I can't let them know. <laughs> uh, the only real difference is that I can now build muscle mass more easily, and since I'm stuck at home, all I do is work out. Yay, fun! Nice, Ooh, cool. So, so how long? What was the period of time that you were just like zero T, like? I, I don't know. It might have been my whole life for all I know. What I don't have a beard. T levels. Did you get measured after the clothing? Um, yeah, it was basic. I don't remember the numbers. It was they have the little bands that show you the ranges of normal, and mine were pretty much right in the middle. So that's where they were supposed to be. Cool. Well, that's you don't right. take it. You still take it now. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So are you on I, it for I'm life? I was supposed to have quit last year or like some months ago because what they want to do is retest and see if the levels have dropped and are. I stopped taking, then we retest and see if my system's restarted and it's going naturally. But uh, because of the Rona, I don't go anywhere. No dentist, no doctor. And if I'm not dying, I'm not going anywhere. I've got like three or four refills with no checkup or anything. When people so do just test kind of cycles, they take something to kickstart their system, right? Like if you just inject yeah. testosterone, your own system can turn off. Cool. Yes. But then you can kickstart it when you're done injecting testosterone. And I, Is that Clomid that they take? Do you know? Yeah. Uh, I know it's one of the couple of things. I know it felt really weird when I Googled it, and it's like Clomid helped me make four babies, and it's it's like all women. I'm yeah, like, I think well, they use uh, things like Clomid and Novadex for PCT, post-cycle therapy, you know, because your your body's testosterone shuts down from the exogenous testosterone that you've been injecting into your body. It's like, oh, we, yeah, no, we've got plenty. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had a, a Patreon who who took testosterone or something, and he bought the post psychotherapy at the same time. And somehow I I never thought of that. Like I was like, that sounds wow, because that was like a fear I would have. Like like if I were to do tea, then I would shut down. So he just bought what you need to kickstart it at the same time he bought the tea, and it, it's a level of thinking ahead that really shouldn't be so amazing to me. Yet it was. You know, should, should, should double up. So you went from angry and depressed and manic depressed feeling yeah. to feeling good. You up that T even more. Mm-hmm. You become an even better version of yourself, right? I don't know, man. I have a feeling I might, I might just loop back around if it's on. Oh, like, no, no, you through again to the other side. It, <laughs> yeah, just, you can loop, just, loop twice. <laughs> My wife, she's laying in bed right now while we record this going, ah, I want a completely emotionally unstable man that could blow up at any time. That sounds... <laughs> Lovely. So lovely. did your libido go even higher on the Clomid? No, no. it just stayed in it's a good insane. spot. Okay. I, I I thought you might say yes. All right. I don't know. No, but was, that's cool, man. Really blessed in that regard. It could have gone down. It oddly could have gone up. It was abnormally high with no testosterone. I don't know why. Um, but some guys just want to get it. Oh, plenty of women want to get it and they have uh, low T. Oh, true. true. I didn't look you at probably it had high lens. estrogen and low testosterone. I would imagine. Yeah. Did they say you had like weird estrogen levels? Were they surprised that you were always a man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're like your no. transition physician should have taken care of this for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, ma'am. How have you been? Dude, it's weird. It, because How many of all years? That... Huh? How many years have you been living like this, ma'am? I'm so sorry. Dude, you're, you're hitting me right, right in my feels. I've had, I've had I'm like a trans icon in the gaming space. And I'm like, <laughs> are you serious? Like, that's great that you have a role model, but you know that's not really me. It's cool that you look up to me like that. But uh, the worst was I was doing a charity event. I had a, no. a, a guy come sit down. Turned out to be wanting to be trans, and just like I'm like trying to raise money for chairs like gamers for giving, and the guy just dropped his whole life story on me about how inspirational I was about my sexuality and how uh, I look trans and it's great for gaming and how he wants to get his penis cut off, but he likes jerking off too much. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm like on stream. Now it's you're a, it's hurting a public me in the fields. This is hitting kind of close yeah. drifter. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I'm like, yeah, guys, uh, let's donate some money and uh, feed these children. Get that and, dick and off. <laughs> Like, yeah, man, if I didn't like to beat my dick so much, I would totally become trans. I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Like, this is not the time for this. <laughs> I actually don't. Under- Can't you be trans and keep your dick? Most do, because it's, it's surgery is dangerous and not necessarily effective. And not very aesthetically pleasing either, if I might add. <laughs> I need to Google this. Actually, I, I'm, what am I, an amateur? I need to bing this. Yeah, bing it. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah it's, 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 it's a goddamn mess. They haven't perfected that one yet. <clears throat> They're working on it. <laughs> they're, they're working on they'll they'll loop back with, with I don't, I don't yeah. Know how we got on yeah low test was a weird that was a weird weird time in my life i did youtube videos about it and stuff too to like help encourage other men to go get checked and thankfully uh quite a few of my fans reached out to me and like holy shit i was having problems and i went and got checked and i didn't know it was this so i did some good but at the same time it's like the most embarrassing video you can make uh, or close to it as a YouTuber. I, don't, I can't say that now. Too many YouTubers are touching kids these days. So uh, <laughs> there you go. It's, it's up there, though. It's not don't an do easy that. video. No, don't do that. That's very bad. Very, very bad. 
unless they're picking on you over and over, and then you might have to lay hands on them. I've seen some results. It, Yeah. It's a shame they can't get it better. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame they can't get it better. What a polite uh, way to put it. <laughs> I, I just looked, I was looking at some of, I just typed in drifter testosterone to see the videos you made. It said your first time shaving was at 30. Was that, uh, was that true? first time you do a serious shave? I used to shave like once every two months. I had one razor that lasted like a decade and I could do a what, what, what and done on all 10 hairs that would grow. Uh, but Dang. now I have to shave like once every three or four weeks. It gets a little bit peach fuzzy. Wow. Maybe you did just go through like your whole life up to that point. Like that's why you. Save money on toiletries for the rest of your life. Do you have body hair? Like, do you have chest hair? Uh, I do now. My left nipple has a shit ton of hair. <laughs> this is so great. Righty catch up. Do you just like zoom in and put my nipple hair on stream for oh, you wait, guys? Not your right nipple. Actually, the- let me let me check. I don't know what your content stuff is. I'm gonna step over to the side. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I was gonna well, ask about this earlier. If a trans man can show their chest on Twitch, definitely the right nipple. Wait, so. Huh. You said, oh, the right nipple has it, and the left doesn't. Just a little bit over here. You know, this one's like a couple of free strands. This one is like trying to do like an 80s chest thing. I I, Now I have a lightly haired chest, but as Mm -hmm. a teenager, I had these two fucking sunflowers. That and it's the cool hair pattern is like the the middle, right? If you're going to get any, is that what you have, Kyle? It is. That's it is. The first I just got like a strip, like straight down the middle. What yeah. I have now is like oh, everywhere. I bet you do. <laughs> what I have now is fine, but what I had as a teenager was just the two fucking sunflowers, and it was the worst. You didn't shave them. I, I what I did is I um I shortened. I felt like sh- you know what I thought that the worst, like if I were to stack rank, the worst thing you could have would be stubble. Because that, like, to me, like, exposes that you're shaving it and it doesn't look right and stuff. Sure. So, and then the second worst was, um, like, the, the actual sunflowers themselves. And then what I went with was just trim them down, make them less noticeable, short, but not shovel stubble. You know, so okay, it, it looked a little better. Yeah, I remember, like, that, like when I started getting chest hair when I was much younger, they all came in in the nipple area at first. And then, like, if you've ever seen the beginning of Lord of the Rings, where it shows how the orcs begin to conquer the free peoples of Middle Earth, and there's that yeah. loud spread, that's it was so fast that just like spread to to the rest of my chest. And I remember at one point I had like I was getting closer to like more of a full chest of hair, but my nipples were still like they had the most hair around them in that region. And so I like took a like razor and like shaved around my nipples and like looked in the mirror, and it was like two. <laughs> two nipples on hair island just <laughs> right in the mirror and i was like i can thank god it is december i can never do this again <laughs> and by the time those grew in it was like all right there's enough chest hair everywhere now that nothing's sticking out taylor tells this puberty story that i can't relate to he's like puberty you know how it is it hits you like a ton of bricks i went from boy to man over the summer no, no, no. Oh. My puberty trickled in over a long period of time. My, my fucking, like, I, I had um, pubic hair on either, like, if I, my head's a penis. They clumped in on the sides. <laughs> and it took, like, a year to join in the middle. Fuck, <laughs> 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 oh, I, 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 I swear it was, like, a real-time 
David Attenborough <laughs> time lapse. Like you could see the hair growing. Like if you just would have put a, a camera on my chest Jesus or on my Christ, dick. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It hit me. Kyle was more in the middle. It hit puberty hit me like a fucking train. I remember I, I showed up to eighth grade, the beginning of eighth grade after not seeing, you know how showing up beginning of whatever grade it is, you see your friends, but you also see a bunch of people that you're friendly with, but you're not friends enough. So you just didn't see him for the three and a half months, three months. And there's this Indian kid that I was that kind of friends with. And I show up there and I said in like my change voice, like, Hey, what's up, dude? How are you doing? He was like, damn, you lucked out with puberty. I'm still waiting. And like that was his takeaway. He was like, "Oh man, you got hit by the bus. I'm, I'm really hoping that bus comes swings by for me next, so I can start." Sorry that never happened for you, man. He got all the, <laughs> he got all the hair in the world. Not a lot more height. Very nice guy though. I haven't talked to him. That very nice guy. Lots of people talking about him. One of the nicest guys you've ever seen. But um, uh, yeah, everybody was a good time. If I could yeah. do it again, I would. Wait, what? I wouldn't. Yeah, I, wouldn't. <laughs> I, I just I hear like the you know the downsides of being the guy who gets lots of puberty, and it's like oh how rough it must be. Could you suddenly beat up the whole grade? Like <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah, there was no downside to it. It was like oh nice, I'm gonna get an edge in sports, like <laughs> against people who haven't gotten that edge yet. Yeah, it's rough to be the opposite because there's always like that w- couple of guys in, in my high school. They would be like 17, 18 and still kind of look like 12 and 13 year old boys like mm-hmm. no puberty. So I, I was I was like that inside the baby face. Right. But I was still like a big, tall guy. Uh, but there were people be like guys like five, three baby face, slightly squeaky voice, 17 years old. Brutal, brutal, yeah. brutal. All the girls are like, oh, he's so cute. He's like my little brother. And you could just see him fuming just like the yeah. bagel ball. Yeah, pretty much. There was a kid at my school who had that same kind of problem. And I think when he was like 16 or something, they took him to a doctor because he was still like the size of an 11, 12 year old. He was really little. And they did. They didn't give him Clomid, the thing you had. They gave him like actual testosterone injections to try and kickstart puberty. And so he had to go to like multiple sessions until finally like. I guess it's like artificial insemination. Like it just catches sometimes and it's like, Oh, the tea caught and it's beginning. And then like at 17, he like began a fast forwarded version of puberty. And like, because it was like a delayed onset puberty, it's not like, like he's far and away. He's way shorter and smaller than he would have been if he would have hit it at normal time. Cause like, it's not like your body just like saves up hormone. Like that's not a video game. Like if you don't kick off puberty when you're meant to, like you're going to, yeah. Like you're, you're going to be delayed in a lot of ways, which sucks. He did get to like a, a more normal height. Like he's, you wouldn't stare at him in a crowd or anything. He's like five, seven or so. But yeah, it's like his brothers and his dad are all like six foot or above. And so it's like hmm. they, he clearly got screwed out of like five inches of height there. Yeah. Poor guy. I would be so mad. That sucks. He'll never yeah. get a match on Tinder. He's not six, five. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. You're a, you're a tall guy, aren't you? He said, uh, six one, I'd probably say. Yeah, that that is strange to like not have to shave, no body hair really, but you're still much taller I, than I, average. I was always on the skinnier side, uh, but mm. I I wasn't like you'd stereotype like having like no muscle, being like having like little girl arms and stuff like that. No, I was just like a kind of like a lanky, wiry guy. Played sports and stuff. Mm. Never would have thought. I had no inclination other than. I like I, that really no symptoms until much later in life. I just went crazy for like six months. It's so bizarre. You mentioned you're, you're working out a ton. Do you have a home gym that you do? 
really sad little home gym. It's basically an empty room that I don't know what to put in. So I put in the only weights that are available on Amazon for less than $500 and yep. a pull-up bar. And I put, I have a fucking Titanfall 2 collectible box that I slapped a computer monitor onto so I can plug my phone into it and play whatever on the TV and pretend I'm at the gym. So it's just like a shit ton of push-ups and sit-ups and uh, all that kind of stuff, little dumbbell work and been doing that since the beginning. I think it's paid off. I'm in much better shape than before. I don't really look much more handsome, uh, but functionally better. Another thing is I, I totally fucked up my spine last year, like almost couldn't walk and stuff, couldn't sit to game. And uh, working out was like a big part of physical therapy. I it? think that the way mm-hmm. um, one part genetics, people, the men in my family have weak, uh, what is this, the fascia bones? There's a certain, there's a, it's the little hooks on your spine that keep it you know, locked together. Mm-hmm. My family has them thin. I shattered them some years ago. No damage. And then a couple of years, I was sitting in a DX racer chair for a little bit too long, and the vertebra just slipped. Oh. And we got it checked. They found out that it was never really attached right to begin with. So I was, I was fucked up for like six months. Did you change and chairs? Just, yeah. Oh, this, this baby right here, this is a $1,500 Herman Miller chair. This is the same oh. one that Logitech sells. This the thing infusion. has been worth it. Yeah, uh, standing desk too. You can see it moving up and down if I ah. need it. Oh, cool. Yeah, as much anymore. Do you but... find that chair to be hot? No. Okay. Well, I mean, all chairs are hot. I mean, I got Mm-mm. big ass turkey thighs, and I just sweat here when I'm gaming. So there's Most that. Chairs but... are not hot. That's a. That's a... I, I was looking at that. I like my chair. I have a Herman Miller Ariana. Super like it. I really, really like it. Yeah, but it is similar. old. So uh, I was thinking, like, should I get another one just like it? Or should I get the infusion? I, I don't know. I think going for the Embody, is, this is the Embody, and I think this is the oh. best choice. The Logitech G one is the same thing as this, but more expensive. You can get this one for like 1200 bucks on Amazon, depending on the sales and stuff. I must have the name wrong. Okay, yeah, Embody then. Yeah, and I noticed they were the same. Like, at first, I thought it was an all-new thing, but now I see it's a new... It's kind of rebranded. I don't know if... The Logitech version might be... The embody with every bell and whistle. Like there's options on chairs. You wouldn't think, no. What it's, tell me what the you difference know. is the fabric. There's a little there's gel in the seat and there's a different fabric here that's supposed to wick away sweat. Um, I don't think Logitech was very happy with me because they sent me one of those chairs to review after like six months of telling me it was gonna be a custom design thing. So I got it and I took it apart and compared the parts, and I'm like, guys, this is literally exactly the embody with a different piece of fabric on it. And they're like, Well, we disagree. Like, well, it's not going to be ethical for me to promote this if I can get it for $400 cheaper somewhere else, the same product. And we had a pretty big breakdown of communication over that one. Um, but no, it's the same thing. So disagree. Like you disassembled it and said the parts were the same. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't, think, I don't think they were on the design team. Essentially, what they did is licensed Herman Miller products. So it is a Herman Miller and body and the fabric, like this gray stuff, they, they put a different material on there that's supposed to be more esports. But the base of the chair and the uh, the crazy, oh, you can't see it. There's like a goofy, like fancy spine thing that doesn't work. Uh, it's, I mean, sorry, it's the same. And they, they have like a desk, like a standing, like uplift desk, like a Logitech G one. And it's the exact same thing as the Herman Miller one. And I, hmm, I probably shouldn't talk bad about one of the companies that sponsors me. But on that particular product line, we had a breakdown. All the others, my mouse and keyboards, I love, but I just didn't, I, I didn't feel right to recommend the chairs. Huh. Uh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I have the Arion. I don't have any deals with anybody, <laughs> and uh, and I really like it. I just I bought mine as a refurb, and 
the post in the middle in particular, it seems like it's aging. Like it, every couple of days, I have to pull it up again. It's like ah, this just this dated. That's all. It's always worth the money to have a good share, especially for your guys' position. Like, yeah, if you spend a lot of time in it, uh, it's like a bed. You know, like you you don't want to put money into it, but if you think about how often you use it, it's a good place to put your money. That's why I bought a cyber bed. A cyber bed. I've never it's, heard of uh, that. Basically, a regular. You see the floating platform beds? Yeah. It's basically that, but you can hide some little LEDs under it, so it looks like it's floating on like a a beam of light, like it's magic. I, yeah. Honestly, it's very very cheap. It's basically a regular bed, but with a very neat lighting effect. It looks great when I'm watching movies. It kind of get like that theater lighting where you can still see around the room, but it's really dim. Uh, functions roughly as a night light. Silly cheap but i've enjoyed it quite a lot it's called a cyber bed i'm oh wait i call it That's here i'll find it i'll find a picture um da, 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 da. is this it no, no uh something it basically looks like this uh, actually that's not even the best one where's a different one Okay, yeah, it's where the uh, it's where the legs are hidden, so it just looks like it's floating. It's pretty cool. Yep. Okay, this is almost exactly. This is like a really cheap version, but basically, this is how it's constructed. Yeah, yeah. It would look if you took it apart. It doesn't. It's like such a cheap. Like it wasn't even like a crazy big expense. It was like just a few hundred dollars, and it's just been awesome. Yeah, I thought about That's doing that last time I bought a new bed, but I was it was lazy. worth it. It was worth it because you think about it, you can turn your bed on and you you know you ne you never stub your toe or anything on it because it's recessed, but you can also see around the room, nice mood lighting stuff like that. Oh yeah, I like that. This other guy's he really did cheap out. Like I can. <laughs> it's two Dude. by fours with like drywall screws. He didn't want to uh, maybe put some something over that. Uh, that was ours. We bought ours from Facebook. Some guy said he could build it for like really cheap. So sure, and he built the biggest steamingest pile. So uh, my wife is very crafty. She likes building things. So she took little bits of it apart and like resanded and repainted and reshaped and redid everything to meet her standards, which drove me crazy because that meant I also did it. Uh, but the end result was great. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I it might be time for a new bed for me. Oh, yeah. I'm actually in my I'm in my bedroom now. My air conditioning went out a couple weeks ago, so I've been hiding in here. But it's winter now, so I don't I don't need the air conditioning. I, I'm going to move back to the office probably this this week. We're doing the show early this week for those for those listeners who haven't realized yet. But um, so I'll have extra time this week to move things around, get back in my nice. office. Big heart-shaped bed that rotates. Ooh. Mirrors on the ceiling. That would be awful. That would be hideous. Uh, that'd be great. No, I, I got a Casper mattress last time because they were sponsoring us. Uh, I'll probably get something similar. I really like the mattress, but I think it might be time for a whole new thing. I don't know. It's been four years, five years, something like that. Hmm. That's, that's key numbers, man. You got to keep a mattress for like 30 years and then try to sell it for what you bought it for. <laughs> Who sells mattresses? You should look at Craigslist. 
Facebook Marketplace, man. That's that. What is what is a worse used buy than a mattress? Uh, Condom. Don't say condom. Speedo. Uh, Because Belle Delphine is selling the condom that she's going to use in her porno (laughs) this this month. So, and that thing is going to go for more than what my new bed will cost. So, how much you figured the condom is going to go for? I would bet less than a thousand, more than five hundred. I'm going to bet over a thousand. I bet there is some gross, dirty little simp out there that is just ready to throw money at that. Somebody betting on Bell, the Bell Delphine used condom. Uh, definitely over a thousand. Some it, all it takes is one weirdo, man. That's all it takes. And I bet I I, I can imagine a few weirdos getting in a weird bidding war if that's how it's going to be structured. But the you, you, you condom market it to the cuckery crowd, and they're like, it's like cuckering by proxy. Oh, they're going to spend all their money on that. Maybe I misunderstand simping. Maybe I don't do it right. But I, I feel like the condom is a tribute to the dude. Like like. I, wouldn't the underwear sell better, like a, a Belle Delphine? Yeah, but the condom's been. In I'm a sure it'll all be for sale. I, I hear you. I, d- I just don't see much value in the condom unless I'm a big fan of the guy. Hmm. Also, have you? I mean, we're all adults. We've had sex with condoms, tied up the condom, and then just thrown it off the side of your bed. Sometimes between the wall <laughs> and, and, and your bed. And I remember, I remember when I moved from my old apartment. I like, I moved my bed back, and there was just. Just a gross, yeah, exactly. Just a gross bunch of nonsense. And so, a used condom sitting there, getting old—that's not going to be a collector's edition forever. Basically. All right. So, speak. So, since you brought it up, I'm going to tell. Uh, so, um, first of all, lock and load. Um, I think Derek told me it should be done by uh, end of January, 100. Um, percent We've been working on the labels for a while. That took a bit, but right now, Derek is putting the final touches on the formula. I would imagine, and. Um, I'm hoping I haven't gotten confirmation on this that we'll be able to take pre-sales soon-ish. Don't yeah. don't quote me on that. This Maybe this year. Little pie in the sky, but fingers crossed. Um, so I have been taking my own formulation of lock and load for several months now. Drifter may um, not know what lock and load is. I'm looking for context clues so I don't seem completely ignorant. Lock and load is uh, a formula that. Taylor and I have put together with, with the help of Derek to some extent, he had some, some good ideas um, to increase semen volume, not fertility, but semen this volume is for bigger loads. We're going to increase make- the size of your ejaculate. He said semen, but it's not just that it's the, the whole seminal fluid. We there should be more pumps. Um, there should be more further volume, distance, further distance. This, this is, this so, is an ejaculate. We want you to be gushing. For your, for your so if you look online, you'll find that the average male ejaculate is somewhere between 1.5 milliliters and 5 milliliters. Okay? okay. Now, I wanted to know how effective has the product been? So what I did was um, I didn't wait days between masturbation or ejaculation. Um, but but last night, uh, actually today, technically, this morning, very early in the a.m. <laughs> hours, I... Uh, I pleasured myself into a condom, tied it off into a knot, as Taylor's suggestion suggested, and then I had some uh, syringes. So I, oh my God! <laughs> so I drew out the semen from the condom with these three milliliter syringes because I thought this will be the perfect way to get an exact measure. Because then you can, you know, aerate the syringe. You can like pump the air back out, and you can find it. Ex- you can get exact. 
Because how are you going to come into like a graduated cylinder? Exactly. Right? We're trying. Right? And if you use a funnel, then you're losing some volume into the funnel. But I was trying to measure it. I put it into the receptor, and then she spit it out, and it was half saliva. You're getting saliva. Right. There's, there's no way to do it without the – what I did is the perfect way to do this. <laughs> yes. You masturbated with a condom on? Uh, well, I yeah. finished into the condom. I finished into the condom. I, I put the condom on in the last, like, uh, oh, the last stretch. stretch of the race. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, you yeah. said one, normal's one to one and a half? 1.5 to 5 milliliters. Oh. Pretty big range. I'm going to guess. Like the maximum range listed if you, if you do a little Googling a is 5. Did you get 7.5? I'm going to say that he Eight. got 20. No. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you a... always ruin things like this. You always <laughs> ruin things like this. And this is how you do it. <laughs> this is how you do it. This is how you ruin things. Somebody will be like, guess how much I squat? And he'll be like, I don't know, 8,000 pounds? <laughs> no, not 8,000. <laughs> guess how fast my car is? I don't know, 500 miles per hour? <laughs> oh, dude, there's nothing funnier than the guessing too much or too little game. <laughs> this car was, I don't know, 200,000. <laughs> What's your number, Kyle? You 8.3 milliliters. 8.3 milliliters. Now, doubling up on the even most virile of normal men. Now, Pretty I'm going now that that was without saving up. Now I'm going to try to control myself for the next couple of days. Try to We're going to see if we can 4 hours. We're going to try to hit double digits. Hear me out on All this right, one, okay? 10 hours. You're still, you're still on patrol, uh, not patrol, parole, right? Right. Now for some random reason your parole officer stops by or you get checked and they're like hey what are all these syringes with this white stuff <laughs> like, taste it <laughs> is there a component in lock and load for taste because that had been discussed during the formulation that's gonna have to be a separate product it's there's just there's, there's there's so many things in lock and load right now that I'm worried at some point the price is going to get a little bit ridiculous. But there or are the a lot. The size of the pill was another concern. We talked. It could not be one pill. Like, like I actually haven't discussed this with Derek, but there's no fucking way this is one pill because just one component. There are multiple components of lock and load that require multiple pills. But like, but like hold on, I don't understand why it can't be one pill. It seems like you could just get the ratios right and say the dose for this is two pills or three. But you know the same because pill. the dose would be ten pills. Because, and you would be well, combining it, liquids and solids into a pill. Yeah, the liquid now and solids. That's a sticker. Okay, okay. Like, yeah, because yeah. if, if it had hypothetically been like a powder or something, you know, or a bunch of ground ups, whatevers, then it seems like you could just get the ratios okay. right and take as many pills as it needed to be. Perhaps. But I think what we're going I don't know. I, I, I haven't. We're going to have a lock and load cocktail. This is fantastic. It will unlock and load. Say again, please dose on this medication well there will be a recommended dosage your sexual uh, partner can <laughs> she can drown <laughs> oh just like somebody it's like more effective on and they just blow like a whole bottle at once but it's more like pissing it's just like white liquid just swoosh. <laughs> well ideally it'll it'll still it'll still follow the mechanics of the normal jism you know it'll just be a lot more of it ideally so don't don't um Oh, maybe I, I hope this link works. Don't show this link, Woody. This is pornographic. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a this is what we're heading for. So we're going. Okay. Great quality. This this, this is the goal. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. There's volume on this. 
<laughs> the volume actually might be fun. They <laughs> <laughs> took all of those little uh, fucking drizzle packets from a toaster strudel and just—he's <laughs> still going. He's still going. Look oh, at her. She's just like, oh god. Literally couldn't breathe. It's like trying to breathe on the face. So. Can't, she doesn't know what room she's in. This is fake, right? Yeah, it's fake. I, I yeah. Uh, better special <laughs> effects than the Mandalorian in that porn, right? There. Oh, boo! Am I the only one? Mandalorian yeah. talk again. Sometimes I watch and I'm like, "This is pretty cool. This is maybe even what I want, right?" Because it looks, it's somehow a realistic Star Wars, right? Like mm-hmm. when I watch the movie. There's maybe a little too much lens flare, a little too much cinema effect that almost makes it seem like this isn't real, this is a movie. When I watch Mandalorian, it looks like children playing in the rocks being videoed on a cell phone. And I'm like, "Ah, is it, it just, on some level, it looks cheap and pedestrian. On another level, it's like, well, but it's not cinematic and there's not lens flares everywhere. It looks real. And I, I go back and forth from time to time. Oh, it's not just you. I agree. I, the Mandalorian's more grounded, which I think, even though the original couple of films were fantasy, especially the first one, there was sort of a real element to it out there in the desert. The Mandalorian has that, whereas especially the newer movies are like, we're riding on the CG ship to the CG fight with the CG animals and check it out. Our lightsabers have RTX and yeah, no. Mandalorian's great. It's a little I more grounded. I cheap though. I think the special effects look great. I, I'll say this: anytime the environment is bigger than a room, it's the desert. This place is so clearly filmed in like Southern California that any they're always just like jumping around on rock hills in Southern California. It doesn't seem. I don't think it is. They go from. I planet, thought. It, I thought it was filmed in like. It is filmed in California. Huh. Um. I. That's know. been the same thing for like 50 years. At this point, I think I associate Southern California with space. <laughs> okay. It just looks too standard to me. I don't know. I don't have the vocabulary to really pin down why the Mandalorian. Like, is this just what real space cowboys look like? Real, real space, space cowboys? cowboys? Right, right. Know. You know, I don't know exactly what real space cowboys are supposed to look like. But this looks like pedestrian to me, like like an, a thing that an eighth grader who was really into video would, would put together. And then on the other hand, it's like, right. But if you go too far in the other direction, then it looks like it's not real anymore. It's, it's a movie you're watching and I don't know what I want from it, but sometimes their costumes, the way they move, it all just looks fake. Cause it is fake and you're, you're being ridiculous. You just got to relax and enjoy it. Hmm. I like the kid that pulls at Santa Claus's beard. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I, I can't describe why Mandalorian always seems to just Ooh, uncanny hit the valley. target, but never the bullseye. It's uncanny valley. It's not so bad that it's like funny or you know it's silly, but it's also not movie quality. So it kind of falls in the middle somewhere that you may not be comfortable with. That mm-hmm. could be. That could be. I... Oh, speaking of Santa Claus, I watched the movie that Taylor recommended and uh, the fat man with Mel Gibson. Any good? It was okay. It, it wasn't great, um, but it's not awful. It, it was kind of 
What I really appreciated about it is at no point did they like wink at the audience and say, ho, 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 it's kind of silly that Santa Claus yeah. is being played by Mel Gibson. Ah, and it's kind of a badass. It's, it's funny, right? They didn't do that. They were just like, yeah, Santa Claus is a badass and he's played by Mel Gibson. <laughs> deal that, with it. How long it was that movie? It felt long. It was like an hour and 40 minutes, I think. Is that it? So thinking ahead so I don't spoil Fat Man too much. In my opinion, there was a lot of setup, and I enjoyed the last scene or two. Um, but to get there was just—it was tread, was a trudulous. It, it was a, I don't know, a drudge, trudulous. Uh, it was a trudulosity. Is that yeah? It was, <laughs> oh, it was filled with trudulosity. <laughs> no, that, uh, to get there was hard. It, it was a pain. I, it was like walking through mud, and and, and I was just like, oh, I can't. I would pause it, build up my enthusiasm to get back. Like, pull me back in, coach. I can watch some more. And then, <laughs> then like, watch some more. And then at the end, I actually liked the way, the way it wrapped. I, uh, I liked it. I, I liked a lot about it. Um, I would have liked all of the same characters in a slightly better movie. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 I like, I like everything about it except for, like, some of the scenes just could have been better. And some of the scenes could have been replaced with just better scenes. Like I just didn't care about those military guys. And yeah, um, when when Walter Goggins stops at the pet store, I was like, "Oh, oh something interesting is going to happen here." And it's like, "Nah, he's going to buy a hamster, uh, hamster wheel. Uh, that's, that's what he's here for." And uh, you know, there there were some scenes that didn't make any sense to me that they were even in the movie. But um, on the whole, I, I I liked it more than I disliked it. I guess I'd give it like a five out of ten. You know, but but I but my scale is kind of mean. So like, movies that most people like end up being fours, and there there's there's only like three tens ever. So like, you know, I I give it a five. I'd liked it, it as I was watching it, but it's not a like it's not a movie that'll pop in my head as a rewatch kind of movie. No, I don't rewatch many things uh, unless I really really like them or I feel like there's you know more to be found there that I didn't catch the first time. I, I'll, I have been on a kick of watching movies that I haven't seen since I was a child to kind of see how they hold up. My wife and I have been watching some older movies, mostly bad. Some of them have been amazing. I'm going to throw a random one your way. Predator 2. How much do you remember about Predator 2? Everything. That movie was <laughs> batshit crazy from start to finish, and I enjoyed it more as an adult than a child for some reason. Like, it just... It just started with like a giant gunfight in the middle of Los Angeles that went for like 20 minutes. Haitian drug lords get skinned. Then there's a voodoo guy and fucking subway fight. And it's just like, it was almost like watching RoboCop. We had a lot of fun with that one. Or Jack Frost. Do you remember Jack Frost? The scary one? Yes. It was hilarious. I loved that. So much better than the family film. Oh, it's about a killer snowman. Alan becomes a snowman. No, I think dude, Predator how, Two is oh, uh, is a top five. I mean, Predator One is a top five all time action movie for me. <clears throat> you know, Carl Weathers and uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm sorry, what? Weathers is in the Mandalorian. He directed episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, oh I yeah, I see him still still out there doing action. Yeah, fucking Apollo Creed, getting it done. But um, Predator Two is. Not as good. It's got a no. decent cast. They were trying to get Arnold back, and he wanted a little bit more money than they were willing to pay. It's a shame they didn't get Arnold in there. It could have been a much better movie. Not that I didn't like Danny Glover, but just like Arnold beats Danny Glover. 
E easily, easily. I think the only the the downside to Predator Two is it didn't have a theme. The first one was this very classic hunter gets hunted, starts hunting the big predator kind of you know cycle of life thing. Predator Two tried to do this urban jungle kind of thing, mm -hmm. but it ultimately came off as the city is crazy, and that's kind of it. And it just yeah, I, it, it seemed from start to finish. You know, the predator is supposedly attracted to areas where there's strife and mm -hmm. where the temperatures are hot. So it, it kind of made sense to, you know, Los Angeles during a gang war, during a heat, uh, yes. a heat um, spike. The future Los Angeles of 1999. There are gunfights yes. on the street every day. Yeah. Um, so so th there's parts I like about it. I really like, um, oh, who's, who's the character who, um, he plays like the government agent who's trying to. Gary Busey. Also Gary Busey is playing the ginger dead man. Gary Busey, he has had one of the most interesting careers in all of Hollywood. For those who don't know, he was an amazing actor, very strong character actor. But then I want to say it was a motorcycle accident he had. Wear your helmet, kids. Because Gary Busey nearly died. He cracked his skull open, got severe brain damage, and they kept casting him mm -hmm. despite that. And it became it is clear that when you see Gary Busey in a movie <laughs> post motorcycle accident, that you're dealing with a mentally impaired man who is just being given the reins to a film because he used to be great. It's scary. They reconstructed most of the left side of his face. Like he has very limited control over the movement of it. And you can um, tell, do you remember that comedy central series he had? There was a comedy <laughs> central series. Yeah, it was like some kid was like a super big Gary Busey fan, so they let him be Gary Busey's intern, and Gary just tortured him with all sorts of bizarre requests and pranks, and it was... I don't think it lasted a couple episodes. It was super crazy. I remember that dude's been in so many weird movies. He played a dog that was in love or something, or an angel dog, but he was just a man standing there, like, licking the grass and stuff, and he played the ginger dead man, which is a gingerbread man that comes back from the dead and murders people. And yeah. they kept casting him, right? But they realized he couldn't do his old acting. So they just kept casting him in crazier and crazier and crazier roles. And he just never said no. Yeah. So you look up Gary Busey and it's it's like a it's like a downward spiral to the bottom, but he doesn't seem to give a fuck. He doesn't care at all every time. Yeah, I well, just clicked on a video of it just to see what he's up to on YouTube. And it like starts like a TMZ video of like them like walking up to accost him and he's like turned around, kind of slumped over. And he just looks like like a vagabond. And then they're like, Mr. Busey, and he turns around with like that crazy man's face <laughs> and he starts talking about quarantine. So yeah, that's ah, uh, he that must be terrible. That must you be were like almost like someone dying in your family for someone to like have that level of brain damage, you know? It's like they're not even the same person anymore. His son looks a lot like him, is also an actor. You were talking about <clears throat> that reality show he had. Mm -hmm. There was a time period where reality shows were good. Like, like where MTV even had good reality shows before they became super scripted and like very like safe. Um, some of my favorite, one of my favorite reality shows of all time, one season, Breaking Bonaducci. You ever see this shit? No. I think I remember Danny, that. Danny Bonaducci and fuck, what did they do it, to him? It's his family. It's just him and his family. And he's going through like a crisis. It, like, like not pumped up for TV. It just so happened that. Danny Bonaducci agreed to do a reality show. And when the camera showed up, his life actually had begun to fall a fucking part. And so he's like downing entire bottles of absolute vodka 
like at once, like, like, like think shoe nice levels of drinking. Wow. Like, like he, there's a scene where he literally guzzles down a bottle of absolute vodka, a small one to be fair, but he's, he's drinking 30 ounces of absolute vodka or something like that. And then goes skateboarding into traffic to kill himself. And the car narrowly misses him. His wife is like leaving him and they're going through like couples therapy, trying to pull it all together. And he's, uh, he's on steroids and he's going into these rages, like, these steroid rages fueled by alcohol as well. And his life falling apart throughout, I don't know, 10, 12 episodes of an actual reality show. It's his, there's never been a reality show like that. There's a reason there was no second season. It was wildly popular. They tried to get a second season. He's like, no, no, I look like an asshole. And it's like, you are an asshole. That's why we <laughs> want to watch. Jesus. It was, I awful. need to watch this now. It's worth going back to watch. Like I remember when it was coming out being just so taken with it. Just, 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 I didn't even know who Danny Devani Ducci was. That's before my time. I still like, don't know like, who he is. Was he on the Partridge family or something? Yeah. Like, like, what, he was like the star that he was like, he was like, um, the Michael Jackson of the Partridge family. Yeah. Partridge yeah. In a pear tree. But you know, by the time this reality show is being made and what I'm going to call 2008, I'm just guessing. This yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, um, he's you know he's a forty-five-year-old man or so, maybe maybe older. He might have and... been a um, a radio DJ for a mm -hmm. while. I think that's what he was. That's like that was kind of his second act, career-wise, and I guess it was falling apart. Yeah, two oh, now. They did do two seasons. It looks like, but did they? I, I, yeah. I googled it, but okay. Um, but... Personal life arrests. Oh, that's usually good when you see that on Wikipedia. <laughs> You know what else was? Oh, I liked a couple of the old ones. Um, I always thought there was a difference between Paris Hilton and Jessica Simpson. I forget the Jessica Simpson, what it was called. But they both played really dumb blondes. Mm -hmm. And I always thought Jessica Simpson played it with a bit of a wink. Like, oh, tuna's not chicken. It says chicken of the sea on it. You know, <laughs> like like that's that's how I interpreted what she was doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm giving her too much credit. But Paris Hilton seemed to legitimately not really understand the world around her. I think it was Paris Hilton and Nicole. I think it was Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie in The Simple Life. That's it. Yes. I watched yes. that show. So I saw that as a kid and I thought these are the trashiest, stupidest, <laughs> most embarrassing and all these like negative. And then you see Paris Hilton as an adult and some of the interviews and you realize that she's actually quite smart. She runs her own big business and even I think she's a gamer, if I'm not mistaken, and all of that stuff was just totally fake. I'd say she nailed that. Yeah, Maybe she's pandering. Maybe uh, everybody's, a, everybody's a gamer these days because it's yeah, yeah. It's well, some people are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Henry Henry Cavill's a true gamer. I've heard stories about him since like 2005. All right. Superman doesn't need to pander. All right, I, no. I believe him. But when I see AOC playing Among Us, I'm like, yeah, I bet I bet she's got a great GPU. Yeah, no, she, no, she, but she I, was a gamer before she played Overwatch and League of Legends and stuff. She got up to, I want to say, <laughs> silver gold. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the Thor face. Did she, though? <laughs> like, I'm having such a hard time believing. I believe you. Like, all right, I'm wrong. I don't but, know anything like, about League of Legends. Did right she, though? Her profile is public. You can go look at the match history, man. It's I all in the API. You. I believe you. I'm wrong. That's but funny. I don't think she was a super gamer that played every single day like we probably would, but she definitely did game. So maybe and AOC then, does, but I think that Kyle's on to something with the idea that some of these gamers, oh, it's no, like, no oh, idea. oh, oh, you meant mobile gamer? 
You were talking about Angry Birds all this time. That's why you're a gamer. That's that's not the kind of gamer we're talking. Dude, I don't about. want to watch any politician stream unless it is. Who's the oldest person in Congress? <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Grassley. I want to see Chuck Grassley have to set up and run his own stream. That, that would be that. That's just when I picture old politician man face. I remember that guy has a very old face. I'd so actually love to see Trump stream and lose, but win at the same time somehow. It's a I mean, woman. I would, I would call on the other team out for hacks. Yeah. yeah. It's not fair. He's fucking Chinese. And it does not stop it. Don Young, he was born in 1933. He yeah, is so. 86 years and 11 months young. Throw my man Don Young behind the, the keyboard and let's see what he can do. You, you found Don Young as your answer? I found Diane Feinstein. How old is Feinstein? Uh, born in 1933. What what was yours? Same uh, age. Also 33, but he will be. Um, he's 87 now, which makes sense. I get it. We're the, at the end of the year. This mm-hmm. so this was in May. Um, as of May June. So his birthday's in June. Uh, this guy was June 9th, 1933. I'm trying to find her. There's so many dates in here of all the offices she's held. Yeah, oh, she did a whole. She's on this June twenty second, nineteen thirty three. Ah, he is, he is like twelve days older, or um, something like that. Maybe she's he the oldest senator. Maybe I had Googled wrong. We gotta get Ted Cruz streaming. That would be a fun one. Who would hey. you like to see stream? I think AOC is a pretty good choice, but given that she's already done it, who who would Who's you that like? Smoking hot chick from Hawaii. Tulsi Gabbard. Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see her play uh, body paint. Uh, over on <laughs> just yeah. that'd is she be funny. still in office? Tulsi Gabbard? I have no idea. I'm know. not a in my heart. Mm-hmm. I'll never understand. Uh, never mind. It should bad topic. But, <laughs> uh, the yeah, the the body painting thing. I won't go into that. But like every time I see it, I'm just like, okay. okay. <laughs> I showed it to my mom. My mom was over uh, a few months ago, and I was, I was, you know, she's older. She's not with it. She's not hip. So I'm trying to like explain to her like what Twitch is, right? Like, you know, she understands YouTube obviously at this point, but like, sure, what Twitch is? Because at the time I was watching like a lot of uh, Warhammer content, Warhammer Two, and uh, I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I like to watch these people on Twitch. They play video games. People watch them play video games. They tip them. They subscribe. They pay a subscription fee. They they earn a very good living. Some of these guys just playing video games and do what they lo- like and entertaining a a fan base live and she's like, Oh, okay. This and that. And, and I'm just like, I'm showing all the categories and I'm, and like one of them is just chatting maybe. And I'm like, this is the most popular category. Like, what game do they play? <sighs> the same <laughs> game women have been playing since the dawn of time. mother. <laughs> 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 like the and you know, it's, it's, you know what it is. And so uh, and, I'm going to click it yeah. right now and see who's dominating just chatting. Sometimes it's destiny. Yeah, yeah, it's not always what I described. Mm. Just politics streams. That is like, that's where my brain goes to die. Oh yeah, I don't know. I, I think when you, the, one of the things that made Trump do so well is, is I feel like, you know, not being scripted, being going off script, and just like speaking from what seemed like where his heart should be. You know, just 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 you're getting Trump. I, I think I think we have a more we're getting a more genuine um sense of who our president is right now than maybe ever before and, and i'm not saying that's a good thing 
It, it, it might actually be a bad thing. Because when he, you're making policy. Because who Trump actually is isn't great. What I'm saying is it's genuine. And uh, and I think that that, that that works with a lot of people. So I wish more politicians would be like, you know. Streamers. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Be genuine and just like not give a shit what they're they're that saying. That was AOC's not... advice for social media. She's like, look, mm. if you if if it's not you to crack jokes or use memes or whatever, don't go on Twitter and try to be that person. Just be you. Mm. Just be yourself on Twitter, and that will go over pretty well. And I, I think she's onto something there. You know, like she is herself. Trump is herself. The people who do really well are Trump themselves. The people who don't do well are playing a character they think will be popular and politicians like, dude, you're brand new at this social media stuff. You suck at this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that. The, uh, the race here in Georgia right now, the Senate runoff, which is kind of important to me because I do have hopes that they will vote on that marijuana bill at some point. And <laughs> it'd be nice if we had a couple Dems coming out of Georgia though. You know, I, I haven't done enough research. All I watch is the attack ads and I'm like, Oh man, it's John Ossoff guy. Hiding money for the communist Chinese. I don't know. <laughs> Is it worth it? Like that's literally what the attack. But the other guy's also hiding money for the communist Chinese. <laughs> the other guy is so bad he didn't show up for the debate. And John and they asked uh, John Ossoff like, "Why do you think your opponent didn't show up for the debate tonight?" And he's like, "Well, he's probably afraid he'll incriminate himself." And it's like because he's got so many like. Uh, um, so the thing with Purdue and actually the the chick too is when they got. Say it again. Leffler, Kelly Leffler. Leffler, thank you. They, um, they're both incumbents, which means they're currently senators. Probably everyone knew that. Mm -hmm. And um, they got like early COVID nineteen information, you know, before everyone else did. And they made a bunch of stock trades to enrich I remember themselves. That they shorted a bunch of stocks, didn't they? They shorted stocks or they left stocks that you could tell were going to be impacted. Maybe like uh, vacation industry type stocks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's pretty clear that. You know, they didn't tell you about the upcoming problem we would have with this pandemic, but they themselves were making investments to profit and how many avoid losses. In this? I'm sorry. Like how many, how many like politicians got scooped up in this? The number is not huge. It's like six or something. I was, yeah, was going to say One less of them than from 10. North Carolina. Uh, Richard Burr was big on it too. But I remember um, correctly, they, they would later go, they would like do all their stock trades in the morning and then go on TV that afternoon and say, we've got the COVID thing perfectly under control. It's nothing to worry about. It's all going to blow over just fine. And then like, as soon as the cameras are off, they're like dumping more stocks, making trades. Oh, in, in the case of Richard Burr, it was almost the opposite. He had a, uh, really? yeah, he, he was making trades for himself. And then he had a very private like donor meeting where he told them mm. to make trades too. But then he didn't tell like any broader population. And yeah. uh, um, so anyway, I, maybe I'm in a bubble. I'm open to that concept. But I've been hearing about the Republicans and the trades they made a lot. Not so much. Yeah. Chinese. I honestly don't care about that. It's like, it's like, well, you couldn't really cause a public panic. You probably were told not to. But you're sitting there looking at your portfolio like, shit. <laughs> what do I do here for my grandchildren's There's sake? There's a lot of airlines in here. There's a lot of <laughs> carnival cruise lines, huh? <laughs> we really, we really went heavy into carnival last year, huh, Mike? <laughs> yes, sir, we did. Um, you know, it looked like it was going to be a big vacation year with the global warming and all. Shh, we don't call it that. Yeah, um, with, you know, with the, the climate change. Nope, nope, not that either. Well, you know, it was going to be a warm year. There you go. 
Uh, it's gonna be a good vacation year, and yeah, that I don't know. I don't. I don't mind that. But then, like the attack ads from the Republicans. Look, if, if I, I am your uh, resident non-allowed voter, um, so like <laughs> doesn't matter one way or another. But like, if I were going to be swayed one one way or another, and do zero research and just watch attack ads, the Republicans' attack ads are great, dude. They like, are, like oh, they're savage. Like when they go after Raphael Warnack in Georgia, Raphael is running against uh, Kelly Leffler, who's the pretty blonde girl, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? Is it? I, I think it's either Raphael's Kelly, the black guy, the black guy, Raphael against black the blonde. Guy. Yes. Uphill, uphill battle here in Georgia. And uh, he's a reverend. He seems like a real nice guy to watch his ads. He's all about community and like, he just seems really well-spoken. I know that's a racist thing that people say about black people, but I just mean him in particular. He really does. uh, When I say well-spoken, I mean like he speaks to me well, like, like when I listen to him talk, he seems genuine. He knows. And, uh, but then I see the attack ad and they tie him to Jeremiah Wright and they play that old soundbite, not God bless America, God damn America. And like they play that three times in one attack ad about Raphael Warnack. And, and like by the end of it, I'm like, motherfucker, why would you <laughs> God damn America? Like, like I get we got some problems. Here. We got some problems. But God damn America. And like, you're, you're a preacher. You know, even even God, like this other guy. Do you remember when that clip got so big? Like. 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever, maybe 2008. And like, you just have to know that like Obama was looking at that clip of his pastor saying that being like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You just made this so much harder for me. Absolutely needlessly. You stupid as fuck. Oh, I'll just God. mind him Muslim at this point. Christ. <laughs> I used to hear so much crap. So I was I was living in Mississippi. I used to hear that, you know, Barack Obama is a Muslim plant, that he's from Indochina, and that he was trained by ISIS to become president and destroy America from the inside. But when that preacher started saying whatever, like the the people just ate it up. They tore it up. They're like, it's not a real church, it's a fake church. It is that's a church to Christianity, the same thing that the uh, what's the uh, Muslim Brotherhood in the United States is to the Muslims around the world that like it's really just a cabal where they train people. It's a cult. And just it was it was I couldn't imagine being Obama and just watching people savage my entire congregation as all secret terrorists. I was watching. So I watched the election. I I follow politics a lot. And uh, this time around, the Lincoln Project, people don't know the Lincoln Project, it's a bunch of Republicans, but these are never Trump Republicans. So they were making anti-Trump ads uh, through the entire election cycle. They're brutal, super, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad they're on our team. What are we going to do when they switch back to Republican? But how are we going to hit, because they're just like, they whisper in his ear and they tell these, what I, I think some of it's true and some of it's not true, but it's all just brutal. And I'm like, this is what it's like to go against these guys. It, it was good that they were blue this time around. Yeah, it's scary stuff. Like, if, if I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want them to make an attack ad about me. No, <laughs> no. It's like, well, some of that's true, but you gotta understand the context. No, yeah, the internet is tricked me out of my money. <laughs> no, we both have enough time on the mic that we've oh. said regrettable things. <laughs> Oh, God. oh, dude! Damn it. Uh, you want to talk about context? Uh, so I had a series on my channel about racism in the South. Okay, I was raised in one of the. You would not believe I could go hours about this place. You would not. My family personally knew uh, Emmett Till, and they were glad that he died and believed that he should have been tortured more. And like, that's where I was raised, right? 
So I made a video like series about this. said that or something? Huh? Like your grandpa or someone? Like, like yeah, Emmett exactly. brought up and he's like, was it harsh enough? What, what's yeah. the Emmett Till story? He knew story? him personally. Not everyone's uh, in, Huh? Anyway. So the that Emmett Till story? Who, who is this? He's a uh, black this... man who was lynched a long time ago. I know he well, didn't and, and I say man, uh, I think he was like 13 or 14. Yeah, they oh, beat him I, to death horribly. Uh, they tortured I'm him like, and drowned Kyle, him. Black people are men too. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? This <laughs> is <laughs> black boy. Central figure in the civil rights movement. He, he whistled, supposedly, he whistled at a white woman, oh. and the husband and somebody else beat him savagely, put razor wire around his neck, poked his All eyes right, out. Now we have the context. Okay. Emmett Till whistled at her, huh? refused a closed casket burial so the whole community came and this horrible brutalized face was on newspapers a big civil rights thing my grandfather knew this man personally because he used to sell groceries to all the stores and Emmett Till worked at or at least frequented at one of these stores so whenever it would come up on news or tv little seven-year-old me would be sitting on grandpa's lap hearing about how he deserved it how he was uppity how they probably should have worked him over more how I can't believe they hassled those people with a whole trial and just a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, well, Grandpa, if I whistled at a woman, should you hang me? And it was like, well, there's always a reason not to. But that was the environment, right? And I did a whole video series about this kind of stuff. And in the video series, I use the N-word quite a few times because I'm telling stories about, like, when I grew up, we used to call blank, blank, and just, you know yeah. what it would be. Uh, some people that didn't like me took this like, I don't know, hour and a half, two hour series and trimmed out little bitty sentences of me telling stories and like string them together. So it's my place. And it's like in this and so-and-so deserves to die and white that. And they mailed it to all my sponsors. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just got emails like, did you know that you have a secret Klansman working for you, spreading this racist ideology on the YouTube channel? Just like play this clip of me just going in, 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 over and over and over again. <laughs> I was infinitely lucky that every single one of my sponsors was somehow already aware of that video and found the edit to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gotten, I could have just like been just like canceled. industry canceled for that. I, I decided to pull it offline so that that doesn't happen again. I might put it back up sometime. But the point is that for a lot of people online, uh, you can either side, left or right, context doesn't matter. The context of a situation or what you're doing or what's in it doesn't matter. It's the same reason you can't read Mark Twain books in public school. And anything that, like that clip with the preacher, anything that he was saying, quoting a different person, making an example, playing a character, doesn't matter. You said those three words, they're going to play just constantly like it's your real, true, fundamental belief that you hate America. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. I, I wish we could use the word uppity. I like that word a lot. I, you know, like, like it doesn't have to be racist, does it? I feel like you can't use uppity anymore without it having a certain context. It's racist these days. Mm. Kind of it's old one, though, it'll circle around to where it's not even thought about that. I end. still use it. <laughs> yeah. And in that, I mean, I just wish that I could use it more. Yeah. Towards black people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 specifically them specifically that's but what we want to be able to only uppity black people so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> all right all right we're getting we're getting it's gone too far too far i was i was all leaving you on that island by yourself and then i thought my joke was funny enough yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I was like i was in my head i was like come to the docks <laughs> So, context, I miss you. Uh, 
No, I feel like you can call a woman uppity and get away with it. I mean, hmm. you can call a white person uppity and get away with it. Yeah, I do it all the time. It's just not a very useful word for the most part. Like, maybe you'd call a kid. I like was going to see a child, maybe. I think dirty's being a little uppity. That's a uh, good gonna... way for that word to be used. Dirty is acting uppity. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to type a word into the chat that I can't say anymore. It's I'll an archaic word that I used to grow up with. Um, but uh, oh, I yeah, want to take that... guesses. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? You can't say that. It's so weird. It's word cheap, uh, but that one's dunzo these days. I feel like if you oh. hit that A hard enough, you can get away with it. You just can't slip an E sound in there. Hardly. Hardly instead of erdly, you know? Sorry, I didn't get that. What was that, Drifter? I've stepped away from all that stuff like it's kryptonite. Having my sponsors sit down and review 10-year-old videos mm -hmm. would make me maybe reevaluate the things. Or the, just, just not care about context and to self-censor. Yeah. Taylor, Hit us with an ad, Taylor. Yes. This episode of PKA is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Admit it, you think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your pass passwords or credit card details, but you would be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we've decided to take action, which is why we're recommending you get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cyber criminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, or tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection takes only one click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash PKA. That is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash PKA for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKA to learn more. So get yourself, get yourself that online protection. Don't be a fool. Take your security seriously. You need a VPN? Pick that one. Use our code. Yep. Uh, this episode of PKA is also brought to you by Goat.com. If you're looking to buy sneakers online, there's a good chance that the shoe you're looking at is fake. How can you be sure it's real, though? Well, Goat.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They're the largest marketplace in the world for authentic Yeezys, Jordans, and over 600,000 sneaker listings. They've made the whole process frictionless and trustworthy. They do this by only accepting sellers with the best reputation and by verifying all the sneakers to ensure their authenticity for buyers. Every detail is inspected from the stitching and color to the size and weight. Goat certifies that every single pair of sneakers on their site matches exact factory specifications. With over half a million sneakers on the platform and 10 million users, you won't find better prices for verified 100% authentic sneakers anywhere else. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at goat.com slash PKA. That is goat.com slash PKA. Plus, you'll also be supporting our show, but you got to go right now before the sneakers that you want are gone. When you go to goat.com slash PKA, spell G-O-A-T dot com slash PKA for your 100% authentic sneakers. Verified. Every stitch. Every every atom. I was in a Twitch stream, and the streamer said that he was a sneakerhead. And I was like, all right, level with me. Is goat like a good service or not? And he and the chat confirmed goat is good. It's the greatest of all time. Sneaker site. You know. That happens. Speaks for itself. So... Check those out. 
Drifter, you're muted. I don't know if you know that. I'm muted when I typed earlier so that it didn't clickety-clack. I was going to say, this is like a very nice site. I'm look, I'm doing price high to low, and there are like some super rare sneakers on here. Are you a sneaker guy? No, but I, I, I try to keep up, and this is actually kind of impressive. I didn't know such a thing existed. Yeah, yeah apparently did. fake sneakers are a problem in the sneakerhead community. And, uh, Familiar with that. It helps you there. <sighs> so, good stuff. I had a thing. Oh, Taylor, I ask you this because your vocabulary is huge. It will be whether you know this word or not. Do you know what immutable oh, yeah. means? Immutable means like Im immutable characteristics, something that can't be taken away, right? Yeah, that's, it's something that can't change. I was just wondering. Yeah. And most people think it means something you can't silence. But, uh... uh. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be unmutable. Drifter, you gotta you gotta bounce, right? Yeah, it is time for me to go work on some other things here in the house. Uh, other projects, unfortunately, I did. I was not a responsible adult, and my video content for tomorrow was not made yet, so I kind of <laughs> have to go do that. You're all uh, good, man. Thank you very much for coming you. on. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's always fun to be here as a guest, and I hope that you all have a fantastic rest of your show. Yeah, Thanks, you man. too, man. Thanks so much. Where can everybody find your stuff, just Drifter? All right, just search. <laughs> Wait, is he coming back? It might be. Oh, here we go. What did you say? Oh, I was just going to say shout out all your socials and everything, your channels. <laughs> Slash Drifter, if you're interested in anything, uh, stream COD on Twitch, upload guides on YouTube, complain about the Orange Man on Twitter. It's all just Slash Drifter if you want to see that stuff. There it is. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. Later, man. <laughs> all right, we got to write something else in chat because this lady covered in cum is just getting obnoxious. Oh, you got an issue with the lady covered in cum, do you? Covered in fake cum. Covered in we the, the cum that we've discussed. It, it might be real cum, but they're just piping it through a hose. I prefer that. That's so much grosser. I know, right? Like they've been because saving up. Old cum. Yeah, it's it's old cum. It's refrigerated. It's cold cum. The only thing worse <laughs> than a hot load of cum on your face is a cold load of cum on your face. Yeah. <laughs> like the only thing worse than a really cold public toilet seat is a really warm public toilet seat. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh man, I was, I've asked that guy like a ship in the night. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not still wiping. <laughs> 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 uh, I hate good. that because then you're committed to poop. Like you can't. You can't yeah, you're not off. going anywhere. It's like you're gonna get up and wait for it to cool off. Like what? You're <laughs> 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 gonna blow it like it's a fucking hot pocket or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so, you know, it's like right Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it was fun. I enjoyed Drifter. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought that was good, good too. There's some guests I just say that about, and then after the show, I'm like, well, that guy was a piece of shit, huh? But I <laughs> that is funny when you do that. <laughs> well, I hated him. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, uh, genuinely nice guy, Drifter. I enjoyed him. Yeah. yeah. I looked at his, um, while he was on the show, I looked at his social blade stuff. He's doing well. I didn't realize how well he was doing. But good. Uh, if, if you happen Thank to you catch that. this part, Drifter, congratulations on your success. Nice. On YouTube, you checked. Yeah, YouTube's still his main. Yeah, Which I went to Social Blade. Blade. I don't spend much time on Social Blade. I know they do Twitch stuff, but like I didn't see how to look. I don't know. Oh, you were playing. Uh, you were playing last night, and Taylor and I played some zombies. And the chat was saying that you wanted to come play with us, and 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 I was afraid to be like, no, he doesn't, because last time I did that, you like popped in, you're like, yes, I do, Kyle. <laughs> so it's like maybe he does, maybe not, maybe he doesn't. No one can know. No one can know. It's a no. it's, ag it's agnostic. 
I, uh, I was like, not even online. And I was like, what you, if you want to play WhatsApp us? And then that was it. Everybody's like, he's over there right now. Fuming. Fuming. <laughs> he's furious. He's over there. Just It's like, at some point, it's like, I've, there's no way he could be mad, that mad about anything. There's no way. So <laughs> two nights ago, I did a sh- the Waggish stream. And mm-hmm. that went really long. I went till 4 a.m. And then last night, I took a day off. So I was not fuming. I wasn't asking to play. I, none of that was true. Uh, yeah. I was if I if I have my days right. Yeah, I was. Um, I watched The Mandalorian. I watched, you know, that show Big Mouth on Netflix. Do you guys know it at all? Yeah, the puberty cartoon. It seems a little feels odd. like I'm watching child porn or something. Like, Just like that, huh? Good stuff. Yeah. It, like I, I, I'm like, am I, am I allowed to watch this? I feel like it gets you on a list or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like that—that that, the previews for that show, like when it was coming out, like on you know the Netflix, like because it was it's Netflix shows, so they obviously like give them all their little slot up there where when you open the app, it starts auto playing. Like one of the previews for it was like a girl talking about getting her period, and then she was just talking to a giant, what is to be assumed to be anthropomorphic thirteen-year-old pussy. Oh, like, yeah, I think she's played by Amy Schumer. She's a recurring character, and yeah, uh, I know what you mean. It's like. This, well, that's she's the perfect character to play a giant thirteen-year-old <laughs> pussy. Uh, the the boys, the girl, all of it. Just like you'd think that I'd be. I'm not sure what makes me more uncomfortable: the boy puberty stuff or the girl puberty stuff. Yeah, I just try not to watch the child porn cartoon, and uh, I I'm, think I'm the better, all the better for it. I'm four years into it at this point, Kyle. I need to know what happens when these kids grow up. They're not I'll even pull the ripcord on shows. Way. You get one chance with me. Like, um, what was that 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 Bill Burr cartoon? I gave him two F seasons. Is man. For F is for family. I gave you two seasons, Bill. I like your shit, but this isn't funny. It's not. Yeah. It's not well animated. Uh, you don't focus on like you didn't focus on writing any any good characters. Look at something like fucking King of the Hill. Name a good cartoon. It's nothing like those. There's yeah. there's no good there's no good characters in your cartoon. It's bad. There was no happy bad cartoon in that show. Like, yeah, you made like uh, it reminds me of uh, Married with Children, except not funny. Yeah, Married with Children was hilarious. That's a good comparison. It's like an unfunny animated Married with Children because I remember watching. I haven't watched the most. What? How many seasons is he on now? Four. I watched the first two. And the first one, I remember, we probably talked about it as it was coming out on the show. Like, we were all excited about it. Like, oh, it's Bill Burr making a cartoon. He's so fucking funny. He's going to knock it out of the park. And then we watched the first season. And it's like, okay, like, I don't really remember any laugh out loud moments. It's a guy that's really just kind of depressingly hating his job and doesn't like his kids and his wife is desperate. Like, And then I was like, okay, well, season two, maybe he was working the kinks out. Not at all. Like, it's just, it's just not going to be a funny show. No, gave up a long time ago. Letter Kenny, however, watched all eight seasons in like two weeks. What's the just wow? I need a lot of hand holding with this one. Really funny comedian got canceled. Bald redheaded dude that's not Bill Burr. Fatter. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. made a TV show. Also incredibly not funny. He had the Hello Fellow Kids guy. I think he played his brother. He owned a bar. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Do you guys know this show? Yeah. Yes. Did you? Yeah, watch? I watched. Something. You're right. It wasn't very good at all. I. It's. Don't, no, if it wasn't it's, good or if it just missed my expectations. Like it was somehow heavy, and heavy is a kind of good. It's just not the good I was looking for. I, I think they're just like not trying to make a tradition. 
if I remember correctly, that's not even on a network. It's like one. It's like a pay per view type thing. Like you got to subscribe to a service or something like that, or like go through Louis C.K.'s website or something. Like I, I yeah, you go through Louis C.K. website and you can pay any amount you want. I paid five dollars. That's it. And uh, like five dollars was the default. He's like, if you can pay fifty, thank you. If you have to, if if you can only pay one, pay one. And when you think of like people who don't know, like you're you're watching this podcast for like point two cents. Right, not two cents, but point two cents. If ten of you watch it, if you watch it ten times, that's two pennies, something like that. And uh, but change IP addresses, or it doesn't count. I don't even know what's true. <laughs> or just become a, a patron. You know, one dollars, five dollars. So ten, you get PK in early. But like, you can see why Louis C.K. is like, pay a dollar because that, like, that dollar guy is well, it's incalculable. What? How many people is that? Fifty people? No, fifty. Five. Five hundred. Five. Five hundred. Is it 500? It's 500. People? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one guy who pays even a dollar is like 500 YouTube people. It, it's, uh, um, I can see why he tried that business model. Worth a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's done well using that business model, especially with the cancel culture. And he did it when he was really beloved, right? And I think that helps too. You know, I was like, oh, Louis C.K.'s doing a thing. I can ship $5 his way for a whole season. It seemed like worth it to me. And yeah, yeah. But if you're not beloved, maybe it's not as good a model. It's also a popularity contest sort of thing. Yeah. Or if you're like, I don't know, if you're, I think it could be good for for not being beloved too, because like there are a lot of people who support Louis C.K. and look at what happened to him as like a gross overreaction and just him getting caught up in cancel culture because look, it seemed like everything he did was consensual. Like like the only thing that I think you've ever had an issue with, Woody, was the balance of power that you perceived between a, 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 someone who was a star and someone who was not quite, who was just getting started in that business. So like maybe like if PewDiePie asks a, a YouTuber who's just getting started, hey, uh, you are if I jerk one off right here, maybe they feel like they're in a position where they can't say no. But it paid off for me in the end. That's how I got my start. It did. It did. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but no, you're That's right. That's a man who could use lock and load. That was pathetic. <laughs> Dribbling so, down his thigh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think at the peak of cancel culture, I had <clears throat> concerns and I felt like I knew what happened. Now I feel like I don't know what happened. There are women who felt like they were powerless and got jerked off on. But I wonder what kind of feedback they gave him that night. Did they feel powerless that night or did they feel powerless like that in retrospect? And he got all green lights that night, you know, cause like that, that's what happened. Uh, fuck names. Who's the good Indian actor from parks and rec. He's funny. Aziz Ansari. Aziz. That is not what I was about to say. Ali Rosari or something fucked up like that. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> so uh, uh, anyway, uh, uh, that guy got all green lights. She blew him. You know, like he came, and you know, then she describes it later as some like terrible date, and he was like, "Shit, I thought things went pretty well." <laughs> you know? Bust in your mouth, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> thought we were both enjoying our day you swallowed <laughs> yeah. we watched it's always sunny afterward <laughs> <laughs> so I, I always felt like like i don't know i just you never a- did bring my t-shirt back <laughs> yeah, some thief? Of- <laughs> How <do> you like that <laughs> thief? <laughs> yeah right i'm going after you but uh yeah yeah unless you're there that night it's hard to really know like the he said she said behind it and in the cancel culture it seems like defending yourself is a bad idea and 
it's very confusing. You know what I'm really happy about? That woke culture isn't so ubiquitous yet that that female kicker got away with being awful at what she did oh and, uh, and, and, and making a fool of herself in the halftime speech. So Vanderbilt had that, that girl uh, kick for them uh, a couple weeks ago. Against Mizzou. We won 42 at to nothing, I think. 42 to nothing, Mizzou stomped them. It was 24 Whoa. to nothing at halftime, I want to believe. Uh, and uh, there was this part where, like, like leading up to it, like, like let me let me see what the title of this article is from the Bleacher Report. Is this the NFL's first female player? Question mark. <laughs> the answer is fuck no. Um, she's, she's a she's a soccer player, uh, a good one at that. It would seem. Actually, no. I think I read that she's maybe a, a goalkeeper and that she uh, she she was like one for five on saves or something like that. That could be wrong though. That that's the only part I'm not sure about with all mm-hmm. this. But it, they were down twenty four to nothing. And uh, the coach was really clearly going for a publicity stunt here, maybe trying to keep his job. Uh, he lost it, by the way. Um, mm. And uh, he uh, he arranged for her to have a halftime interview with ESPN. And uh, and she's like, you know, I just don't know what the problem is. Nobody, no, nobody's out there cheering. None of none of the boys are cheering. I, I'm the only. We got a first down. We got a first down. And. I'm the only one over there cheering. I'm looking around. These guys got no team spirit. When we were playing in the soccer finals, we were all cheering all the time. <laughs> and uh, you're just like, what are okay. You well, when you come back out of the locker of your own special locker room, I assume <laughs> you better kick the shit out of that ball. And then she like fucked up an onside kick. I want to say home and like his was it the Vanderbilt like Boilermakers or something and his like hat and jersey being like watching the interview being like fuck (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) oh man yeah that was bad I remember like people on Twitter were trying to defend it like uh, actually it was a tactical onside kick and like football people were like it was downed at the thirty eight if it was (laughs) it was the worst onside kick she could have done watch it goes right to the Mizzou guy he just picks it right up and. Like that's, uh, it, I mean, I would be, I, I almost feel bad for her because it's like, you know, when her head it up so big, you know, I and don't. then to fail that badly. It would be like this, Taylor. If, if the fucking, if, if you were traveling and you just happened to be in Boston and the Bruins said, oh God, we need a goalkeeper. <laughs> How about that guy? No, he's sticking out. Like, you, the guy with the head. And it, <laughs> that, <laughs> What? <laughs> and, and and then they started hyping you up for some reason. Like like first cranio magnus and inf- afflicted man will will serve and will, will play in the NHL, you know? And and, and you were just like and you gave like a fucking speech before the game. You're like, you know, I was talking to the boys over there and no team spirit here in Boston. I gotta say, now that I'm a Bruin, I'm gonna have to take these guys under my wing. Like you're you're just like all like if you gave a speech like that and then you went out there and like let in 10 goals like in a period like no, dude, you're, you're sold me 100 percent. you're right like, i wasn't putting together the pieces of her saying at halftime these guys basically suck and they don't care and they just want the game to be no over team spirit no, no team, team spirit it's like yeah maybe because they're getting hit by other men out there while, while you sit and watch like like maybe that's what's going on you just know there was a collective groan from the Vanderbilt team as she kicked, and that happened. Just and I don't know what Vandy's I don't know what Vandy's record was for the year, but the fact that their head coach just got fired, I'm guessing they were one and seven or something, one and eight at that point of the year. But I did just you know, check, and now Missouri, 
in the college football playoff rankings, number 25. Dude, we well, congrats, man. Missouri, NC State, and Georgia are all ranked right now. Yeah. Clash of the Titans. Oh, we're, we're very Kyle excited in Georgia. Worse than ever. Our teams storming up through the ranks. We're and very then, excited in Georgia to be ranked while we to- watch Florida and Alabama fa- play for the SEC championship game. We're, we're, we're super psyched. Well, to- Georgia, Georgia probably won't end up playing Missouri this year. I would hope not. That'd be kind of embarrassing to play you guys. No offense. Yeah, I, I don't know. I heard no, a rumor probably- that if Trump loses in Georgia one more time, he'll have to rename himself to University of Georgia. University of Missouri. I fucked up my joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. If he I'm, loses I'm- in Georgia one more time, he'll be calling himself Missouri. I mean, but by by sports analysis, (laughs) the Florida absolutely deep dicked Georgia this year, way worse than they beat Mizzou. So by by sports math, we're better. Yeah, sports math doesn't fucking work. It's true because by rankings and stats, Georgia's better. Georgia has a a really good run game and a great a great defense, and somehow uh, how many do this is a hard question you might not know, but are you losing a lot as seniors into the pros? Oh, I don't know. Our recruiting classes are always incredibly strong, though. So, like, it's it's never like, oh, this was our year to do it. Next year, we're nothing. It's it's always like, well, next year we got a great chance too. It's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get there eventually. It's NC just it, St- I gave up. You roll on the NC dice State enough times. Get it. <laughs> they they won their game, I think, but their quarterback had a broken leg and he's out for the season, and the backup was not as good. And somehow we haven't lost a game since. And uh, we're going to probably win next week, too, because our opponent's terrible. Any uh, any other sports stuff that you guys actually care about? Like, what's going on in the world of basketball or whatever it is you guys watch? Uh, it did get rescheduled. Mizzou plays Georgia on Saturday. Sick. Here's the thing. What's the spread? Yeah. We should make a bet. Let's see. First uh, UGA. Does it say that on ESPN? Where do you see that? I'll just. Oh, wait. The spread. Uh, Georgia's minus 13. Money line, Georgia's minus 450. Minus 13. They say you'll be within two touchdowns. Well, I guess you're ranked. I mean, you're really good. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I got five bucks. Says we beat you by 14. Okay. All right. Um, Sports stuff you asked for. It turns out that uh, Mayweather is fighting Logan Paul. Yeah. So, boxing. I don't know. It, it this is the silliest sport, boxing. But dude, this guy Paul Logan or Jake Paul, I get him confused. Logan, he's the big. Logan's the big one. What a great gig! Like now, it seems like the only time I hear about him, and granted, I don't follow his YouTube or anything, but these fights he does, these are huge. They blow up social media. Like, they're his brother is trying to fight Conor McGregor, and he's about to fight uh, Mayweather. Uh, Mayweather. It's it's nuts how 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 like their self promotion and their online yeah. presence has has gotten them here. Yeah. It, so when you're a prize fighter, the real marketability is that people want to see you fight. That's what this is about. People who want to watch you fight, of course, right? It seems obvious. Usually, people build a fan base by winning fights. Logan Paul's never won a fight, right? Mm-hmm. He's. I guess he had an exhibition, or maybe the first one was a draw. Maybe that's why. Whatever it is, his second fight, in fairness. Did you guys watch his second fight against KSI? Did not. In my mind, Logan Paul clearly won. However, he threw a punch while KSI had his knee down, I think. 
which is hitting a downed opponent, which is against the rules. They docked him two points, and he lost by one. I think that's how that went. Now he lost, right? The scores are in. He's, he's his official loss on his record. But to my eye, he was bullying KSI in that fight. But, like, on the Woody he's scorecard. He's a dude. Yes. He's, he's athletic, too. He was a wrestler. He's easily got 60 pounds on Mayweather. I, it'll be interesting Probably more. I want to watch it. I I don't. No, you won't watch it. You won't even watch the GIF afterwards. No. I watch. Yeah, I watch the GIF after. I watch the GIF afterwards of just about anything. But <laughs> I, I'm there's uh, like like just like the only reason I watched the Mike Tyson fight. Another benefit of being a fifty dollar patron is like we all watched in a big group watch in there, and I had to pay for it. And it was like, yeah. Oh, by the way, we never talked about that. Tyson clearly won that, and they called it a draw. Do you know it was but, a draw before it happened? Right. Likely. Oh no! It like so. The only ways that was going to end is knockout, and they weren't supposed to knock each other out. It's an exhibition. They said they would stop the fight if they threw punches that were too hard, but that didn't happen. They tried, or the three make believe celebrity judges declare it a draw as they had agreed to do before the fight. So I think like a lot of people didn't seem to know that. Like I did not. Yeah, Chael Sonnen made a video, and I'm like, doesn't he know? Like, I read that it was a draw before the fight happened, that they that it was preordained. Like, they, they, they didn't score that. I didn't know that, and none of the people I was watching with knew it either. Um, we were, we, I, I caught, I didn't watch, like, the first round or two. I came in, uh, I was out, and I came in a little bit late to it. Plus, I didn't want to watch, like, whoever the prelims were, Jake Paul or whoever, probably. But it looked to me like Mike Tyson was bullying him. And it looked like uh, he had way more cardio than and uh, Jones did, and and then they called it a draw, and I was just like, wait, what? How? Uh, but boxing judge, like I get that this is this is not exactly this has nothing to do with boxing judges judging. This is just they agreed to like tie, which doesn't even I, I can't imagine if they had made that more well known. I don't know why anyone would have watched. Like if they were like. Watch Tyson have a draw with Roy, Roy Jones Jr. tonight. That's right, folks. It's already been decided. It's going to be a tie. They've agreed. Both opponents have agreed. Oh, and the judges? Well, they've already written tie on their scorecard. <laughs> Hold them up, judges. Hold them up high for the camera. It's going to be a tie. All right, we're kicking off in 10 minutes. It'll be $35.99, your credit card of choice. No, there's no way. Yeah, I, I, can't, I Googled it. I can't find that, but I, I'm positive I knew it before the fight that it was a draw and that they agreed to it. And it was one of the things that the fighters were like going back and forth about. They didn't like, you know, they didn't like that it was an exhibition. They didn't like that they were two minute rounds. They didn't like that it was going to be a draw. Like, I remember this. How, I mean, it seems like if the both fighters want it to be anything else, they could just get it made, right? They couldn't get an athletic commission to sign off. Right. Right. Yeah. So the two minute thing in particular, they did that because they're in their 50s. And uh, but it turns out that women fight two minutes and men fight three. And they're like, we're men like this is insulting to us. But mm -hmm. it, I, I don't know. I thought two minutes was about right. I thought that like boxing, I get excited as it arrives, as it, as it approaches, I should say. And then to watch it, I get a little bored. You know, like it's never everything. Boxing else. is garbage. Boxing is fucking garbage. Like, like the fights are boring. Um, I, I don't like to see them take all that much brain damage because that's what they're taking. Just tons and tons of brain damage, way more than in, in mixed martial arts. And then the the judging is always so corrupt that it's 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 going to be a frustrating end 
unless your guy gets a KO. Like this, the only way you're going to enjoy a boxing match is if, like, I think that's why Tyson was so fucking popular. He'd come out and knock somebody the fuck out in the first round and then run off and say some crazy shit at the press conference. What's not to love about that? The last thing I want to see is two men dance around for 15 minutes, tapping each other in the forehead, and then some judges to lie to me because they're fucking mm-hmm. corrupt. It It's like that every goddamn time. When, when Mayweather fought uh, um, Conor McGregor, Conor won a couple of rounds there. Like, at least one. And the, not on the scorecards, though. Right. And it's like, well, the fix was in from the start. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck was this? Oh, wait. Didn't Mayweather rented the building? Mayweather paid the judges. Like, like everybody there is working for Mayweather. So, of course, they're in his pocket. Yeah. How can people watch something that's that corrupt? Right, right. Data White wants to do boxing. With the whole pandemic thing, he says, struggling to make UFC profitable, but mm-hmm. he wanted to do boxing. And I would like it if they would do boxing like they did MMA. Take the best fighters, make them fight each other. If a guy loses, his career's not over. We happily watch fighters with seven, eight, 13 losses on their record because they're interesting to watch. I like watching them fight. Yeah. And they're still really good. You know, they just eh, eh, had some off nights. They're fighting career. the best competition out there. Right. You know, you, you, I'm sure they could wheel someone in and I could get a 30 and 0 record in boxing. And, yeah. you know, against some poor geriatric guy. <laughs> Dirty, (laughs) dirty, and uh, you know, but that's what they do in boxing. They they beat all these people who don't have a Wikipedia page, and they run up their record. And uh, yeah, it stinks. It stinks. I wish they do it the UFC way, where it's okay. It might be the worst sport. I'd rather watch lacrosse. I'd rather watch a night of lacrosse than a night of boxing. I'd rather watch a night of MLS soccer. I'd rather watch. Uh, women's yes. volleyball. I'd I'd watch women's volleyball if it was just on though. That's, I subscribe that's, that's to the women's volleyball subreddit. Yeah. I, <laughs> good God. Like, like, are there any ugly women who play beach volleyball? It's almost like you have to be like attractive and like like outgoing to even get on the volleyball team From at like the a angle low level. I watch them. I wouldn't know what their faces oh, look like. They have heads. <laughs> I didn't know. I think women's volleyball is just leaning forward and giving signals behind your pussy. Fuck me. Like like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet at some point some like ugly ugly player was like yeah maybe we could go to like swim swim tr- uh, shorts you know wear trunks like the guys and they just like all f- like blows were just raining down upon her immediately no one's like, watch if we do that you fucking idiot <laughs> we gotta keep at least eight thousand eyes nationally on the olympics <laughs> if, if those girls wore cargo shorts and fucking like long sleeve t and like long sleeve t-shirts or something like that the ratings would plummet. I hate it when the MMA girls do that. You, sometimes the MMA girls wear like a, something like a t-shirt. What they should be fighting in is double sports bra. People don't watch women MMA. The hottest outfit, like Ronda Rousey used to wear a sports bra, and then a sports bra over that is like a second layer of uh, modesty. T- titty know, protection. Yeah. The titties will pop out with only one sports bra. It could happen. And they wear like booty shorts on the bottom. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily a bikini, but it's booty shorts. And that is, to me, is like the appropriate women's fighting attire. When they show up in a full rash guard, like a child wears at the pool. Yeah. No. That's. It's... Sometimes you understand, though, there was some of them. Some of them I would prefer they wear the rash guard. Uh, well, I would still rather see what I'm mocking. 
I didn't Fair know that enough. Work. Okay, I, I usually don't mock, but oh, actually, I do. Remember oh, that picture on. I sent? There was this one UFC <laughs> night where the the chick looked like uh, Sid the Sloth <laughs> with her fucking cross eyes, <laughs> and I was just I was like, <laughs> immediately sending it to Woody, like, what the fuck? He's like, I know, right? <laughs> she um, had one, and she was looking at both corners simultaneously. Which sport great. has the best looking women? Oh, gymnastics is Rugby. is way up there. Um, you know, I think it seems for some reason that pole vaulting, like if we're talking about Olympic Ooh. sports, for some reason pole. I, I think maybe you have to be like, I don't right? know. Of course, we're all biased with the Allison you, Stokes effect, but actually, there are a lot of hot pole vaulters. My answers were surfing, and uh, surfing has a nice balance of really athletic women, but not manly yet. You know, you can go too far. MMA mm-hmm. maybe goes too far sometimes. And uh, mountain climbing, mountain climbing chicks are they're chicks, but they're super fit. Man, uh, a lot of belly button hair out there on the on the slopes. I don't know I about mean, that one. I hope a lot of ab definition, mm. core strength. I, I'm okay with ab definition. Uh, I just don't like. I just don't want pecs. It's <laughs> <laughs> all like pull muscles. Um, they're not pushing. Yeah, I, I think that if you, if you do Olympic sports, there's a lot of them, and gymnastics, like like. The gymnastics uh, uh, uniforms are pretty hot. Like like when one of those chicks does a whole floor routine, like her her whole ass is showing by the time she gets to the other end of the mat. Like, you know, so that's always fun. Remember I was talking about you like, hey, what have you lost a couple inches, but your muscles, do you got tanky? I feel yeah. like the women gymnastics are a little tanky to be. It depends on hottest. which area of gymnastics, right? Because like the girls who do uh, the floor routine can often be a little thick. Like I think they've got to like have a real strong like lower body to do some of those like aerials, yeah. but it seems like the girls who do like uh, the balance beam uh, are often the opposite. Um, you know, they're, they're they're more like ballet dancers in a way. Uh, they have nice bodies. The um, the pole vaulters really do look great. The runners not so much. I, I think the but hurdles seems to be booty central. Uh, it seems like it seems like they need a they need a lot of ass to get up and over, um, but if we're talking about regular sports and just move the Olympics aside, because frankly, a lot of that shit they do in the Olympics shouldn't even be a sport. I gotta imagine there's like Slovakia is just paying somebody off so that some of these sports just stay in there because they've got the best fucking sawhorse rider in the world <laughs> or whatever the fuck they're doing this year, like like. MMA should be in the in the Olympics, like Habib was saying the other day. You think way more than like how do they half do? of the track and field shit? How are they going to do like whatever eight fights tournament? in a tournament? Yeah, <sighs> I guess you got to win without taking damage. You know, I mean, I I, I bet those I, I bet everybody else is getting hurt. Except for the swimmers, they're just getting a little tired. You know, there's not a lot of impact <laughs> there, but um, you know. It, just do it. Wrestling. There's wrestling. You know? There's boxing. There's boxing. So, like, why not? Yeah. I guess you're right. I don't know that... The, I don't know anyone... And it would be such a great story. Damage. Like, imagine if your guy, like, takes a ton of damage in, like, the second round, and, like, he's he's head, he's heading to that gold medal round, and you're like, oh, man, I don't know. The other guy... Our guy's better, but he took so much damage. Like, his left arm doesn't look like it's gonna... Imagine this. 2021 Olympics, right? Let's say they moved the Summer Olympics because of the pandemic. It happens in 2021. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but let's work with it. GSP might come back for a shot at a gold medal. Khabib might come back for a shot at a gold medal. You know Connor's going to represent Ireland. Like, there's mm-hmm. 
all of the living legends. You know, who's going to represent England? Do you think Michael Bisping would do a comeback, maybe, for gold? Like, give it a go. There's a chance he could win at 185. Who's our guy? Who's our best chance at winning an Olympic gold medal? Um, John Jones. Jones. We have to hope he can continue to work his USADA magic. Uh, But John Jones is the winningest fighter I can think of. There's got to be others. Who else do we have? We've got a bunch of champions. His hate for John Jones knows no bounds. Yeah, that's true. Just, just to reiterate, Taylor, John Jones never lost a fight. Matt Hamill yeah. beat him. The guy who played Anakin or yeah. Luke? Yeah, yeah, Luke Skywalker beat him. Um, but he wants to kill me. <laughs> that's <laughs> a completely different character. So we've got the heavyweight <laughs> chance, Steve Miocic. I think he's a, he would win. Uh, You'd have to fight John Jones to do it, though. Oh, is there just one winner? It's not by weight class. Well, you get. Well, it depends what weight class John Jones wants to compete in, right? True, 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 true. Um, John Jones should compete in both. He should weigh yeah. two hundred five and see if he can get a pair of golds. So go, Michael Phelps, on this thing. Oh, that'd be so sick. Yeah, I wish they put MMA in the Olympics. Like, like I, I, I don't care about the format. Figure it out. Like, like do a test run in twenty twenty one. Maybe in uh, I don't know when the next Olympics is. If they do it three years later or four years later, and now we're offset. No, they wouldn't do that because we've skipped. We've moved the Olympics before, I believe, like in times of war. In any case, I'd like to see it in the Olympics. But back to the hottest women in sports. Mm. If we're talking about like actual sports, not like if we're not going to include javelin and shot put and fucking hammer throw and nonsense like that, because those aren't real sports. <laughs> they're just not real fucking sports. Let's be real. Like, like they're, they're totally. It's a sport. Like, like when's the last time you went out to the hammer throw course and that doesn't and, make it a and lobbed a few. To me, a lot of hammers that, with the boys. I would argue that a like measurable sport like hammer throw is more of a sport than something like gymnastics, which is interpreted. I still see a hammer throw as more of a competition than a sport. Oh. I'm not sure gymnastics is a sport either, frankly, but I have no problem with it because because they don't wear much and they're not very old. What are the qualifications for a sport? You have to be able to get hurt. <laughs> I like Says for the me, hockey guy. <laughs> yeah look i i think a lot of things can be a sport but the the things that that i consider like the core sports are usually involve a fucking ball man you know like i'm not sure swimming is necessarily a sport like like, like you can only compete because there's time there's there's a stopwatch um i don't know I, I like when there's a score to be had like like water polo is a sport yeah but there's but I don't know that throwing a fucking javelin even applies to anything anymore. Like when they invented the Olympics, we were still throwing javelins in warfare. It made sense. Like, it, uh, it like I just oh, like you, a sport. Oh, My favorite sports are the ones where there's like clear winners and losers. Uh, mm-hmm. The purest sports are one v one to me, like wrestling, swimming, like where there's not a team to hide behind. Like football to me is somehow less pure. Certainly a sport. I'm not saying it's not a sport, but you know, whose fault is it? You lost that game. Well, no one person's fault. Typically. Uh, I would argue that, uh, that, that, that they're better competitions. Like, like, like the, the, because like you said, there there is something to be said about a team sport versus an individual sport. Like, like if we're, if we're just going to run a mile and see who's the fastest in the world, that's on one guy's shoulders. It doesn't matter how good his defense is or if, if his special teams is, is going to be good that day. So it is different. 
I think there's something cool about MMA in that, like, yeah, both you guys take off most of your clothes, lock them in a cage, see who walks out of here. Like, that is a very pure sport to me. Yeah. I was reading about, like, the original Olympics once, <clears throat> maybe even in high school, and they, they, they were talking about how rules became instituted over the years. And uh, originally in wrestling, um, finger-breaking wasn't against the rules but but the, there came to be a great greek champion <laughs> you know paulius the finger snapper i suppose and he would just you know he would pin them and then he'd just start snapping their fingers one by one until they can you imagine watching a, an event that barbaric where you're like oh and paulius has him down Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, he's he's isolating the hand. Oh, Michael's trying to hide his fingers. Look at him. Look, at him. and he's doing that thing where he's just like, ah. he's like biting the guy's hand to like get a finger and just snap. I tap, I tap. Not yet, you don't, dude. That's a special kind of brutal, isn't it? To like, and they were all naked, like early uh, on. They were actually they fully were, naked. Yeah, they were fully naked, breaking each other's fingers and biting. Mm. Do you think that like? Olympics 2 had a lot of new rules. <laughs> but they're like, it's going to be great. The whole known world's going to play. And then people are breaking each other's fingers and biting each other. The javelins are turned on foes instead. <laughs> I'm sure that there were never more rules added than you between Olympics what? 2. Instead of javelin catch, let's just hit, let them hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta do that. (laughs) The javelin catch. The javelin catch. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, but but if we're talking about like team sports, like like where that that have hot chicks, softball's got to be pretty low uh, on that one. Man, you went low. I was like, what? Have you lost your mind? Softball. The men that play softball. uh <laughs> yeah, like if if you want to see a an ugly chick who smells bad, find a softball catcher. Um, that's gonna be the worst looking. No, there uh, are I remember the catcher for our high school so, uh, softball team. Oh my! I, I not a looker. There are good looking people that play softball. I, I when I went to college, there was a girl in particular. It was just ten out of ten. Ten out of ten on anybody's list. And she played softball, but by I would say softball girls are less attractive than non-athletes. And I've never done the analysis. Typically, athletes beat non-athletes as a whole, but softball, I don't know what's up. Oh yeah, uh, super strong women. That's not a looker one. Like the the Olympic competitions, weightlifting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, generally no because thrown and stuff trying to you know get them all the edges they have and they just kind of like put on a lot of mass and they don't really have a feminine look you know they're 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 not they're not really worried about any sort of visual aesthetic or anything Mm -hmm. like that they're just like i i need to lift 200 pounds over my head real fucking bad and whatever that takes yeah that's that's not that's not a good looking crowd just just I don't know why I'm being contrarian. This isn't an argument I think I can win. But I'm finding them to be better than I expected. They're not the heavy ones, right? Obviously, there's some yeah, women here. Yeah, that one in the top left. 
<laughs> right, right, right. But the woman oh, in blue next to her. fucking pressing there? Is that three plates or four? No, no, no. It's two plates. It's two plates. My bad. But that's 225. Look at the, the blue woman next to her. Yeah. She's. Yeah. I'm not showing it to um, the audience, right? It's a lot of forehead on her. Mm. And this is like. Yeah, that she looks old. Am I the only one who thinks she looks <laughs> really old to be fucking in the Olympics? Uh, yeah. She's got old face. I wonder if you don't age out of weightlifting. She looks like she best. spent the, the pregame ugly crying. What about this woman? Okay, let's see. Yeah, I think it's the same person. God, what a camel toe. <laughs> yeah, right? Really? Yes. Yeah, that's bearing the brunt of it. <laughs> The gobbler. It... <laughs> the gobbler. <laughs> gobbler down there. <laughs> they call me pussy the gobbler. How about the... the <laughs> what your search was, Woody, on the second row, the, I guess, sixth column, the blue USA. Okay, like this this little girl like doesn't even look like... What is she even lifting there? What is 20? What's She's she wearing got? a shirt that just says weightlifting. It says Nike weightlifting. Okay. I, I'm always interested in like how much someone's actually lifting. Like, like it looks like there's a yellow plate on the outside. So I'm going to say there's like 30 on each side. I'm going to guess the yellow one's a 10. If the blue one's a 20. Those so, are killer. So. Yeah. Are the, you sure about that? The yeah. last one I linked to show everyone again. Uh, she might like, what's definitely true is hot girls do resistance training. No one's arguing against that. Uh, so she might not be an Olympic weightlifter. She might just be a hot girl doing resistance training. I don't know if that dude. I don't. I don't no, think that's that's kilos. You might be right. I know. I've seen I in a lot of math women. in my head. There's no way she's pressing 160 pounds. Look at her arms. Yeah. Oh. I mean, well, this this is a woman competing in the Olympics, and these are kilos. You got a big in here or what? Yeah. Woo! Goodness. <laughs> so that's. 50. See, this what? is what I was talking about when it's like a some very girl... different woman, Taylor. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, look at that minge. Yeah. I saw her um... pussy could eat that girl that you linked before this girl. Oh, yeah. Who's the Captain Marvel chick? Oh, Bree, maybe Bree Larson. She does resistance training. She has a good body, mostly. Sure. Uh, not a big butt, but... No, she's got a terrible ass. <sighs> Poor thing. She'll be okay. That's true, too. Yeah, so hottest chicks. I'm going to go with surfing. That's my my best answer. Final answer. Although mm. I will say it's one of those artistic judged <sighs> sports. You know, there are some hot female golfers. I know, I know that just occurred to me. There's something about sports that require a bit of affluence yeah. to, to be a part of that just mean it, it's almost like pretty people end up being successful more than ugly people and their children end up being able to play the more affluent sports. You know, there's not a lot of golf teams in the hood. So it just stands to re reason whether it's for whatever reason that some pretty chicks play in golf. Well, yeah, but they, they'll be like, and yes, tennis. all people make more money. Yeah, I brought up tennis. Oh, really. tennis. Yeah, I didn't hear you. Yeah, those chicks know how to fucking dress. They're always wearing a, a skirt with like that does not cover their ass and panties. It's like it's it. not supposed to. 
right? Like, like, like if your skirt didn't allow me to see up it every volley, then there's something wrong with your skirt. Yeah, they would be asked to leave Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> if they dressed like that in an establishment for children that way. Yeah, like, same with cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah, they're dressed like cheerleaders. I have yeah. gone off on the cheerleader thing so many times. Like, like it, it seems yeah, like I'm the only person that that noticed. I, I, but I'm still right. I'm still right. These these little girls are being sexualized. <laughs> what? Oh God, Taylor! I, I, just, I linked story. an article and uh, they. Apparently, there were some mistakes made at a hospital where they gave kids minoxidil, which is a hair growth agent, instead of omeprazole, which is to help settle an upset stomach. And so these kids what body started part is this? sprouting hair. That's a, the upper shoulder of a child. Okay. That's a baby's delt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a baby's delt. And look at how much how much fucking hair. And look at the color of your delts. Uh, yeah, I have some hair, but not like that. Not a lot. Yeah, I, I got some hair up here. My arms aren't that bad, really. I, I, I mean, they're hairier than yours, I would guess. But so much hair, like there's none. I have zero back hair. I have zero like ch- like like I've just got that strip down my chest. I've got like like there's some hair on my stomach, I guess, like like my lower stomach. But like, oh, oh there's a full shit. chain of of custody <laughs> <laughs> up to here, up to my neck. Like I'm pulling some. You can't see it on my camera, and I got. Someone grows up over here. If I as, let this go, the neck will just continue. As I get it's, older, I have like it's not a lot of back hair. It's like five. And Colin's like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Three. I have one that's like back here on my shoulder. And like if I ever reach back and scratch and I feel it, I'm like, oh, you're coming out today. I got I like fish around to like doink oh. that motherfucker out of there. He's got to go. I have, I have no one eyebrow. Right on the top up there. Well, I have one eyebrow that grows wrong. And Colin saw it. This is like three days ago. And he's like, can I pluck it? And I'm like, no. Which, it was a rhetorical question, guys. It, it, like, it doesn't matter how I answer it. And as he, so he grabs it. And he doesn't just pull. He like, punch and pull. And he's like, punching my eyeball. And I was like, ah. And he's like, ah, didn't get it. Like, <laughs> Three or four punch and pulls, and I'm like, Colin, enough, enough. My eyeball hurts. You're punching me in the eyeball, right? So like, I go, I'm downstairs. I like have a coffee or something. Like nine minutes has passed, and Colin puts his arm around it, my shoulder, around my shoulders, alphaing me as he often does. And he's like, Hey, Dad, and I'm like, Why am I scared? <laughs> from the other side he has tweezers down <laughs> and, oh just, and I'm like what the like this is all surprise to me <laughs> and he gets it and I'm like well oh no this looks like a cornea <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, I was gonna I was about to say don't give him funny. tweezers then if he's gonna do a punch and pull <laughs> no, he, with the tweezers he was a little more delicate I guess but yeah, the eyeball hurt for a little while. It's better now. I just imagine like next time he wants to pluck an eyebrow, you're like, hang on, let me get my helmet. <laughs> yeah. He he doesn't like I, I don't know. Like my father will come over. He might have like a skin tag or something, right? He's over 70. And Colin's just like, mm. we're like, no, 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 you can't just rip those off. You know, like, oh, no. yeah. have I ever told you about removing a uh, like a like a skin tag once? I'm not sure. I, so, like, look, 
I'm vain. And when, if I see something like, like a skin tag or like, like a mole or something, it's gotta go, it's gotta go. And like, I was in New York doing a business thing and uh, I was, I was in my hotel room. I was walking around shirtless and I kind of reached back to like scratch my side and like somewhere, like on my ribs, on my right side, I felt something. And it was like a skin tag. It was like this, it was like a, it was like a flat mole that was like yeah. flop like this. It would, it would like flop. Yeah. And I was just like, Ugh, <laughs> this is so unsightly. <laughs> oh, I can't stand. It was like, I felt like I had a parasite. I was going to say a leech, right? Like it, it was like I had a parasite. Something was on slash in my body that I was just disgusted by. I was like, this has to go. Like I'm going to be, if I go out tonight, all I'm going to be thinking about is this, that this, this, this thing is on me. It, it, it'd be like having a splinter in your fucking eyeball or, 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 or like, I don't know. Dr. So, Colin wouldn't stand for that shit. He'd grab an exacto if that's what it took. Dr. Kyle won't stand for it either. Okay. Of course he's in a hotel room in New York city. Mm. So all he had at his disposal was a pair of nail clippers. Oh no. <sighs> Why would you do this? So I got my nail clippers and kind of stretched the skin, got in the mirror and I started, I got, I got all the way down to the base of this motherfucker sure. and I start squeezing. And in my head, I thought it's just going to go snip and like snip right off. Like you're like snipping a, a rosebud <laughs> off. Like you're pruning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've never had an earring, but it's like, it hurts and then it's over. Right. I'm, this is kind of, bo- this is kind of hard for me to tell the story. I get a little <laughs> squirming in my chair, just remembering back to how awful this was. <clears throat> So I squeeze and it's hurting and I squeeze more and I'm I'm hurting and I'm like, we're doing this. And I squeeze and I hear a crunch noise. I hear a crunch noise and I'm like, well, that had to be it. And I pull a little bit. No, it's still attached. So I make a decision. It's coming off. (laughs) (laughs) So I just go and just tear it off. Oh, so I never, you didn't sever it. You ripped, just ripped it. it off. I just tore the motherfucker off. And it hurt. <laughs> I have a high pain tolerance. I I, 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 I I truly believe this. I've never felt a 10 out of 10 pain because I've never gone unconscious. And I think that's what a 10 is. This was a 7. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, getting, you're, you're getting those, those fuzzies in your eyes. <laughs> I, literally getting dizzy and nauseous at the same time. And like having to sit down and I'm just like making a fist kind of hitting my thigh going, Oh shit. Oh shit. Fuck. 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 And the blood is already down to my hip. It's already (laughs) down to my hip. Like, like, like I'm like, I'm going to stain my fucking underwear. If I don't like, like, so I'm like getting a towel to staunch the bleeding. Now I ended up having to like go downstairs to the lobby and get like band-aids and like, neosporin and stuff but no scar or anything and i got it clean like if there'd been a little nub left i'd have had to do something about that too did you look I, at it afterward to see the culprit oh yeah it was gross I it bet. was gross little, yeah yeah little nub, little, nub yeah. Of- little chunk of flesh but but uh since then i've always involved the doctor for such things i had a mole like i don't know below my chest but above my ribs like that kind of area a while back and i got that removed at the doctor and uh 
you know, no big deal. I got one. I got one of those bumps once too, like the, like on the back of my like neck area Mm. many years ago at this point. But I remember the same thing of just one day being like, ah, what, what, what the fuck? When did, when did this happen? When did this pop up? And I remember like in my head, picturing a diagram of it where it's like, Oh, it's the skin. And then there's a thing on here. I don't want, what do I have to get rid of it? Hmm, only an idiot would use nail clippers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a shaving razor. I'll take a layer at a time. L- literally. I was picturing, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had like a little razor and I was picturing like what I should be able to do is if I just push really hard down instead of doing a light thing, it'll pick it up and scoop it with it. And what it, what it actually did is I remember I was like standing, I couldn't quite see it. And I was like pushing the, the razor in tighter and I pulled down really hard trying to get it. And I was like, oh, that stung, but not as bad as I thought. And I look and I'm like trying to see it. And it's like immediately pouring so much blood. And like I, I reach back to feel it. And now it's like I can pick up like the top portion of it, except it didn't get low enough to get the bottom part. And so I had to go back and like, I swear, I at one point I was so irate. I was just like, <laughs> and I eventually it shaved it all off. But it was, it was, there was so much goddamn. Dude, this, I can't do this anymore. This is making the, me feel so uncomfortable. I was having to push the razor down so much that all the surrounding skin was so irritated because it was just, and so I just had a huge red patch with like what's probably now a scar. I can't really see that. <laughs> oh, that was dumb. And now have, you ever, have you ever gotten like, I guess it's acne, but it's really like an abscess in like an, like your ear, ear area, like, 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 like the bottom of your I'm trying to show my ear, but they're so when I was like, very, like the bottom of your ear or like right behind it. Yeah. I got you one on a the pimple inside there. of my ear once, on the inside of this like cartilage area mm-hmm. and it wouldn't go away and it was so unsightly and gross. And I was only like, I mean, I was probably like, 13 or something and so like it wasn't that i cared that much about the unsightly but i was always trying to like pop it because it was so intrusive that like it was like a pressure in my ear and we went to the doctor and like he like lanced it and then like did like the and it was like someone like like just right open like it was it was the best it was i still remember how good it felt for that to pop and the pressure to be relieved as oh. that like ooh dripped out of my ear oh disgusting when when i was about 13 so i guess as a kid i just didn't wash i didn't i didn't wash my ears very well when i would like shower and stuff mm-hmm. and i got blackheads in my ears like not down my ear canal but like in the like flat smooth area mm-hmm. of like the inside of your ear and so we go to the dermatologist and this lady has me lie on my side with my head against like a the the, the bed and she has this tool and she is pressing on these blackheads, popping them so hard. It feels like she's about to penetrate through my goddamn skull and go <laughs> into my brain. And every one of them is just like, pow, pow, pow. She like pops them all. It's like a huge, they're huge. She's like oh. collecting them on like a fucking Petri dish over there. Like, look, look at all of that. And I'm like, oh my God, how many were there? Like, well, there's like eight in this ear and like four in the other better clean your ears in the future if you want unless you want this again and there's like tears in my eyes and I, ever since then every shower i'm just like fucking cleaning i got i know i've got like a cloth like soaping it up like like really getting in there good with with like acne wash to like i never want to have to really? go back to that woman in athens georgia and have her stab my ears again 
was it like that hard pus yeah, from oh, being yeah. trapped in there so long it's like a stick oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. i remember this i was at my grandparents house I was, I was pretty young but i think my mom was in the other room like complaining about acne or something and my grandpa was sitting there on his couch like you know having a coffee or something watching bull riding probably and he was like taylor come over here look at this because i was like hearing my grandma and my mom talking about acne and he comes over there and he yeah he goes watch this and he goes oh no nose and goes it squeezes it and it was like a fast forwarding like those mushroom head growth that just the amount of, of pus that came out of his nose it it was one of the grossest things i've ever seen in my life and yeah. he thought it was hilarious obviously <laughs> because he just wanted to, to jesus christ yeah oh christ that's that's so gross yeah uh, what do you have you ever self-removed a a mole or skin tag with a razor no wart or I nail to have a wart on my finger right here and if i didn't oh. like maintain it it would grow and you could see it but if you hit it with a razor blade i could make it almost gone so you stay in the shower every so often just shave down the top of the wart what did you do eventually to eventually a doctor put something very cold on it and it like oh froze it and it fell out or something oh that's cool yeah use the the liquid nitrogen froze that bitch off that's cool yeah. I remember getting dragged along to doctor's appointments when I was little because my my younger brother, like, he went through a phase when he was young where he would just, like, get a wart on his thumb, like a big gross wart or a wart on his toe or something. And, like, you know how it is. Like, I'm six. He's, you know, younger. And I would get dragged along to the doctor's office. And I remember, like, getting, like, it's just such a weird, like, clash of emotions because he would be like openly crying and scared and the doctor would be explaining like we're gonna freeze it off and then that part i was like freeze it off like like arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> like mr freeze we're gonna like that whoa and like and i remember watching them freeze the ward off with that really cold stick and it was really cool my brother hated it he was crying the whole time but i was fascinated i've never had a wart, so i've never had to deal with that i, I was told it didn't hurt much Getting that cold stuff. Yeah, it didn't hurt at all. I'm trying to remember. Maybe you get a needle in that area first. He was young enough that it could have just been being at the doctors, being spooky, you know. Yeah, I think it. I think it was literally painless. That's good. Well, I, yeah, I don't think I'm going to try any more self dermatology in the future. Hmm. Although it did get rid of it with just a lot of blood and a few tears. Oh, it sounds awful. I don't have an opportunity for self dermatology because involuntary dermatology will find it first. <laughs> Sneak up on me with tweezers. Dermatology and- <laughs> will get you, and forced cosmetology for you. Does he ever try and sneak a brush in? Feel like breath stinking? Like <laughs> Why are you pouring mouthwash on me? <laughs> you can just tell me. I'll go brush. Jesus. Like, I know no. we had onion soup with. You know, cabbage slaw for dinner. How much brushing is too much? Like, it, it is possible to brush your teeth too much and damage your gums and such. Is is three times a day too much? Yeah, it depends okay. how hard you're brushing. Like, if you're brushing so hard that your gums are bleeding, that's too much. You got to something. Uh, uh, or if your gums are bleeding, it could be because you don't brush enough. Well, that's bullshit. That shouldn't be the way that it works. That's like watering plants. Ah, oh, too much water, they turn brown. Not enough water, they turn brown. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do for you, quite frankly. But uh, <laughs> an uh, embarrassing way for a plant to die: too much water. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the hurdle you couldn't get. Too much food. I just had so many potatoes, I starved to death. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I got those braces, and I'm down ten pounds, by the way. So that the the pain in the ass eating is working. <laughs> uh, but um, every time you put them back in, you have to brush your teeth, so it can be like three times a day. Yeah, I'm going on a little trip, so I've been good with my diet recently. So oh, I yeah? can Well, good other than just those few days of absolute mayhem around Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, sure. it was like just. And every time, because of the amount of leftovers I bring home, it's all, it always turns into like a four day thing where it's like, well, I'm not going to not eat this. <laughs> That's I wasteful. Like, Jackie's <laughs> like, I saved you a slice of apple pie. And I'm like, ah, you know, Thanksgiving ended two days ago. I don't really want, well, if you don't eat it, I will. So I threw it away and told her I ate it. The big braid husband move right there. I don't, I don't keep. Like if food, food stays in the like if it's leftovers, it gets thirty six hours. Like like, like like nothing stays longer than it should stay. Like like canned goods. I've I've said before. I'll say again. Essentially, they'll last longer than you will. Like like literally. Like if you've got like a can of like me anyway, right? Certainly longer. <laughs> I I got stuff in my freezer that'll last longer than wood <laughs> at this point. But you know that any kind of leftover or like. Even eggs, like like I get, I start thinking eggs are kind of sketchy. If I if I if I if I've seen them around too long, like I, come on, I buy Nelly's eggs, and I'm like Nelly, I just don't think I'm going to have any eggs this week. And you've been in there for at least a month. You you gotta go. You gotta go. I throw away far too much food. I bet Americans throw away more food than any other group of people in the world. I'm sure. It's probably not even close. I saw this on uh, I saw this little post on from Twitter. <clears throat> Deadliest days in American history. Number one, the Galveston hurricane, eight thousand deaths. Number two, Antietam, uh, Civil War battle, uh, thirty six hundred deaths. Number Ooh. three, nine eleven, two thousand nine hundred and seventy seven deaths. Number four, last Thursday. Number five, last Wednesday. Number six, last Tuesday. Number seven, last Friday. Number eight, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> More people died than that at in D Day in Normandy. That's um, American. That's not American history, French history or something. Yeah. What? We're talking about Americans <laughs> who died in America. We're getting rid of all the wars. We're we're not counting Americans who died in America. I believe Taylor. Well, I don't care for the ignoring D Day in this. That's big fan of D Day. Like, like, what, were you there? Why should they be remembered any less than those that? Antietam. <laughs> uh, the Galveston hurricane we're also familiar with, which accurately killed exactly 8,000 people. Well, D-Day you know. uh, 2501. Uh, oh, not even close, Taylor. What are you thinking? Here, allied casualties on June 6th have been estimated. A- not allied. There were Canadians there. Hold on, bitch. 6,603 Americans, 2,700 British, and 946 Canadians. That sounds like D-Weekend. I'm talking Obama. about D-Day. 2,501. This is from, this is from the ObamaWhiteHouse.archives.gov. I'm from History.com. I don't believe your government propaganda. You're right, History.com. They have the name. 
<laughs> so I'm going actually just by June. How many 6th. people die on an average day in this country? Like a normal what is, day. Well, actually, we got 350 million. Go back to your source. Was yours also June 6th or was it like the? It was. It was that, June 6th. Battle. Yeah. Oh, we fucking. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was thirty thousand or something a day. I don't know. No, it can't be that many. Well, it couldn't be that many because how? Then that whole graph would make any fucking sense. Well, that's not really a graph. But they're dying of different shit. Like, not, not, these are, these are like one event. This is obviously about COVID. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about like total deaths of how many people die now. That's, that's my source. I don't know if it's right. I'm only as good as my source. Oh, Jesus Christ, Taylor. It's not even close. You bring a D day into this. Actually, D day. I just looked it up. It just disgraced the memory of those, of those fine men. So, in my opinion, D Day it falls in between last Wednesday and last Tuesday. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, it does. Deadliest days, but then it's, it's then the list doesn't make sense because if you're counting the total number of death, I'm I'm more just frustrated at the way the list is. Well, maybe you should complain to Sunday underscore girl over on Twitter. <laughs> I think you know? I don't think she was going for historical accuracy per se I, as much as making a point. I'm gonna make my own my own list. Least deadly days in American history. <laughs> uh, right after we started, It'll really good day. It was first day. Yeah, <laughs> when our population was the lowest. Day yeah, one. Like, well, eleven people died that day. It's like, <laughs> well, by percentage, oh. <laughs> yeah. there were only fifty of us. That was a terrible, terrible <laughs> day. A terrible winter. If the baker was amongst them. I'm going to Google deadliest days in American history and says, see what it comes in up with. 17, an average of 7,708 deaths occurred each day. I guess that makes sense, right? Or I guess I don't even know. Yeah. How many people die know. in India a day? By the math, that would be like 30,000 or something. Just throw them in the trash over there. Throw, throw me in the trash. <laughs> Taylor, yours didn't combine cat, like wounded and more, right? Is it was it deaths deaths your source? I just put in how many Americans I didn't do a deep dive. I went how many Americans died on D Day and it was on ObamaWhitehouse.gov. But I also see this other thing that said twenty five oh one were Americans. Well, that's what mine says. The figure sounds low. It's because da, 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 oh. Oh, wounded and the missing. Uh, I don't missing. know. I obviously picked a higher number because that is better for my point. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. In any case, yeah. Uh, well, don't don't try to get my Facebook feed to believe this propaganda, Kyle. Well, all those numbers are real. Well, I they're just, real numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no square root of negative nine on here. I don't, we don't yeah. know about the Galveston hurricane and Antietam. That was so long ago. Look at those all the zeros at the end of those numbers. I don't fucking know. That does look like an estimate. Yeah, if I was going to guess a list like this, I'd be like Galveston Hurricane, 8,124. I mean, I think at Antietam at some point, they're just counting arms and dividing by two. <laughs> We're multiplying by two. Antietam had 22,000, uh, <laughs> if you include the injured and missing and stuff. No? No? I just saw it on the internet. Must be oh, true. I was talking to Taylor. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> the arm conversation. <laughs> no, I think... Yeah, yeah well, but that, by two. that everybody has both of their arms blown off. 
There's lots of people with one arm blown. And Kyle's assuming everyone started with But two as arms. long as you count all of the arms you find and divide by two, you'll get the correct number of dead people. Oh, you're suggesting that there are a lot of arms that just got knocked off and they're laying around. And I'm yeah, they're still alive. Or perhaps people. people that entered the battle with one arm. I don't think you're thinking of all the possibilities, Kyle. You, you Maybe we just count the heads. Are you going to get both of your arms blown off? No. Some so people are just going to explode. Right and 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 everything's gonna get blown away. But Taylor and I history. could both lose an arm, and there's no deaths. Yeah. Whereas <sighs> you think there's one. I don't know. In like 1860, I think you lose an arm. The odds are. The other point is, you would think there was one death, but Woody and I are definitely dead. Both of us. <laughs> there goes the other direction. So you're too. cutting it in half. When in, in reality, if either of us had lost a hand or a finger, or even tripped on the way home from battle after and those victory, leeches are like, not gonna keep us alive. Yeah. Well, you do the best you can with what you've got. Maybe we just count the the, the heads, and 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 that'll get us there. How much? But what if someone doesn't? What if a body doesn't have a head? Then there's going to be some smart ass out there that's like, whoa. Do I guarantee yeah. if I was the drummer boy, who I assume is the person that they assign to count bodies afterwards because everybody else is tired, I would get like maybe a third of the way into the field of death, and then be like, I can this I'm I can guesstimate this. You know who actually works with the dead bodies the um pastor oh that makes sense like yeah. doing the little chaplain blessings and things it's a psychologically traumatic job yeah it sounds awful yeah, yeah. It, well i mean it yeah it's rough yeah, you get a rifle through all their pockets <laughs> i mean it has its benefits one guy who's just really nosy gets into that line of work yeah, it's all yeah. pictures of people I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd make photo albums out of all the pictures of all the pictures, you know. Uh, it's, like, uh, it's gonna be. I promise, I'm not a serial killer. I just want to show you this. <laughs> you'd have like a massive collection of pocket watches. Yeah, glasses, wedding rings. Yeah, rings, gold teeth. Of gold all the shit we've said kind of tonight, this is the one I'm going shy about teeth. joining in yeah. on. This is the one I'm like, I don't know about this. <laughs> there's that there's that part in the the Pacific where like the one guy is like starting to pry the teeth out of a dead Jap and he's like, Don't do it. Don't do it. And I was thinking like, shit, I'd do it. Like, get his teeth. Get his fucking gold teeth. Like, what, oh, are you gonna have nightmares because you peeled out a dead Japanese guy's teeth? You just massacred a whole platoon of them. Yeah. Like, and, and pulling his teeth out is the is the final straw. Look, if I'm dead, pull my gold teeth out. I don't have any gold teeth. Please don't pull my teeth out. <laughs> Not even if you're dead, you want to make a pretty corpse. Please <laughs> Who don't fucking cares? Out. Nobody cares. Oh, that, that was the one funny part in that Sisters Brothers movie that I watched. There's a part, I won't spoil it in case anybody wants to watch a bad fucking movie, but there's this one part at the end where like the bad guy is dead and it, it sort of died before they could have their big shootout with him and they, they get to town to like, have a showdown with the bad guy and they're like oh he's dead he's over in the funeral home they go to the funeral home and sure enough he's dead laying in the casket and john c riley's character is like looking at the dead body and he just goes bow, 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 like punches it in the fucking face two or three times and the funeral director's like sir sir you can't be doing this he's like just making sure <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see a dead body punched around a little bit that old video of that guy like i know it's a joke it's not real but it's the guy like storming into a funeral like doing a selfie video like for twitter and he like gets to the dead body in the casket and he's like say i won't slap this motherfucker say i won't on my on my life b i 
and he just like slaps the shit out of the dead body and the whole like funeral goes crazy with people screaming and stuff that is still one of the funniest things i've ever seen <laughs> i need to watch say i won't slap this motherfucker <laughs> say i won't slap i gotta watch it oh uh, can't watch it though i know it's a damn shame did you see damn this you, uh, youtube mississippi police looking for man who pulled down his mask during a bank robbery i <laughs> <laughs> talked about that one already. oh no what are you doing sir oh geez the perfect excuse i think we and did you- talk about this on a pkn am i crazy well, we did not talk about this. I just imagine like the bank teller is like super smart. He's just like, "Sorry, sir, I can't understand what you're saying. Could you uh, huh. could you pull your mask? I, I, can't, I can't. You want what? All the honey, <laughs> sir? We don't have any honey here. This is a bank. <laughs> want the money, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh, Thank I you heard that right oh. away. Right away. Let me just put that together for you. Look up into the left just a little bit. Perfect. <laughs> the money's up there. Oh, I meant over here. Like just to get up to That's crazy. Here. What an absolute idiot. <laughs> an absolute <laughs> retard. To take advantage. What we talked about, what he was, how this was the perfect time for bank robberies. And apparently, not everyone got that memo. Ow. And he's the only person in that bank without a mask on. <laughs> 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 It's great. He's <laughs> oh my! Uh, what a goober! Can you imagine him explaining this in prison? Man, I'm so glad I'm not, I have I wasn't in prison during this pandemic. I I I barely skirted by. That, yeah. that would have been so fucked. Because it was a thing. I want to say it was a thing when I was in prison. Was Wait, it? Was like so it was started was it? in like February. When didn't you get out? I think it's been a year though. You know, it's been it's been 14 months. But you got out in like in October, right? Uh I went I think I went Yeah. Your yeah, first sounds episode, right. Your first episode back was October 5th, 2019. So it might have been in a Chinese thing. Yeah, I guess it was just getting started over there. It seemed like we had heard of it though. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not, though. Um, but in any case, like, man, that would have sucked. Yeah. Yeah, they <sighs> wouldn't do... It's nearly impossible to not have it spread throughout the prison. We're just stacked on top of each other. Literally. Like, like we're in bunk beds. And then the bunk beds aren't even separated. Like, if you're on the top bunk, you turn to the left and there's a guy on top bunk. You turn to the right, there's another guy. Like, like we're just fucking sardines in there. And then we're four rows thick. How did people four rows handle wide masturbation? And, huh? How did people handle masturbation in prison? Uh, I assume that they're either... So I would see people who had like... If they were on the bottom bunk, they would have like a sheet put up like a curtain. So either they weren't just wanted some privacy or that's what they were... Or they were jerking it. Or in the shower, I would guess. Um, like I said before, I did not feel any urges while i was in there i was and just too stressed out you didn't see anybody either you didn't you weren't like no but i certainly wasn't looking for it you know last thing i w- would want to do is catch someone masturbating that's actually uh <laughs> in watching lockdown 23 I've, I've talked about this before but that was one of the they're aspects like, they're, they're like they're, they're like walk- woody's rules you caught me you gotta finish <laughs> 
Wolves <laughs> came back to bite me. <laughs> this was way better when I was on the receiving end. <laughs> so, uh, no, so lockdown 23, I think he was maybe a new prisoner at the time. He's walking down and he looked inside uh, somebody's cell, right? So I think it was much different than your situation. You had more of a dorm type, like, but they had individual well, cells with a pair of people in them. And as he walked by, he looked down. And the guy liked him, but nearly beat him down for it. You know, he had to really sort of, I don't know, apologize and say he didn't understand or that he couldn't resist. And apparently, eyes forward, motherfucker. Like, when you walk down that hallway, you do not snoop into everybody's cell. And that's what I tried to do. Uh, And it wasn't like anybody warned me. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Were you able you know, to be perfect every minute for two months? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I just pick a spot. It's like when you're driving, you just pick a spot in the distance mm-hmm. and just focus on that. You don't look at the the yellow line skipping right in front of the hood. You know, you pick something way up ahead. What if there was something interesting? You just oh focus, focus. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get sucked into. You got to say my name if you want me to turn my head. Okay. I, I I I I would showers for sure. Then the showers, I'm just like, all right, I'm walking out now, like <laughs> looking up into the left, and the shower the shower stalls are on my right. Yeah, you know See, what I I feel like I would do the same, but I don't know that I would do the same always without flaw for years. You know, if I had three years, <laughs> the years, right? Like, would I? Can I go three years without peeking in some asshole's cell? What if it's noisy? What if I don't know what that noise is? <laughs> what if there are screams for help in there? <laughs> right? What if there's a grunt? <laughs> right? He could be lifted. I don't know what's... Ha- but I want to know. I, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I, uh, the best I, version of me is not looking. But tell me I don't make a mistake in three years. Oh, you'll make a mistake. Right? You, 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 then they'll make an example. <laughs> then I won't make any more mistakes. That's how I learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just took out his left eye, so now he don't have that problem. <laughs> Good God. I'm so fucking glad I'm not back in that fucking prison, man. That was, that was awful. Dude, I'm stressed about going every so often. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Dude. Dude, it's it's so not fun. It's so not fun. It's it's just so lame. You go so far as to say it stinks. It stinks. It act, it doesn't literally stink. It smells fine in there. That guy it smells does. like it smells talker. like bleach, Clorox, the Jerry Kill guy. Oh, that's a different story. That's a different story. That man's hair product was obnoxious. <laughs> Fucking Greg down there. Just I can still. I'm up on that top. I'm looking at him. He was like he was tall. It's black. 55 65 year old black man. I can't tell. Something like that. Black don't crack. He could he could have been he could have been 78. I don't know. But just talking to himself all the fucking time, wouldn't shut the fuck up, just all the time. Gonna have a big day today. Yes, sir. Gonna get out there. <laughs> Gonna get that breakfast. Hell yeah. <laughs> Pancake day today, son. Pancake day today. Did people yep. tell you why they were in? Or is that like a uh, privacy? Like you would I never ask, but the but people would volunteer. You know, if they if they wanted to tell me, they'd tell me. Uh I, I would tell people sometimes, but you know, why I was there. But um uh, I don't remember what Greg had done. He had done, he was in for 14 total years. I think it was some sort of violent crime. Uh, he had like four left, roughly speaking. I don't remember all, like exact numbers. 
Uh, there was a bank robber who was like doing like the last five of 25 or 28 years or something like that. There was the guy who had sold, uh, who had bought food stamps from people, you know, people had food stamps. He owned a, like a grocery type store. He'd give them cash so that they could probably go around and buy drugs from some third party. But for him, you know, he can just cash those food stamps in for full value. Cause he has a drug, uh, a grocery store gave him five years. Um, Snow was obviously in there for moving uh, methamphetamine. And uh, um, there was the one guy who was in there for like some sort of computer fraud hacking type scheme that he'd been part of. The other guy next to me for moving an ounce of cocaine. Uh, the guy right below him was in there for um, lots of Oxycontin, lots of pills, and a little bit of like conspiracy to go along with it. Cause you know, they had proof of him being like, yeah, yeah, we got to, we got to keep this under wraps and not don't tell anybody this and you don't tell anybody that and I'll sell you this for this. And now he's now it's a criminal conspiracy, which comes with its own charges. Um, lots of shit like that. A little bit of everything, lots of drugs. Um, and the, the older guys were often in there for violent crime because th- they had done like 90% of their sentence and they were serving the last 10% down at this lower level of a prison. But, people like snow and uh, some of the older guys who were like late forties to seventies had all done some serious shit somewhere and served already 20 years or so somewhere else. Hmm. You think a little bit everything with the people who did bigger crimes, did they look more apt to be violent? Like the violent, were you like, this guy's scary. This guy looks like he's capable of, I don't know, hurting someone. Willing to, I guess capable is different, but it looks like he's willing to. Some were, some weren't. Like, like it just depended. Like, like I felt like the guy who ran the laundry was the scariest guy in there because he had a temper, and uh, he was he was doing like the last two or three years of ten years or something like that for probably drugs as well. And he was kind of young and fit. Like he looked like he'd be a real problem. He's the one who I got in a real shouting match with over the TVs. Um, he seemed like he would be a real hassle to deal with. He reminded me of. Um, I can't think of the black actor's name, but he's always in like gladiator movies and stuff. Um, oh, oh he's the guy in John Wick who runs the front desk. <laughs> yes, Mr. Wick, would you like a room oh. with a? Is it the guy from Spartacus? Yeah, the guy from Spartacus. Yeah, yeah. he reminded me of that guy, except not quite as old. He, like that guy, but young. Like, like, like he was that, fit. It's not even a matter of how easily they could kick my ass. It's just how willing they are to kick my ass, right? Like, sure. that's a big part of it. The, the guy could be 50 years old, over the hill, right? And, uh, like, I don't know. If he, if he just wants to, that's a problem. Absolutely it is, because we're not going to, like, square off somewhere and, like, there's not going to be a referee. He's probably just going to attack me while I'm sleeping or showering. Yeah, yeah, locking a sock. That's what... That's the old I, Uncle Terry special. <laughs> that uh, the I used to roll with prison guards, and that was their that was what they used in that prison. They put a lock in, like a padlock in his sock. Yeah, and uh, just imagine being hit on the back of the head of that by surprise yeah, in the mouth. You. Could kill you. I, I told that story long ago about Uncle Terry. It wasn't my uncle. He was my cousin's uncle. Um, it was like he was like uh, my cousin. And I had the same. Our fathers are brothers. And, uh, but, but his mother's, my cousin's mother's brother, I hope you're following this. Yeah. So, so his uncle, not my uncle, 
in no way related to me. Mm-hmm. I just want to lay that out there because this guy's such white trash. Uncle Terry, like, he was telling this story about being in prison and, and uh, like, yeah, a N-word knocked all my teeth out. And I was like, how? And, and as he's taking his teeth out to, like, show that he has no teeth, he goes, a lock and a sock. <laughs> <laughs> he had put a padlock in a sock and you know wrap it once around his fist and then he had like this flail type weapon that's incredibly damaging you mm-hmm. know for for being in a prison yeah locking a sock healthcare is fucked up with like i i don't know how did they decide that the bones in your mouth that you need to eat food are optional yeah because you got a pretty fucked up system i just they shouldn't be optional those are bones that you're probably fine without yeah yeah just gum it. <laughs> yeah, just gum it. Did you drink Cut more? very small pieces. <laughs> have we told you about the cake shake diet? Because <laughs> you don't have teeth anymore. A guaranteed. God, cake shakes are good. I've never, I've never even heard of a cake shake outside of the PKA meme. There's this place uh, in Atlanta called Delia's Chicken Sausage Stand. Anybody who's in Atlanta, se- seek it out if you don't give a fuck about calories. They have cupcake milkshakes there, and they have that the old timey milkshake machine where they like there's like the metal cup that like goes up and the, has the stir and everything, and they fill it up with vanilla ice cream, and then they take a whole cupcake, just frosted like a frosted ready to eat cupcake, and they're just like boop and just <laughs> throw it in there, and and you get it, and it's like. This was a cupcake just a moment ago, and so there's like there's like dry cake mixed in with this like what was already wonderful ice cream and the frosting on top. So I would get these red velvet cake cake shakes occasionally when my uh, my girlfriend lived out near one of those places. Oh my god, they were so good. <laughs> that uh, does sound good. Can you make them at god, home? Of course, just take a food processor and you know like ice cream a and a cupcake. And I bl- you can't use a blender. Yeah, blender would do it. Might have to take that little plastic plunger thing it comes with and like like make it do its thing. Make it work. I can't think of a a less healthy thing to eat though. Yeah. Uh, Pka. Any outros? Nope. Pka. Five twenty one.